Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming at you live from Las Vegas. Thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. It's Tuesday, September 30th, 2014. And uh, once again, I'm Steve Mathis. Thanks for listening. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Acherby's FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Mafia Moto Crew, and Guts Racing. Lots to talk about tonight. We've got uh, Eli Tomac, Dean Wilson, Ryan Gold coming on, maybe a special guest later on, Jason Thomas, and uh, much more to uh, to talk about. We thank you guys for listening, and uh, yeah, special Tuesday show, another Tuesday show. So, uh, And also, too, uh, in studio, uh, hanging out, once again, he's back. The Kenny Watson. What's up, Kato? Just going my way, man. Just going my way. Why you got to go your way? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, here in Vegas, and uh, cool to come by and check out the uh, studio. I've been here in, oh, it seemed like a long time, but. Yeah, uh, myself and Devin Gibbs were talking earlier. You've been in the studio since you uh, quit the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, wasn't sure, times, oh, I wasn't sure if it was just a phone call or not. Speaking uh, of, I'm glad I left that effect on you. Speaking <laughs> of uh, Devin Gibbs, uh, the Devin Gibbs, our producer. What's, What's up, on? man? How are you? Uh, you know, just doing the same old same. Killing uh, it. Always. Killing it. Killing it. He's killing it. Killing it. I'm killing it. Is it still his favorite word? Killing I, it? I think it is. I think it's everyone's favorite word that I say. <laughs> Whenever, lately, Every, everyone's favorite. Killing it. Lately, when he's been making a mistake, people tweet him, oh, you're really killing it. So <laughs> it's kind of it's backfired on him a little uh, bit. That's all right. <laughs> Devin's a good guy. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's good as tits, but he's like, yeah. You know what? You're better than tits. Hell yeah! I'm not going to give him that much props. <laughs> Suck it, tits. Suck it, tits. Um, hey, well, uh, thanks for coming by, man. I appreciate it. You're in town for the Suzuki Dealer Show going on, correct? And uh, so we got lots to talk about with you in regards to that. Are we now the official announcement's probably tomorrow, but you can't tell us. Uh, we know who's riding for your team, but we can't talk about it. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So, so you how do know. we do this? We just wait until uh, okay. after the after the announcement, and okay. then we can talk about it. Okay, we can't talk about it tonight, then. No. Okay, definitely All right. not. All right, I just, I'm checking. I meant to ask you before the show started. Oh yeah, sure hey, you did. Don't forget. Don't forget. Jab, on, jab. <laughs> Pulpamex.com. If you're go on the Amazon banner, if you're buying something from Amazon, make your purchase, and we get a small chunk of that. And uh, the Pulpamex app, of course, get it on your iTunes, uh, on your smartphone. Uh, uh, Android and all that stuff. You can get access to the show, some special contents, things like that. And thanks to all of our guys for coming on board. We really appreciate it. Hey, uh, real quick. Yeah. So are you guys getting ready for the 200th anniversary show and just going to leave it for 100 shows? <laughs> Is this what's going on up above, like the decorations that have been here for almost okay. another 100 I've, shows? I have explained this to you. I've oh, explained you this to you. You have, okay. When Pookie put that up for the Great Western Bank show, Okay. 
I noticed that it bounced, it, it absorbed the sound. Oh, okay. And it sounded better on in my headphones on the show. Uh, I thought like, maybe you were trying to if you go to raise like, the rent Canada colors or if something. If you go to um, uh, a studio, you know, everything's everything insulated really heavy. Everything's They usually you know? use like egg crates. Yeah. I don't want to put egg crate up there, but this thing isn't bad. I think egg crates might look better. <laughs> hey. Hey, man. Hey, Pookie. Good job on the, uh, the decor of the studio. Good job. That was the first thing I see when I walked through the door was Pookie, Pookie's beautiful face. Greet me with a warm hug. Mm-hmm. But I didn't notice after I hugged her, she had a San Francisco Giants shirt on, which yeah. really blew the moment. We went to the Giants game uh, when we went to San Francisco. That's what she told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. where your buddy uh, Kenny, got into. We, got have to, we have to deal with this right now. We're coming up with Ryan Gall, but we have to deal with this right now. Are you ready? Yep. Lips. Kenny. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Come on. <laughs> I'm still writing for the letterbox, mate. You promised Lips. Lips hasn't called in the show forever. <laughs> and it's 6.05. Okay, you this, said, this is what you said. This is what I'm going to do. I am not taking responsibility <laughs> for it any longer. I have a this shirt. This is what I'm going to do. I have a box of shirts in my truck. I'm going to give it to Mathis and have him ship it because I'm not taking responsibility for it any longer. I swear on my child's life that it was sent from my girl at my office, and she said it was handled poor, months poor, ago. Poor Lips. So, Lips, I promise I you. I in my garage. Come on. Hey, I promise you at the first break I'm going to run downstairs and grab. What size T-shirt are you? Uh, a medium or a large. Okay, you're going to you have a large... Him, do you want him to sign it? Lips? No, no, don't. I, I won't sign it. I'll, I'll sign something else. But this T-shirt that you're going to get, you're going to be the first person to ever receive one of these T-shirts. Put it that way. I'll give us a medium then, please. Uh, you're, you're getting a little crazy on me. I only have larges. I don't know if you guys run really hot water with your when you wash clothes over in Australia, but just run some hot water and it'll be a medium. <laughs> um, and, and Lips, we'll look around here and Kenny will sign something for you. We'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. You know what? I might even have a hat in the truck. Like, uh, yeah, a team yeah, hat. Yeah. I'll, I'll take care of you, hey, bud. Well, we are coming in the summer in Australia, so a hat would be not bad. Um, Lips, use the form on Pulpamex to give me your address. I know you probably have already, and I passed it on, but let's try it again. We'll try it again, and I apologize, okay. and you will. I will. I will not leave here without giving this to Steve Mathis. That's right, and I've been having to listen to DMX radio to hear the Kenny Watson interviews. Not as good as on the Pulp and X. I, I thought I'm, I told Kenny to not do any other podcasts or shows. And so, is, what do you think uh, I did? He's not what do you bad think? With them guys, it's just they're a bit more uptight. Hey, Lips, what do you what do you think I do when Steve tells me not to do something? I do the opposite. <laughs> oh, I would and make it. Yeah, and then right. I'd write it to piss hey, off even more. Hey, I apologize, and I will make sure that Steve has this, and he will. It, it will be on him, not me. And I promise you that you will have this, and I promised before. But there's nothing. I, I mean, I, I really wish that I had an excuse, but I don't. And I apologize. Oh, that's all good, mate. Better late than never, they say, my friend. I'm excited for you this year too. It's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. Well. well um, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Uh, well, nothing is done yet. So, nothing is done yet. So, there's nothing to be ex- doing heel clickers and high fiving yet. So, we'll get this oh, to you. I'll lips. be doing one footers and all sorts of things. 
Yeah, whatever you got to do. Just keep it real. You know what, though? I swear, Lips hasn't called in forever, so he's desperately wanting this stuff. We've got to make it happen. We have oh, to. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yep, let's kind of hang up next to some old motorbike stuff in the garage. We'll okay. Be, you know, I feel like running down and go grabbing it right now <laughs> so you have it. You know what? You hold on. You talk to Steve. I'm going to run down to my truck real quick so you, he can witness it. And I'm going to go grab it out of my truck. Hold on. All right. Now, we got to run, Lips. We've got to hang up, but I will witness it when Kenny comes back. I'll keep listening. Wait me a picture uh, of it. I will. All right. See you, Lips. See you, man. Bye. See ya. The Lips is, uh, is uh, Kenny Watson will be getting these uh, stuff during the commercial. <laughs> now he says he lied. Uh, here, Devin, try this number. Try the uh, – that. That number. Um, don't forget, folks, uh, we got uh, lots coming on tonight. The BTOsports.com, Gabba Gibbs segment. We got the Race Tech emails, X brand goggle tear offs, and the NFAB question of the day. And oh, hey, by the way, a Cherubis. For more than 40 years, a Cherubis has been making, become the world leader in accessory plastics. Their, their development program supports riders like Kenny Roxon, Pastrana. Supercross, motocross champions like Villapoto and Dungey. And uh, whether you simply need a new fenders or you want to personalize your bike, a Cherubis is there for you. Check out the latest plastic styles and colors on a Cherubis bike builder at www.acherubis.com, A-C-E-R-B-I-S.com. Uh, follow them on social media at Cherubis USA, at a Cherubis USA, to, uh, to win stuff. So uh, we thank those guys for coming on the show. And uh, our next guest is uh, going to be Ryan Gold of Team Canada MX. He's brought to you by Atlas Braces. The best braces out there, if it's restrictive, if you're thinking you're on the fence about getting a brace, you're not sure because you've heard some horror stories about uh, how they fit and how they feel, try an Atlas brace, the least restrictive one out there. they got a brand-new top-of-the-line carbon brace that uh, RV runs, and also uh, uh, Jake Weimer runs them, and, runs them as well. Atlas brace, the best brace out there. Atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media, at Atlas brace, and uh, you can uh, get it that way. Um, and we thank those guys for, for coming on. What's, uh, what's going on, Gibbs, with our next guy? We're good. He's ready. All right, let's get right into our next guy. Like I said, brought to you by Atlas Brace. He ran Team Canada this weekend. The Ryan Gall. Galdi, what's up? Hey, Stevie. And Rocky. Happened, buddy? Just uh, chilling at home, finally. Uh, glad to be home. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet, man. Long trip, right? When did you get? When did you leave Latvia? I left Latvia this morning, or I guess last night, uh, at uh, 3 a.m. What? Oh, your what time was your flight? It was at like 4, or no, 5.30, oh, I think it was. Jeez. Well, hey, man, thanks yeah, for coming it was, on. It was an early day. How, how, hey, was, how, how was the experience for you? Made the A-Main with ease uh, and uh, some bad luck in the motos, but Colton certainly showed something in his first moto. Uh, no, it was, um, I mean... I've never been before, never got a chance to go to any one of the races, never been really a part of the whole scene, and I was blown away. It was uh, an amazing experience from all the small issues we had to Colt uh, showing the world that he's got some skill to Cavan riding amazing on Saturday to get us in the A-final, and then the uh, heroic ride by Tyler in the final moto of the day after Colt and uh, Dungey got together. It uh, it was amazing. Seeing the fans, the crazy get-ups, the dress-ups, the the pits and uh, seeing how um, unbelievable some of the these riders are, like Powell and Ben Horbick and stuff. It was yeah, it was awesome, man. I was so pumped to be a part of it. One thing that people don't understand when they go there, like you read about these guys, Caroli and uh, and DeSalle and, and Van Horbeek, you read about these guys and you know they're good. You know what I mean? Obviously they're good riders, but then you go there and you're like, shit, man, these guys really haul ass. You know, like they're they're terrific riders. 
Dude, go chair pollen. If there was a track that was all rollers, I feel as if no one could ever beat that guy in the whole world ever. <laughs> um, he is, uh, he, he was unbelievable. Uh, Van Horbeck and then Stribos in the, uh, the second moto of the day, mm-hmm. uh, just watching those guys. And the funny thing was, is they didn't look like, uh, like watching an American ride, like crazy scrubbing or really body language on the bike and stuff like that. Well, I mm-hmm. think pollen was like that, but yeah, watching them was, was quite amazing. Um, I really didn't, I don't think I got to see the best of Caroli uh, because of his crash and being on that MX2 bike, but he was still impressive to watch when he was going, uh, going fast. But Palin was just, uh, I, was, I was blown away at the skill that that guy had. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, and for people, Colton uh, stalled his bike or hit the gate? What did he do in that first moto? No, he fully stalled his bike like an absolute beginner, and he admitted it afterwards. He was so embarrassed. So he comes from, I mean, he's 40 feet behind anybody when the gate drops, comes from dead last to 16th, which is good. I mean, then he got 13th or 14th in a qualifier on, on, uh, on Saturday. Yeah, no, uh, he, uh, he definitely shows some skill. He said he struggled a little bit with the track. Mm-hmm. Uh, he always says that he doesn't get nervous, but he said uh, after the day uh, he was a little bit nervous about the whole thing. Um, I feel as if he could have been a top 10 guy in both his motos, no problem. I believe he actually finished 10th in the MX1 moto when he got that 16th. So mm-hmm. uh, he, he showed the speed. His lap times were there. And I felt as if that last moto was going to be his banger one. And uh, unfortunately, him and Dungey got together on the very first lap, and he, was, he wasn't able to continue uh, after getting like a, a huge hematoma. That was uh, like one of the grossest things I've ever seen on someone's leg, actually. So yeah, yeah, uh, Watson, unfortunate um, there. But yeah, it, 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 Colt showed... Uh, I believe if people were watching and, and people were looking at him, he showed that the kid is definitely world-class, as, as we were calling him. Watson, so Dungey goes off the track at some point in the, early in the third moto, and he gets all squirrely. His back end comes around and just pins it to get on the track. T-bones Colton, like, as he's going by. Not really his fault, whatever, just shit happens. So Colton has his hematoma on the back of his leg, and it's just growing and growing, right? And then at some point back in the room, it bursts. Like, just disgusting. What do you mean back in the room? At the hotel room. after oh, the, after, after the race. Did he finish? No, no, he pulled he off. He pulled off? Yeah, and then he, I guess he had Galdi like four towels, <laughs> and it was just soaked with blood. Just disgusting. Did, yeah, so did it, it, did it do I'm, like I'm a pressure? I'm to get my hotel bill for towels on yeah. that. Did it, was it like a, pe- a pressure sore? Yeah. It just bursts yeah. like it needs, does he need stitches in it? I, don't, I would think so. How was it? Did he talk to him, Galdi? I would think that he's. I would think that uh, today or tomorrow I'll probably go get stitches. It actually stopped bleeding and it was quite low um, as we were traveling to the airport. Today. I felt really bad. We had to walk like probably five kilometers today oh. after dropping the rental cars off and going to the airports and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, oh. uh, I, I, I don't know if he'll need stitches or not, but it was pretty gross when it burst. It was like a... Like an overgrown zit. Oh, yeah, it's just sick. Thanks, Ryan Dungey, yeah, for, wait, wait, for taking out Canada. A funny story. So, yeah. so when he crashed, Steve, when he crashed, the, the, you saw how crazy the ambulance were uh, and stuff there. Yeah. Um, luckily enough, so he was down. The ambulance were, like, you know, on him, and, and like, we're going to, like, tow him away and all that stuff, and he was freaking out. And luckily enough, uh, Zeb, who was able to get a TV crew pass, was able to get over to him. Cole's like, get my bike, man, get my bike. These guys are going crazy. Get me the hell out of here. <laughs> So Zeb grabbed his bike as he set the video camera down, grabs his bike, starts it for Colt. Colt takes off. The ambulance guys are freaking out on him, <laughs> telling him to come back, come back. Yeah. They steal the camera from Zeb, and he says, you tell him to come back or we're not giving you that camera. <laughs> and Zeb wrestles the camera out of the guy's <laughs> hands and runs away. Well, Kenny, you should have seen, like, any <laughs> time a guy went down, and whether he was hurt or not, like, he's just some sort of crash, the ambulance is... 
like full lights blaring, driving on the outside of the track, all the lanes, you know what I mean? Just they jump yeah. out like like the guys having a heart attack. Like they just they they were on it, it man. They were on it. Latvians. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So uh, that was that was one of the wild things for sure. But yeah, I think Colt is, he's going to be okay. Just a lot of limping, yeah. and uh, he'll heal up. Well, um, yeah, it sounds like the team had a good time too. Everything was. I mean, you had a few hiccups, which is to be expected. But you know, uh, uh, you rented the uh, CEC KTM team's truck, and man, I think everything was everything went pretty smooth. Everybody's pretty happy with everything, right? I would say right from top to bottom, everything ran pretty smooth. There's a few small issues. The small issue at Customs when we first got into town that uh, took about four or five hours to clean up. Uh, the, a little bit of issue to get our fuel. Um, and then uh, a small issue uh, at the practice track with Tyler's bike that we were able to get all fixed up. No, you blew the motor up. Not a racing, small issue. Not, yeah, you blew the motor up on, and the practice, which was obviously better than doing it on at the yeah. at the track. And then uh, it took us about eight hours to get your sound checked because it just never seemed to get working. Um, and then finally, once we got everything going, the, the gate, when the gate dropped, it was pretty funny because all summer long, not one problem with Colton or anything going on in our mm-hmm. country. We get over there, he stalls his bike like a junior rider. Yeah. Um, Kevin Benoit all summer long rides his hard out, wins the championship, doesn't crash like at all year, at all during the year, crashes in the first moto, rings his bell. Uh, Tyler, well, freaking same thing all summer long, has an amazing summer in Canada. We go over there and the freaking gets hit so hard with roost on the first lap. It blows all the sand in. It blows sand into his goggles and basically takes his right uh, his right eye, uh, eye out of play, uh, causing Jeez. the DNF moto. So like the- it was just weird shit that happened uh, that you didn't even hear of or see or anything of for our ten races in our country. We go to the biggest race in the well, world and we get a little bad. But that's luck. to be expected, man. Like you're maybe a little nerves. You're, you're a different track, a different country. I mean, you, you know. It, it's a different. You talk to riders who have done it, and and and, and David Villeman's one of them. Where he's like, I would never send a rookie to the race. I mean, I guess everybody has to be a rookie at some point, but you know what I mean. Like it's right. it's it's got. And I don't care what those guys say. It's nerve wracking, you know. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, the whole the whole event itself, just everything dealing from mm-hmm. security and walking in and and making sure everything is ready to go and, and stuff like that. Like I said they played well. The riders did good as far as the nerves. They handled it. Uh, well, but I, there's no way that when they when they were on the track and lining up and just picking your gate and, and yeah. the way it does goes, there's no way that they weren't nervous and they handled it well. And I I feel shitty because the way the luck went because I feel as if their times and the way they rode when they were were laying it down, we could have been a 10, 11, 12 team when I was looking at lap times and stuff on the way home today, mm-hmm. and uh, just didn't work. But we got 17th. The whole country is like absolutely amped on on what I did and how we went about doing it and how we're mm-hmm. planning on doing it for next year and. It's it's awesome. It, it kind of revived everybody's thoughts process and what's going on, and and that was my kind of goal and plan. So uh, I'd yeah. say we we reached our goal and and, and made it work. And uh, um, from what we were looking at going in, so financi- I think it all worked out financially. How was it? Everything covered? Everything was good? Like uh, no worries there? Uh, yeah, everything is covered from top to bottom, man. And I That's actually good. looked after more than what was in the past. Like I looked after every meal. I looked after every. Uh, I'm gonna like look after baggage, mm-hmm. uh, extra baggage costs fuel to the airport, parking at the airport. Like, I had it all in my budget, and I've got it all covered. Sweet. Um, and, uh, we're, yeah, it's good to go, man. It was uh, thanks to Canada and all the supporters, yourself with that auction, and Chad and Adam and, and uh, Will Hahn and the Pulp Show for doing the Vegas thing, and Honda, KTM, and Marin for stepping up really big at the end, and uh, those silent Quebec people that helped out Cavan. Uh, with all that, we, we made it happen, man. It was uh, you know. Um... Watson, I, the, I got. I asked Colton about this. He gave me an eight out of ten. Oh, not too bad. Nelson will give you about a four, <laughs> but 
Uh, Watson. Well, he still owes, he owes me a hundred bucks because I oh, yeah. we wouldn't even make the A final. Watson, we had a guy pledge like twenty two hundred bucks for a chance to sit in on the show, flight, hotel. He would like your presence here for that for that show. How much do yeah, I get? Only if you're there, though, Kenny. Only if you're there. What is this? Did it help Canada get there? Well, he just asked if Kenny could yeah. be in studio. Oh boy. So we'll see. We'll see. Is that well? Is he going to help uh, these guys get there again next year, or does that did that this, money? No, this go money to... went this year for this year. Oh, then yeah, definitely I got to oh, be here. All right, help those guys get there. Yeah, exactly. Twenty two hundred bucks. Believe it or not, like after the American team, I looked to see where Canada was. Oh, nice. Oh, he's got a heart. Hey. Got a heart. I was just hey, you know I, I, I root for, love that. I just root for the underdog. Oh, they were. Yeah. Um, I was just stoked to see him. I didn't know it. Like, I kind of turned in late, so I, like, turned it on. I was like. Oh, you didn't get up at four in the morning? Fuck no. I I was like, all right, I know that we're in. There's $1 into the hat. Oh. He said he wasn't going to swear to me. I'm trying not to cuss all show, and every time I do, i got to pay a buck. And we'll put that towards Team Canada. (laughs) Yeah, all right. That might pay for someone's parking if I say it 20 times. Uh, But, uh, (laughs) hey, Australia and Canada. Had some bad luck in the motos, but Galdi. Did you guys beat Canada? I mean, Australia? No, they beat us. Ah. No. Um, but we, but Canada and Australia did do well at the after party. Oh, for sure. They, they represented. Oh, the, uh, if, we, if there was a Chamberlain Cup on that one, I, we definitely got it home. Did you end up drinking some of Team France's booze? Because I think I did. Uh, did they even show up? I don't up? know, man. We're, there, was, there was a lot of just, I'm grabbing this and chugging it and whatever the hell was going on. That, was, had- that was a great little time. The only problem with that whole thing was, where the hell was the freaking bathroom? Oh, it was upstairs. You had to go upstairs. Yeah. Out of the torture chamber and all that. That, that makes sense. Time. Most bathrooms are downstairs. You got to go upstairs to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, and then Pauline lit a cigar, and I was out of there after that. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but uh, Team Canada got there early along with Team Australia. I bet. So Chad was yeah. – Chad and Team Australia was there. So. Yeah. Poor uh, Chad. Hey, two, only two shirts off all night. One Zeb Dennis, one Chad Reed. Oh yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Good times. Well, hey man, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on and uh, talking about it. Uh, I think you did a good job. The team seemed to enjoy it, and uh, yeah, man, it was awesome to see Canada in the a- easily in the A main, like easily, which we're, where we should be, and uh, and you know, hopefully things better th- better things happen in the motos next year. So yeah, with uh, like I said, a little bit of luck, we could have done done a lot better and been uh, the team that those guys all are for sure. Those guys are all great riders. And uh, big I mean, thanks to everybody that supported. Like I said, it was this was a great experience. I'm so pumped to be a part of it and, and put us back in the map. But the social networking world and everything has just been blowing up uh, as far as people following us and really saying how proud they are of yeah. us all and everything. So for me, I I, um, I mean, you know, my motocross career, it was never really something I took very serious and never put anything into this. I took very serious. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of the way it worked out. So I'm glad everything happened. And big thanks to the Paul MX show for stepping up with that auction. That was a big yeah. uh, chunk of money that that helped us get over there. So uh, yeah. we made it, man. We're, and uh, we're already talking about. Uh, I'm already on on board for Ernest France. I've got a rig and lined up and all the kind of stuff working on it already. So sweet, um, awesome for sure. I'm pumped. GuaranteedMX.com. Ryan Gold. Go there and read out more about Canada. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Hey, Ryan. Uh, congratulations, Cheers. dude. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate the love, guys. Take right. care. See ya. Hey, you know what's awesome about it? What's I mean, that? it sucks. Colton got hurt. Yeah. But on the positive notes, he has probably like eight months to heal up before he races. <laughs> yeah, I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be all right. Jeremy Martin, however, I mean, Matt, Martin's injury might make shift him to the east side if he wasn't already on the east for, for next year. Did he uh, have surgery? I would think so. Broken foot? Broken toes? Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Depends. it matters what he broke or. Was this something that you would – would you ever go to a Disney Nations? I, uh, mean, I don't want to say I, I – uh, 
I don't want to say. No I, I don't like have no desire to, but if I had to go, I would go. If I was forced to go, I would go. But <laughs> well, so, okay, it's not so, like so you wouldn't go then. <laughs> no, no. I I don't know. I just like I've been to Europe plenty might, of plenty of times. Yeah. I straight up, I've never been to a MotoGP race, like a motocross. You know, yeah, GP, motor, yeah. I've never. I've been. I spent a lot of time in Europe. Back like at Supercrosses in the winter. In the winter, yeah, yeah. but also I did in the summertime when I was tour managing on the Vans Warp Tour. Oh, I yeah, did like true. eight weeks in Europe, right? Which for is like a- three years in a row. So I've been, and yeah. I've been. This was before the Euro, and it was you know it yeah, was yeah, yeah. it was hard like border crossings and you know going yep. to Eastern Europe. But I just don't have any desire to go back there. Like I've seen it; it's great. Right. It's you know the, some of the countries, the people are cool. It's a beautiful place, but. It's like I don't I don't know. I'm right, just right. weird like that. I heard a rumor from a pretty good source that next year's managers might be Mitch and RC. So you might end up going. Why do I have to go? I'm not RC's our, your guy. You no, go there for he is my guy, but JH will be there with him, not me. <laughs> he could be the third guy then. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's true. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Just something I heard. I, I don't. I, I mean, I, 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 I would be pumped for RC because I know that that's probably something he would like to do. Yeah. But uh, I mean, hey. you don't blame USA's loss on no. Roger. I mean, I don't think anybody no. would, right? No. I wouldn't Hell either, no. right? Okay. But I mean, when there's he people won- out there that do. But I, I let mean, me ask you a question. Yeah. So when the US won, did they say they won because of Roger? Uh, no, exactly. No. Yeah. So why could you blame him? He yeah. he didn't ride the bike. He didn't. No. Yeah. He didn't break his I foot. Agree. He didn't. I think put it, a that, stick in the Martin's front wheel. I think uh, the smart move that what they did was because of Jeremy being so banged up. They gave him the second gate pick way on the outside. Normally, you give the 250F the inside gate pick, but they was already hurting. He was going to struggle, so they're like, hey, go on. And I think that was a smart move by the management, Roger and, and, uh, and Dan Bentley and whoever else uh, uh, helped it. You know, it was a good move. Yeah, so. I think. I mean, those guys have been there plenty of times. They know the strategy. So, hey, you know what? Yeah. I, Roger's done a great job with that team, and it's, you know, I, I, I take nothing away from Roger DeCoster as a manager or, you know, of course, he's, his legacy of being a, a racer is phenomenal. Yeah. But everyone's like, the man. Roger is a great, great asset to a team. He's great at what he does. But also, it helps when you have the best riders in the world riding under you. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, everyone can say, oh, look what he did. You know, he. a lot of people forget. He was a team manager a long time before he won. No. Um... A long time at Suzuki before he won. So, everyone forgets about the days when he had... Um, what was the French dude's? Uh, well, Lalo's. Matthew Lalo's. Uh, Brian Gray, Ben Riddle. Yeah, I mean, all those know. guys. And I don't think those guys were guys Roger picked. I think that was part of the, the funneling system that Suzuki yeah. put in there. Yeah. But there no. was some, you know, he did sign Tortelli. He did sign Nick Way. He did sign Volleman. He did sign all these guys before. Mm-hmm. And I'm not taking anything away from Roger. He's a smart dude, and he can only work with what he has. Yeah. But once Ricky came to the plate on his team, yeah, or, he won, and then Chad or he, came. He won in Honda, at Honda when they had, were stacked with... You yeah, know, but he the, wasn't yeah. the team manager. He was a, he was a guy For on the team. For some of those years, he was. Dave, after Dave left. so Are you positive about that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Dave Dave left, uh, I don't know, sometimes. Uh, I, I think as soon as Dave left is when um, Wes McCoy came in. Oh, okay. And Wes McCoy left, and then... Um, Chuck Miller? Was it Chuck? Chuck Miller, exactly. Um, but, you know, I, I'm with you on that. Roger's really good in the machine shop. Uh, Roger's really good. awesome. He, he's he's, an he's awesome a good guy. Dude. But, yeah, people people who give him too much credit, and, and in this case, some of the, too much of the blame. Yeah, he has I've nothing heard, to do. Right. I've heard some of these people. I mean, when I went to the destinations with Tim Ferry, perhaps I've heard, told the story a few times. I don't know. If, oh, you've been I, there? Yeah, I used to work for Tim Ferry. Did you guys win? 
No. Oh, no shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, he wasn't, frankly, frankly, he wasn't a lot to help. He wasn't a lot to do with the team. He wasn't. And so I kind of, you know, one of those things. Um, hey, let's get our next guest on, uh, Dean Wilson from Team Great Britain. And uh, talk to a little about him on the Pulp MX show presented by BTOSports.com. Use the code PulpMX to save yourself money at BTOSports.com. The moto that I did watch, yep. Dino rode really well. Yeah, I think Dino rode well all weekend long. He was a little bummed on himself uh, here or there, but I think uh, I think he rode okay. I you think know? he looked comfortable. I don't. I mean, maybe we can ask him if he had any moments. But I mean, yeah. the TV, I couldn't. You know, yeah. it looked like no. he was just in his pace and didn't so you, ride over his head. So you paid money? To, oh no, it was on CBS Sports. Yeah. Okay, I didn't watch it. I, didn't I, record I, reco- it. I recorded it, and Pookie then I just didn't record it. I just fast forwarded through certain things. But uh, stupid Pookie. I was um, I was stoked. It was kind of weird seeing him with the number eighteen. I was like, Yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, Team France were all um, they were all on um, wearing Thor and on green bikes with red and blue and white, and then the the Searle and Wilson were Thor green bikes yeah. with red, blue, and white sort of number plates on. Like it was hard to. To You're tell. like, is that France dude? Is that Dino? Is that Searle? Like, which dude is that? Yeah. You figured it out after a little while, but at first, a few times, I think it confused Fro for a little while. Someone on my Twitter said that Fro said that. Uh, I thought Fro did a pretty good job. was winning or something, and it was Searle. So yeah, I thought Fro. I thought Fro did a good. Yeah, you know what he did? Second, yeah. In the last moto, is that when it was, or the second? No, the last second moto. moto, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I mean, it's hard to. T- it was hard to tell a few times on them, but uh, let's get to our next guest right now here on the Pulp Mech Show. He is uh, the pride of Scotland. And uh, took Team Great Britain almost to a podium this weekend. Dean Wilson, what's up? Not much, guys. Just uh, battling this jet lag at the <laughs> moment, actually. I- I'm okay, but I- maybe later in the show I could be snoring. I'm not sure. Uh, I was just snoring. That's why I'm a bit groggy right now. But, <laughs> yeah, I was up at 4 this morning oh, feeling see, quite chipper. See, and then, I, uh, now I'm dying. I slept in this morning big time, like till like 10.30. So... I couldn't figure it out. Um, 702-586-7857. You got a question for uh, Dean Wilson. Um, Dean, this nation's fourth overall, and had Sean Simpson's chain not broke late in the last moto, you guys would have took the final podium spot. Uh, bummer deal, um, but uh, as a team, you rode well. Tommy Soro won the MX2. You got second in the MX3 class, so a good showing for Team Great Britain. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I was definitely, I think we're all expecting to be on the box since we had a pretty strong team. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty much going to happen. And then just unfortunate that Sean's chain snapped. And, um, yeah, it's kind of just a crappy deal. Right. But it was still fun and an enjoyable weekend. How'd you feel about your rides? Um, I mean, I feel like they were, like, mediocre. I don't feel like... I feel like I was I was a lot faster than what I rode that weekend, but um, I was just a little bit nervous and, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like I pulled through okay, you know. But I don't think I was anything special. Come on, dude! You went three five. It wasn't so bad. I know, but it wasn't I mediocre. Just, I just feel like I had a lot more in me. Like, mm-hmm. like I uh, I'd be behind the main group of fast guys at the beginning of the race and. I'd, I'd reel them in and catch them, but then, like, I would just get tired. <laughs> so, it's saying one thing that I'm definitely going to pull my socks up on my uh, my training, which uh, I'm going to do this off-season. So. Is it? But, yeah, I just thought I, my, my endurance was just a little bit off. I couldn't – the 450 was riding me more than I was riding it. Um, is it a disadvantage, and this is something that uh, 
some of the people around the USA team, not the riders, but some other people were talking talking to me about. Is it a disadvantage to have this race thirty days or so after the last national for for American based riders? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those guys are fresh off their last GP, and then uh, was the GP the weekend before, or like two weeks before? Two weeks before, yeah. There was one weekend yeah. off, yeah. but they're still pretty fresh off of it. They come back, they get settled, they ride for a week, and then they race. But we've been off for like five weeks. It's pretty hard to keep maintaining, mm-hmm. you know that. You know we've been maintaining our fitness and our in racing throughout the whole season, and then you got five weeks after it. It's kind of tough, but um, I, I honestly think that just you know being a GP rider is an advantage in itself. Mm-hmm. Riding that track before and kind of knowing what to expect and stuff, because that was a really gnarly, demanding track, and it was like just. It was tough. I was uh, probably one of the toughest tracks I've ever I've ever raced on. So I think if like I knew what I was going into and mm-hmm. can have a better idea of what to train on, I'd be a lot better off. But um, do you yeah, do you a, think that was a sand, was that a sand track? What was that? Uh, for me, it was a sand. It, 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 for me, it was a sand track, but it wasn't like crazy sand. Mm-hmm. But it was still pretty sandy. But it did have a hard base. Mm-hmm. But like we ran the like the scoop tire, Dun- yeah. the Dunlop scoop tire, because you know it's really important for to have a good start. And um, but then on the rest of the track, it would be good in some places, and then really really bad on other places. So it was like, yeah, kind of hit and miss. But it was uh, definitely sandier than any of our tracks we have, um, apart from Southwick. It's probably quite similar to Southwick. Yeah. The um, the guys, some of the guys on, on like around, not the game, not the riders, but some of the guys around Team USA were saying like they felt that the suspension setup, like the, you know, they they get there on Tuesday. Your tracks that you ride aren't really like the Latvian track. You get there on Tuesday, and then you sort of have one practice session to really start tuning your bike in. And they felt like they needed more time to get suspension right. Do you agree with that? I mean, do you think you uh, wish? You had yeah, more time? I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, I was struggling with suspension all weekend. Uh, you know, me and Bones were talking over and over on what I was trying to do. Like, it was just, it was handling one way, and then we would change it. And then I was like, no, we got to go back because <laughs> it's not what doing what I wanted to do. It was just, like, it was super rough. And I don't know, my, it was just tough to get a good set. And so kind of just had to deal with what we had. And, mm-hmm. um, that's another advantage of, like, yeah, living over there is that well, you know exactly what setting to use. You know. Yeah, I mean they've been racing that track for years, so they're like, "Hey, this is what works at Latvia for us." Whatever you know, that is. You know what I think yeah. should be fair? I think we should do a motocross. I mean, the Supercross to nations, and bring them over right after Vegas and mm-hmm. say, "Let's go race." Right. Yeah. Or or exactly. and they should do it that way, exactly. and then. Do their their motocross to nations after, and then combine the national like do a grand national champion points right. and put them together, supercross and well, motocross, um, because that's be the way we sweet. that's the way but we I race. I'd, I'd actually be kind of terrified to race some of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know that's what I mean. <laughs> I, uh, I was actually terrified to race some of the guys. Oh, uh, the Puerto Rican the on, th- on motocross, the third Puerto Rican. Dude, that guy's terrible. Oh, he was Is that guy so like a, that guy. I would say he couldn't even win the C class. I don't think so. Really? I, I didn't even see oh, him. Well, he, I probably did, but he I don't al- know who it was. Well, he almost took out a few guys, but maybe you weren't one of them. Yeah, he was sketchy. <laughs> you he, probably just seen a blur uh, when you went by. I'm one of those guys that got in my way on my, on my fast lap for qualifying. Well, yeah, then on Saturday, before they, before they even dropped all the countries, 
D- Dino and all these guys have to race everybody, and there are some bad guys on Saturday. Whew. What he? Yeah. But the, I, Puerto Rico made bad, it but... to the A main, right? Yeah, Puerto Rican made it to the A main. He, so he, he raced. I seen that dude out yeah, there. Like so... he got lapped like the third lap. Oh, he was bad. He was wearing fly gear though. When JT said it was perfect, perfect for modeling because he was going slow where everyone could see the fly gear. Of course, yeah, he did. everybody could see the fly logo. <laughs> right, right. I think the best part about the GPs is that like you don't really get to have your mechanic at the starting line, so. And how it works is, like, you know, it's like you get your gate pick and then you just roll into the starting gate. So yeah. before the race, I honestly packed, like, three gates because I didn't know what gate I was going to get. It's like it's like a workout in itself, just packing my gate. I had to pack three of them. And then, like, the, the guy that was in front, uh, he was turning in front of me and he picked this gate that I had right by the box. And, like, I put a lot of effort into the gate. And, like, he pretty much, this was on qualifying, and he pretty much wasn't going to be making, not, he wasn't going to be making the main. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, dude, what are you doing? I just packed that gate. Like, <laughs> yeah. I spent some time on that. And there's two gates over. Because usually everybody just lines up, you know, they get yeah. ding, 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 yep. ding. Yep. But this guy goes two over and leaves a two uh, re- uh, gate gap. Yeah. I'm like, move over. And the guy was actually nice enough to move over. Oh, we did. So I gave him some knuckles and I got my gate back. But oh, nice, nice. That's the weird part about the GPs is, like, you don't even know what gate you're getting. Like, well, it, it, that part's weird. Israel had number one or two, and they were they didn't even get, make the B main. The last two countries on Saturday, they, they say you can't even race the B main, the last two countries. And one of them was Israel. So, And they had a second yeah. gate pick by random draw. Wow. So they were going to the gate second. Like, here, check us out. We're going second. Dude, know? we're lucky they didn't pull out some missiles on our ass. <laughs> Just blow the track up. Oh blow the God. track up. Oh, man. Hey, Dino, hey, I thought you rode pretty good, Do you remember good, that guy that used to race Jeremy Israel? Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Israel. He's yeah. from, where was he from? He wrote for Blackfoot. Yeah, wrote for Blackfoot. Yeah, Port- we're, uh, was he Portuguese Argentine? No. No, he wasn't. He, he was, was Central America. I want to say Brazil, yeah. maybe? No, it wasn't Brazil. No. Argentina, no. no. Anyways, yeah. Jeremy Brazil, yeah. Jeremy Brazil? Jeremy Brazil. <laughs> Jeremy Israel. <laughs> Um, hey, Dino, you rode good, though, man. Don't be so hard on yourself. I mean, I watched what I saw on TV is you look comfortable, like, you at the speed that you were going. I mean, I didn't think that you were riding over your head, and it looks like you were in control yeah. pretty much. Did well, you have any scary to be moments? Honest, like, I just rode at a pace that I, could, I knew I could do the whole 35 minutes. Like, I had nothing outstandingly fast, but, like, it was just consistent, you know? And that's where I really have to um, – step up this offseason where I can ride at a pace a lot faster for that period of time. But that track was just so gnarly, and, like, we had that first race, and then we had 30 minutes, and then we had the next race, and the next race, my tongue was so wrapped up in the spokes, like, <laughs> I didn't even know how the rear wheel was so Were you, so what, speaking of next year, like, your training program, are you staying in California? Are you training with Rhino again? Are you going to Florida? What, uh, what are you doing? Chile. I don't know he was yet. from Chile. He was I'm, from Chile. I haven't, haven't figured it out yet. I haven't figured out what I'm doing yet. Okay. Yeah, and Steve wanted to know. He just just guessed it by, luckily, he's from Chile. No, a guy in the chat Jeremy room. Jeremy Israel. Oh, okay, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Chili spice on his pants. No, a guy in the chat I room. I think I'm going to hire Steve as a trainer. I'm in. Dude, I walked in. in. I seen the Scott Mountain bike downstairs. I could. There we go. Uh, so step one. We, step one. Well, I heard you're on Strava. Someone told me, you know Mathis is on Strava? <laughs> I am. I said, what, when he walks his dogs or something? That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I joined Strava. I walked the dogs, and I Strava'd it. And then someone told me, hey, jackass, they can see where you live. 
I was like, oh shit, I forgot about that. Oh, uh, my yeah, so I don't think someone could find you if they really wanted to, Steve. Yeah, I guess. No, yeah, Dino, I'm, I'm available. I need to quit this media stuff and, like, just, just, I know what to do, but I can't do it necessarily. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing that's good is, like, we can do a deal where, you know, I don't have to pay you to be at the races because you're going to be at the races already. Yeah, you know, so yeah. And you can just help me out. No, so I can mix you, mix your drinks with the best of them, bro. For sure. Yeah, um, shake those protein shakes. Is is the news coming out tomorrow? When's it coming out? Yeah, pretty, pretty sure it's coming out tomorrow. Okay, yeah, because I know Brighton's news is coming out tomorrow. There's another news dropping tomorrow. So, um, yeah, our... October October first is a big day. Yeah, yeah, very big day, very big day. Well, I look forward to seeing yeah. you on the new ride. That should hey, be you awesome. know what it's like? It's like a national signing day for the for the colleges where they put their hats on. We, me and Dean don't know what you're talking about. Okay, that's right. Mm. I think it'd be cool that like. If they told everybody, if everybody knew how much everybody was standing for, like they're doing football and stuff. Right? Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would never happen, though, but it would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, it would never happen, but it would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. If they'd say, hey, Dean Wilson signed a two year, $1.2 million or whatever deal. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. Oh, stop it. You got to be right around there, I'm sure. Two years at, at that price. Um, and, and can you tell us what kind of gear you're wearing or anything, or should we all wait? Let's just make it a surprise. Okay, all right, we can do that for sure. Um, the the real bummer thing. Oh, the Emmy Monster Energy Cup. Where I talked to you a little bit at those nations. You probably yes, but not a hundred percent, right? In for Monster Cup. Yeah, most yeah, most likely yes. Like they, I was uh, kind of like maybe we're going to do the Red Bull Street Rhythm, but I, I don't think I'll be doing that. Like I might do it depending yeah. on how I feel on the new bike, but um, I mean it's. There's no point if I don't feel good. Well, so. do you know who the alternate for that is, right? If you don't ma- if you don't race it, Grant Langston. Nope, Johnny O'Mara. <laughs> well, they got they got Langston. Oh, I so. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rocket Rex Staten is his third alternate. So, um, so hey, are you going to go out there still, Dino? Even if you don't ride, to check it out. Yeah, I think I'll probably show up and, and check out see, cool. see what it's all about. No, uh, no dirt shark videos for Dino next year. That's probably a good idea. It's very sad. Why? What happened? Yeah. Oh, because he's Red Bull. I, I don't know what he... I, I oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. We don't know, but we're just... <laughs> we don't know. Right. We're just saying. Well, hey, that's cool. It's more time. Halloween season is coming up, and we're going pumpkin shopping. <laughs> <laughs> good call. Hey, and you know what the good thing is? That just that just gives Josh Elmore Dirt Shark video time. Oh, there we go. Um, hey, right. Tommy Boy on the MX2 bike. Rode well. Yeah. I was really happy with Tommy. Yeah. He, uh I was a little bit scared after his qualifying performance. I know, um, right? What happened? He like he was in third, and then like he faded back to like eighth, and then like a few guys crashed, and then he ended up fifth. And I was like, oh man! Mm-hmm. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, he he just pulled it together for the race. So what team is he riding for next year? See KTM. Yeah, KTM. Right? Yeah, Dino. Yeah, yeah Tommy. Tom, yeah, yeah, I'm hearing that too. And then uh, Tixie, the turnup champion, is going to CLS Cali in Tommy's old spot. So they're just gonna and well, Tixie is on the on the MX2 team, which is different from Caroli's team. Oh, it is? Caroli's team runs the MX1. So, so Tommy CLS got a nice number one plate, just like RCH I know. is getting. I, yeah, exactly like RCH. I just bought the plate. Uh, exactly what RCH did. It. Buying the plate, Dino. That's what they did. Yeah. He's just he's so mad right now, Dean. He's not saying anything. He's just... Well, let's just put it this way: <laughs> for Halloween, we are going to go pumpkin shopping. <laughs> <laughs> You'll take the biggest uh, pumpkin farmer, the, the farmer that has the biggest pumpkin. You're going to take him. Come on, Dino. <laughs> oh man, 
Hey, um, okay, I'm going to let what? the cat out of the bag right now. Okay, all right. Dino is wearing, I know what Gary's wearing, and I'm sorry, since you worked me, I'm going to work you. Do you know uh, the answer? Yeah. Do you know the answer? He's wearing a service. <laughs> Jeremy's? <laughs> With a Biafi helmet. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm wearing SMP. <laughs> yeah, SMP baggies. <laughs> Watson probably has some. No, I'm actually wearing the, the uh, zebra LBB baggies. The zebra print. <laughs> what about what about glitter? Do you want some gear, O'Neal gear with glitter? Because Watson probably Dude, has I some. Dude, I can make it for you. Very easy. I don't know if you remember yeah. the Motor Triple X days. I want an all gold bike like Deegan had back in the day. <laughs> we can get it done. It might weigh about 30 pounds more than you need, but it'll have a lot of glue and a lot of epoxy. And a lot of glitter. <laughs> did you did you watch those videos, Dino, growing up, those Triple X videos, and see Watson on the quad naked? Hey, the the best part about the deal is when we did that glitter bike, I remember Deegan when he pulled off, because he had glitter on his helmet. I took glitter and put Elmer's glue all over the helmet and just threw glitter on it and let it dry. And I remember when he pulled his goggles off after the moto, he had glitter all over his eyes and all over his face. And he was like, flush my eyes, flush my eyes. I go, you got dirt in there? He goes, no, I got effing glitter in my eyes. <laughs> That's such a hack job. No, dude, but he, was, he, had, he had the little gleam in his eye for sure that night. Wow. Hey, but we're still talking about it, aren't we? Right, exactly. See, good point. See, good job. Um, well. Yep. And when I interviewed Deegan for that Triple X story, he told me, I was beating Ron Cotta with a glitter bike. <laughs> so, like, he was pretty yeah, stoked. I too. was beating Ron Cotta with a glitter bike in about another 45 cc's. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> good, good point, Watson. We had to because uh, the thing weighed so much from all the crap on it. Big Boar Brian. Big Boar. Hey, easy. That's Barry. <laughs> Sorry, that was Barry. I know. Barry. Big Boar Barry. Uh, yeah, Dean, it uh, should be exciting times for sure for you. And uh, I know we talked a little bit about this after the race, but... Uh, you're saying goodbye to Pro Circuit after many years, a national title, tons of Supercross wins. Uh, just talk a little bit about leaving Mitch's nest, if you can, and, and everything that, that, that's gone on. I mean, it definitely, he's helped you a lot. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a kind of sad moment, but uh, no, it's, I've really, really enjoyed my time at Pro Circuit, and uh, Mitch has been nothing but awesome for me, as well as Bones and Ollie, my mechanic, and Jan that helped me out on the weekend, and Aaron and just everybody that's there, um, they just—it's just been really awesome, and I have a—I still have a great relationship with Mitch. So I'm just happy I'm leaving on good terms, and mm-hmm. everything's all good. And um, yeah, I just—I uh, wouldn't be where I'm where I am without him. So I'm uh, just really grateful for the opportunity I got, and uh, pretty much now it's just a fresh start for me, and uh, I'm on to the big boy class. Kenny, I uh, I said to Bones, what are you doing here? Like, I mean, I knew Dean was there, but, like, you know, it's not a full pro circuit effort or whatever, you know? I said, what are you doing here, Bones? He's like, I know, I know. It's like, what am I? He goes, if it was anybody else but that kid, and he pointed at Dean, who was yelling at Andy at the time, I think. He said, if it was anybody but that kid, I wouldn't be here. But it's his last race for us, and, and I'm, I came all this way just for him. That's cool. I thought Bones, it was cool yeah. for Bones to say Bones that. Bones is solid. Yeah. Yeah, Bones is awesome. He's, he's – uh... We've, uh, he says, uh, my last race, my last race, uh, before, like, at the Nations, he says he's getting a little, a little, almost a little bit teary eyed because he just, he really enjoys me being on the team. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Did he go like so. this when you got off your bike? <clears throat> I'm really proud of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. He went. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Good job. High Good five. job. <laughs> Knowing Bones, he's like, uh, great job. Hey, do you want to test later tonight? Let's grab your bike. Let's test tonight. 
I got a few yeah, more settings uh, I got to work on. Well, I got I got a few things I've been working on. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, Dean, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Sorry to wake you from your nap. Uh, good ride this weekend. Can't wait to see you on the new bike. And again, thank you for coming on tonight. No problem. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. All, All right, right, Dino. Good luck. Man. See you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. The great Dean Wilson, everybody. The uh, great Dino. 3-5 for second overall in the MX3 class this weekend. Nothing to shake a stick at, huh? Nothing to shake a stick at? Nothing to shake a stick at. You can't take the heat. Get out of the bathroom. Fuck, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the bathroom gets pretty hot in there sometimes. Um, hey, everybody. Uh, let's uh, let's take our first commercial break of the night, and um, we will... Uh, Wait, hold on. What? Lips? Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll tweet this stuff. We'll tweet it. We'll tweet it. Lips, Kenny already did it. We are going to take a photo of it and uh, and send it to you, uh, Lips. And, and I will send it to you, Lips. Lips, Who's, sorry for the delay. Why am I on the hook, hook, hook for the shipping? Because I am over it. I'll, I'll pay for the shipping. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to do this show tonight. You are going to pay me to come in here, but I'm going to donate my time, and my money is going to go to Lips' shift. Uh, shipping. Okay. All right. Fantastic, everybody. We're taking our first commercial break of the night. We'll come back with Eli Tomac, Kenny Watson, and many more. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserved nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority, and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, 
Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility. Or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement. Or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length. Or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes, including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. 
2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulbamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got out of your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California. The nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. 
Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Presented by BTOSports.com. Hi, Kenny. You put the wrong headset on. That one's on. Talk now. What are you doing? Yo! Did he sit on it? Did he sit on the wrong one? You sat on my $300 headset? I'm rich. I work for Carrie Hart. I'll buy you a new one. Sorry, bud. What's wrong with you? Ah, been a while, dude. I'm, just, I'm, out of, I'm out of touch. What's up? Ow! 
Dean Wilson, Ryan Gold, thanks for coming on. We got uh, Eli Tomac coming up. Lots more talk with Kenny Watson. Lots. Uh, before we get to Eli, what are your thoughts on this straight rhythm, Red Bull straight rhythm happening this weekend in uh, Pomona? I think it's going to be kind of different. I think change is cool. Um, you got to give it to Red Bull for sure. Um, I know Hammer's been really working hard on this, and Bernard and a bunch of guys. Um, how, I think I think anything that Red Bull does is a uh, success. So uh, I uh, I think it's going to be different. I think it's going to be cool. Um, I hope a lot of people come out and check it out. Um, you know, it's it's different. You know, times have changed, and I think there are. Uh, do you do you think there's a future for this kind of thing? Do uh, think- I do, I do, and the reason why is the where they can take it. They can take it to. You know, like Pomona to the Speedway. Just think, um, you know, to the drag strip. How many places you can take, you know. Like downtown street, right? Yeah. Like if, you, really? if you have a long enough street, um, you know, they're taking it to Pomona and they're putting it right in front of the grandstands. And you got a quarter mile of drag strip where people are going to be sitting right there, right in the mix. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's going to be very cool. I think it's going to be very cool, very different. And uh I'm always a fan of head-to-head racing. So, on a scale of one to a hundred, how bad do you think they wanted your new guy there? A hundred? Uh, well, Brock's still coming back from injury. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of that, um, you got him a bike. I saw he's back on the bike. He's been riding a little bit. Brock is still under contract for about. Uh, yeah. Well, this I would what, say okay. what another five hours. But so, do you take the bike back? How does that work? Um. I'm sure, there's some, point, insurance, I'm sure there's some insurance. Yeah, there's, there's some liability. Um, right. I so, think you know if if when the time comes, we will discuss that, and if he, we do help him. But I know. Brock, I mean, it would suck, but you have I, to do I it. I know, you know if if things don't work out. I know I've talked to Brock. I know he has some other things worked out, um, just in case it doesn't. Um, it's a decent ride, and I think he will be happy to still be racing. Um, and it's not from any reason, but we just couldn't afford to take him racing. So where are we at on a second guy? Uh, we, we don't know yet. We're still Give me some to, odds. I don't have any odds for you. Give me odds. Give me what I, you think. I can't tell you. I mean, we have a lot of stuff that we're working on. You can't on. go racing with one guy. You can't. Yeah, well, I love when people say we can't because people told us we can't seven years ago. I, we can't, we couldn't, we won't, and you guys are going to be gone. Injuries and, are Injuries are too prevalent, man. Hey, if that's the case, there's a lot of guys that are going to need a ride if our guys get injured. If you hire a second rider, whatever those odds are, would it only be Brock Tickle? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I would think that if... I mean, would he have an inside spot? He would have an inside track, I, I, I would think it's a good fit. Yeah. I mean, I think our team thinks that um, just because he knows the program. He's comfortable with the bike. He's comfortable with the personnel. And he's low maintenance. He's a good guy. Um, he works really, really well with, you know, our test rider, Ivan Tedesco. And uh, I think if that was the case, that would probably be the guy that fell into that spot. But... You know, nothing's done. We don't want to hold him back. We can't, yeah. you know, tell him anything, and we're not, well, you know, leading him on. I think you guys have been pretty good with that in the past because you've been on the verge. You could have signed a few big names, but your deals weren't done. A lot of people in the industry would say, "I'll I'll sign this," even though, like, because they don't want to let. But in the you've been like, we can't commit. Yeah. See you later. I think so. There's something that RCH and before that Hart and Huntington. Hart Huntington is something that we've always tried to to have was integrity. And you know, oh, I thought uh, you were going to say smoke machines. 
No, we had those two. But integrity <laughs> is very important in this game, um, and you're only good as, you know, what you can right. bring to the table. And we never, ever wanted to lead someone on and not deliver. Um, our deal is always under-promise and over-deliver. Would you, if you had one guy and he had an injury, would Ivan go on the bike? No. Okay. We'd get another, we'd probably get a fill yeah. rider. Okay. We'd I'm, have to I'm, get glad, I'm glad you didn't say he would. No, Ivan's done. Ivan, Ivan had opportunities to go overseas and race. He could have rode straight rhythm. He could have done a lot of things. And go. Ivan Tedesco is retired. He let He's it, not one of those guys that's going to come back. You know, after Bud's Creek, where his heart rate went to about 215. Um, and that's really di- what did it, huh? Yeah. Like, I mean, dude, he's 32. He was 32 years old at the time. Racing a lap without a helmet because he was so out of it is yeah. probably what and was he's a good in, he's in really good shape. And for him to say, I, I train hard, I work hard, mm-hmm. and for my heart rate to get that high and for me to lose you know, everything, lose my marbles, yeah. and the risk for reward is not worth it. Right right. And he's you know, made a – he had a 14-year professional career. Oh, yeah. So he made had, a lot of money. He made a lot of money too. He, and he has you know? nothing to be ashamed of. He's had a great career. Of course not. Three donations – Right? Yeah. Three championships. Uh, you know, he's done a lot in his career that a lot of people haven't. So uh, I think that he's he's pretty good. He'll he'll be fine. Yeah. No, it, it says something for sure. Um, and he's going to be testing with you guys. So he'll be helping out that. That's a full-time deal or whatever, full-time yeah, paid, he's been, paid position. He's been he's been working for the last couple months. We've been yeah, grinding no, I've, and I've testing seen, I and I follow working. him on social media. So. And you know what? He's And it, it surprises all of us. He's riding better than he has probably in years. And he's comfortable, and he's having a good time, and his feedback is spot on. He was not having a good time to come on the Pulp Show to talk about how he retired, though. No, he, but he had, fun, he had time for the other show. Uh, that's, that's, you got to talk to him about that. But These colors don't run, Steve Mathis. I'm in studio where I could have been at the hotel. Matter of fact, I took my girlfriend from the Hard Rock mm-hmm. that I spent the day. We had an awesome day. Yep. Went, had a bitchin' lunch date. Took her from lunch back to the Hard Rock, parked our semi, took her to the airport, dropped her off, and drove from the airport to here. And now I'm here with you where I could have went back to the Hard Rock, hung out, right. got myself into trouble, yeah. but I am here grounded because I'm a good dude and this is where I need to be. You see that, Devin? You see that? It's a true man. Heart of gold. Yeah. Take um, notes, kids. Take notes. Uh, okay. All right. Hey, speaking of taking notes, let's get to our next guest. Uh, he is on the show tonight. Courtesy of Vortex Racing. Vortex Racing, the official. He doesn't use Vortex, though. He doesn't, but Vortex helps us, so we just give All him right. a guess. Sorry, bro. Don't don't put words into his mouth. I'm not saying he uses them. If he were, he'd be faster. I'm just saying that. Oh, really? VortexRacing.com. Eli Tomac, what's up? <laughs> you know, I was trying to help. Uh, hanging I was, out on the couch. I was trying to help you. I was trying out, to, but other than that, it's all good. I was trying to help you, Eli. I was, didn't want to promote. I never said Tomac ran Vortex. I just no, said hey. He, his... We used to run those on 250s, I think. See? I'm just saying he could go faster if he ran but Vortex. I'm That's not it. on a 250 anymore, so I probably don't run those. Hey, we just got off the phone with Dino, and he'd been sleeping until we called him. The jet lag had hit him. So Yeah, I, it, it like just hit me. I, haven't, <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I haven't been sleeping, but I'm right. getting tired. Yeah, yeah, really. Well, hey, thanks for, thanks for coming on. Hang in there. It won't take too long. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm hanging in. <laughs> right. 702-586-7857. If you have a question for Eli Tomac of Geico Honda, fresh off the motocross donations. Um, hey, I talked to you uh, after the race. And I saw you in the airport on Monday morning. Are you still pissed off? Uh, yeah, it's, well, I'm not, I'd say the blood pressure is down <laughs> now, but, yeah. um, I don't know. It's just like, 
just like, man, like you, you always like go through your head on what, what you maybe could have done instead of, of what you did and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And, you know, and why we didn't, you know, do better and that stuff. So it's a little bit frustrating for sure. Your second moto though. That was awesome. That was epic. Epic. Uh, yeah. Going a couple uh, seconds yeah. faster than the leader and uh, basically from about 25th or so to third and maybe second or first if you hadn't stalled. Yeah. I mean, it was literally dead last. I mean, well, besides Chad, that was laying on the ground on the start <laughs> behind us. But, right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, seriously, all I did was change my fork to a fork that we were running in the Nationals. And, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was night and day. I should have – I'm beating myself over the head for not trying that thing earlier because um, I was struggling with getting tight a little bit in practice mm-hmm. too and and even the first moments I was like man maybe I'm just getting kind of nervous because I'm in the nations and all this stuff but right. uh, I don't know I just I should have listened to myself more and, and yeah it was night and day and that, that was the difference for me right that's the difference between riding it like 90% kind of kind of tight and then, and then be able to just to fully let go you know when you're comfortable on your motorcycle so um that's what happened there. I uh, I prepped some X-Baron goggles for a couple of riders, and I gave them two goggles for Saturday morning because I could have sworn at some races there was two practices on Saturday morning. So the first time you hit the track, you only got one practice. And, I mean, I, not the, no USA guys were making excuses or anything, but I, a couple of guys I talked to on the team, on the support staff, were like, man, we just didn't have a lot of practice to dial in our bike. You know? Yeah, I mean – I mean, no one's going to be way off, I guess, because it wasn't like Lomo Sandy, but, right. um, you know, and then I, I got to ride Thursday too, and then the track I rode Thursday was kind of wet and sketchy, so I really couldn't tell anything mm-hmm. about my bike and how it felt, so um, I don't know. I'm not going to blame any of that. Yeah. I'm more yeah. more so blaming myself, not really like listening to the signs of getting tight in the first practice, you know, so yeah. I should have made the change earlier. Yeah. And is that the, does your track at home? Is it kind of your motocross track? Is it does it have some similarities to to that track? Just the way the sand and the kind of the rollers. Yeah. Yep. It's almost identical to like some of those berms because I actually I probably actually build too many berms with my dozer, but I build those big sandy <laughs> berms. So I just practice hitting those things going mock. You know, Mach yeah. 10 all day. A um, lot of people don't remember. There's a video that uh, of you maybe when you're a couple years ago on a 250, riding at your sand yep. track, and that's yep. when I was watching the race. I was like, man, that just that reminded me of that video, yeah. like just how you were just carving those things outside, cutting in. It was, it was, dude. I thought I was like pump watching you ride. I was like, man, this kid's doing it. Yeah. Like I thought you were yeah. going. I thought you were going to go all the way to the front, and then they said, oh, he stalled. I was like, oh man, what happened there? Did you just were you just tight and just stalled it in the corner well, trying too hard? Or? Well, yeah, there was like a little tabletop and then uh, a couple bumps going into into the rut or whatever. And I, I have no idea what I did. I must have stomped on my brake on accident. And then I, you know, because it's sandy, your bike, you know, your tire is yeah. going to slide, you know, and not like get yeah. traction. So it wouldn't bump start. Like I, I tried to like sit down on the seat like three times. It just wouldn't go, mm-hmm. you know, um, so yeah, and then I I sit there, put it in neutral, and start it and go again. Yeah, so that that was a bummer for sure. You were riding, and I, I mentioned this to you after the after the race when I interviewed you. You look like you were pissed off, like you're you're, you're you were like sort of herky jerky in your moments, uh, in your in your movements, like leg out, elbow out, and like slamming guys, like get out of the way. Like you were really <laughs> ma- you were really mad, and it and it showed. <laughs> yeah, I I was just because of how I felt my effort was in the first first moto you know 
mm-hmm. and like the situation we were in, I was like, man, we can't just, you know, go home looking like a bunch of sissy boys, you know, like, right, right. I, I, I was pissed at that point and I was comfortable. So yeah, I guess that's it, what it showed. <laughs> it was go time. There was... How about to pass on, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eloch? What, uh, Nam- to- Eloch. What's that guy's name? Leoch. Leoch. Do you remember the pass on that guy? Like, probably like for fourth or fifth? Yeah, I would have been right there. Oh, man. You put a good move on him. You said, get out of my way. Was that the guy? It was on TV. Was it on the right corner where he just hit him out of the berm? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know. Was that Leoch? Yeah, that's when I dove inside. Number 85? Was he like 85? No, that wasn't Leoch, I don't think. But there was a dude. He was a Russian dude. He was up there. He was like fourth or fifth. Leoch's from Estonia. Okay, same. It was Tonkov. Okay. On the Husky. Yeah, it was that guy because that's the okay. guy I couldn't pass in the first moto. Right? Yeah, 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 you got up to him. Well, you got you got passed on that moto. Yeah, <laughs> that was we were standing right there, and we were like, "Oh shit, get out of!" And that was we were saying we were riding angry. You were like, "Get out of the way!" Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a chance to watch that on TV yet? The race? You know, I I actually I haven't even at home. I mean, I I found a little like five minute like Tomac battle video like on Vital when I was in the airport, but. No, that's all I've seen so far. Yeah, we'll watch the second moto. The first one's pretty piss you off. <laughs> piss well, me yeah, off. Yeah, I'm not even going to watch the first <laughs> I mean, I love Fast Freddie Norn, but, you know, he never saw Eli this year at the Nationals. I mean, no. Freddie had a great season, but he never saw Eli. Yeah, he and, did. Oh, at the starting gate? Yeah, when, yeah. He walked, when he walked by his truck. Right. And so you got up to him, and it was like, he Norn's giving it to him. He can't get by him. Yeah. So I, I know. You know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, is this guy really going this much faster over here in Europe, or am I just <laughs> right? Or, or what's going on? Right, what's but happening? I, I don't know. All those guys were going fast, and mm-hmm. and I guess we do need to have more respect for for the Euros. I mean, they're I would say they're pretty much on our level now. Yeah, um, I think so too. I think that yeah, they are on our level. I should say actually, because well, they beat us. Well, yeah. Here's the thing, though. I mean, no excuses, and you're not going to make them. But I, I'm I'm writing this in my column. You go to a track that they race on that they have a setup on. You get 20 minutes to dial in your setup. They all have their notes from riding that track. You're dealing with jet lag. Do they have you know, a GP there this year? Not this year, but all, every other year. Okay. So, I mean, again, I'm not making any excuses. You're absolutely right. The Euros have caught up. But you take a motocross the nations in America when it's coming in 2017, and the Americans will, I believe, whip, whip the field. Because it's just different. It's just different. Yeah, I mean, they're comfortable. I mean, like, I don't know, someone else said the other day, I mean, those guys, they they just raced a couple of weeks ago, and they're basically just racing themselves again. Yeah. And they just, we just basically add three Americans, you know. In the and group, Canadians, so. and Canadians. I would say, well, yeah, and the Canadians. Thank um, you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I would say, like, they, I don't know, they're, they, they're feeling a lot more at home than we are, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. So. No, absolutely. Yep. Um, hey, let's take a call here from Sean. Sean, welcome to the show. What's your question for Eli Tomac? Hey, what's up, guys? What's happening? Hey. How are you? Hey, I was going to ask Eli if he had to think about the races. Like, what's one significant difference you found about racing like a GP track such as that one compared to a normal uh, American National race? I would say the biggest difference for us is well, you get a practice on the Saturday before the race, and then and then they don't groom the track. I mean, they'll groom. Like the, the some of the ramp faces, if there's any sketchy kickers or ruts, um, but they leave the rest of it, so it gets it gets rougher and just kind of nastier than I, I would say the average national. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. that and the, the starting gate's different too. They have a lot more room behind the gate itself, so 
there was guys building ramps that were like two feet tall <laughs> and then just rolling it and then just I don't know I was getting killed on the starts because of that so um yeah track prep and and the gates or are, are what different or is what that's what's different over there so yeah, the uh, uh, yeah. you said that there was a lot of room behind the gate, and guys were just sort of ramping it up and getting a run at the gate, huh? Yeah, yep. That's such an amateur move over here. It's it so- is so amateur. <laughs> I just, I'm surprised they have that that bar so far back. I mean, right. I was, I don't know, and, and it was sandy, so then that's why I was just getting extra work because I, I was sitting there like a normal American start. Yeah, and these guys are rolling it with the sand, like so. That's. One thing I'll put in the notebook, you know, for when I go back over there sometime. Yeah. For sure. Um, thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, that was a pretty unbelievable ride you had there, Moto3. Eli, just wanted to commend you on that. Thanks, thanks Sean. Thanks. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah, it was it was, it was was pretty impressive, I got to say. It definitely, it was exciting. And um, so, and we talked a little bit in the airport. Uh, your dad was telling me he, he had a few words for you about your line choice in Moto2, in your first Moto. <laughs> He did. Yeah. And, uh, and Jason like Thomas. Of, like, yeah. one of them was, like, the outside before the finish line. Yeah. He was like, why are you going out there? But then I, like, I like backfired back. I was like, dude, I made two passes there. Yeah. So, but, I mean, there there were some outsides that weren't working when I wasn't able to, to hold it wide open. And, and yeah, I mean, he, he, he tells me lines, and I always try to argue with him. And typical. Probably right, right, but well, anyway. Well, look, we, Jason Thomas <laughs> and I were timing that one. It was, like, four-tenths. And and we were like going, what are you doing? It's four tenths. You were going way out there, but <laughs> but then again, hey, but then in the, in your third moto, the inside got jacked up, and guys were still yep. trying to go there, and it was jacked up, and you you kept stick to the outside, and it was faster. So there you go, yep. right? Yep. <laughs> uh, here's a question from Greg. Greg, thanks for uh, calling the show. What's your question for uh, Geico Honda's Eli Tomac? Uh, thanks, Steve. Uh, it was good to be on. Uh, Eli, thank you for the entertainment on the weekend. It was a bright spot and, a, frankly, a, a frustrating day for a lot of North Americaners to watch. So thanks, thank you for that. Um, I know you're young in your U.S. career, uh, especially in the 450s, obviously, but having been to a couple of the nations and been overseas a few times, do you foresee yourself ever going over there to compete in the GPs at um, you know, I actually, I don't know. I would almost do what RV is doing right now. Um, the end of the year, your last year or whatever. End of the kind of closing the book deal. Just cause I, I really enjoy like the, like the track we rode this weekend. I really enjoyed kind of dirt like that and sand like that. So mm-hmm. that's one thing that's kind of missing in America is it's kind of a sand, you know, track like that. And, uh, I don't know. I, I, I would actually do it because I'm starting to enjoy Europe more and more. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't do it and plan to go over there for five years or anything, but I think to, to do it once would be really cool. And we're good in the twilight, too, so we'll all enjoy watching that if and when the time comes. Thanks, man. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Eli Tomax on the show brought to you by Vortex Racing, V3 motocross handlebar, 29% strong in the competition. Hey, thousand, Eli, I got a question. thousand different gear you. choices. I got a question. Vortex Racing. Screw your sponsors. Vortex okay. Race. Thank you, Vortex, for coming on. I got a question for you. This is just me. This is just me the way I am. Are you going to give him an RCH ride right now? Are you going to offer him an RCH ride? No. He has a deal. Okay. I'm just asking. Uh, And this is no disrespect to Jeremy Martin. I think he did a great job. I like the way he manned up. But there's one thing he did bother me. He did that bothered me. And did you guys notice this? Or 
It might just be in a freak. But you're I noticed really gonna on, bring, You're really going to bring this up? Yeah, I'm going to. On the air. On the air. Okay. All right. Did you guys notice, like, when you guys did your press conference, everyone's flying the colors and he's wearing a team hat with a sponsor on it? Oh, well. Is that a touchy subject? I, is it a touchy I, subject? We could kill it right now if it is. <laughs> I don't want to get you I, I in trouble. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if I can really comment on All that. Right, let I it mean, go. I, let I, it go. Let I really go. think, I, honestly, I, I think everyone should be in U.S. I don't know. There yeah. you go. There you go. That's all you got to yeah. say. This That's is, what I said. This has like, been bugging Watson for 24 oh, hours. It's been eating, no, 24 hours. It's bug, been bugging me since I've been seeing it. I'm sitting in front of my TV with all my American stuff on going, yeah. And then this guy is there racing, representing our country. Oh, and he's wearing, I, and I like Jeremy Martin. I think he's a good kid. I like him. No, but I'm saying, if you go to the Olympics... And you're standing there representing your country. Right. You're not wearing, you know, you know, a, Nike a, a Pepsi hat. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm just no, like. It, it, that, that completely makes sense. And, and he's probably young enough that he just has no idea. But it, that, that would make sense for sure. He do, should, you th- yeah. do you think he got driven yeah. from his team to wear it? Or? Eli doesn't know. Don't put him in that corner. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Eli. I'm sorry for putting you in that position. <laughs> you're 100% right. I apologize. That's, um, that's not my place. Uh, but, hey. I, I'm an American, and I'm a proud American, and I th- I respect what you've done, and thank you for your effort this weekend. <laughs> well said, Kenny. <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. Canada made the A-Main, and they did great. Thank you, Kenny, for a nom- Hey, and that was my that. second team. I, I told you. I, I was know. looking to, just to see. I was thinking about you, bud. Do you have any reactions with any Canadians, Tomac, this weekend? Did you have any? any were, they, were they on the uh, – did, did you even notice? No, I got, okay. I got close to – to banging bars or, or stuff in one. I don't oh, know who yeah. it was. Medaglia. No, Medaglia. Yeah, you scared, yeah, you scared yeah, him. We both bombed it into like yep. this rut, and I, I, we played like chicken, and then he turned out right at the last second. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. And then he like bombed <laughs> out of the rut. So um, that was hey, my closest uh, encounter with the Canadian. Uh, let's get to Damon here before we let you go. Eli Tomac brought to you by Vortex Racing. Damon, what's up? You got a question for Eli Tomac? Yeah, I just wanted to know if you were going to come race a works race again. Again? You did one? I didn't know you ever did one. Yeah, yeah I, did I raced uh, Lake Havasu and oh. Speed World. Oh, shit. I did not know that. Okay. Did you take the victory? Well, to be honest, I, I don't know. Um, it would have to be, man, I don't know. It would have to be before an outdoor season or, or I don't know. It's, it probably wouldn't be so likely. I mean, I really enjoy them, but I think they changed the program to two one-hour motos now also. So Yeah. All right. Th- um, thanks, Damon. Yeah. Taylor anyway, Robert anyway. needs some competition. Yeah. What's that? Taylor Robert needs some competition. Hey, you tell Taylor Robert <laughs> to get ready for the number three. Tell Stop, Taylor Robert coming. to go right out there motocross and we'll have a lot of competition. How about <laughs> that? Three, three, yeah, there we go. Three. Thanks, Damon. Uh, hey, um, uh, Bercy's coming up. Um, uh, it should be interesting. It's a brand new venue. It's a bigger stadium. It's it's north of uh, Paris. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um yeah, so I'm doing Bercy. I think we're trying to work out the Italian race, mm-hmm. uh, Genoa. Genoa. I yep. think it is. Yep. So those are those would be the two. I'm well, Bercy. I'm doing for sure, and then yep. the Genoa is still kind of. Um, Bercy's going to be good. Not totally sure yet, but you and Bam yeah, I'm Bam. Excited for that. You, yeah. Bam Bam, and and yeah. uh, and, to- and uh, Brayton. I think I That's think be uh, exciting because I don't Ber- think he's going to have a problem getting over to Genoa after after his, yeah. his uh, showing at the Nations. I think wow. they're gonna, I think the Euros are going to want him over there. It's just about money. Well, of that's, course that's it is. I think is. they need to pay him. I do, too. I think they need to pay him whatever he wants he should get to go over there. Because <laughs> okay. it's not – It's 
hey, you want the best, you got to pay for the best. You want a bridge line, you got to pay for a ridge line. Exactly. Well said, Ken. Right? Well <laughs> if you said. want a Dodge Ram, you pay for a Dodge no, Ram. No, ridge line, bro. <laughs> That's um, it. If you want chop liver, you get chop liver. You could pay for Eli Tomac or you could pay for Chris Bloss. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, uh, if you want a basset hound, you pay for a basset hound. Yeah, hey, there's downstairs. like eight of them around here. They're yeah. free. Yeah, do you want one? I'll send you one. Um, <laughs> hey, and Monster Energy Cup, you're, you're in for that coming up? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Yep, in for Monster Energy Cup. Um, probably actually going to start some supercross riding in next couple of days. So, yeah. What's, uh, what, you're not doing it, but what are your thoughts on this straight rhythm thing? What do you, what do you think about that, the concept? Uh, I think the concept's actually pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I think it would be cool to see something different like that kind of take off. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I don't think it's really – or it wouldn't hurt the sport at all. I think it's it's all good stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Maybe eventually I would, I would do it one year for sure. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I think, think it kind of neat. If I told uh, I told Hammer, Jeremy Mallett, Malott, he asked me, uh, do you think it will work? And I said, if you pay, it will work. Like if you if they start paying some purse, you'll get some great guys. How and, much is it to win? Uh, it's a hundred grand purse, so it's like like twenty grand or something. Twenty or thirty grand to win. Yeah, you know something like that. Yeah. So I, I'm just I can't wait to see Pastrana on a five hundred two stroke. Like, That's what I'm saying. Oh. I'm almost be more excited just to watch that. I hope it doesn't go into the stands, <laughs> dude. He's saying <laughs> the bike. He, he I heard him in an interview and he said. Can you cross over on the guy? Like, once I get the start, he goes, I just want to move over. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like, I don't know if they're going to have, like, tough blocks. I would think so, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like, he's just, he's in his interview, he said that bike works better than a 450. He has oh, way more geez. torque. And I'm like, this guy's drinking cool <laughs> for sure. We almost had him on the show tonight, but it was too late for him to come on. He said, but. he goes, hey, you don't have to turn. All you got to do is go straight. How hard could it be? <laughs> And then they were asking, well, maybe yeah. you should get Ivan Tedesco to ride next to you like you're going through the whoops at Daytona that year. Yeah. Oh, man. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, hey, Eli, thanks for coming on tonight, man. I appreciate it. Um, great ride in the uh, in the one moto at the Motocross of Nations. And, and I know that you take this stuff personally. And I, if you get another chance to go ride for America, you'll be there and, and trying to get revenge because, uh, yeah, it's two years in a row for you now. So, But, I mean, hey, like you said, those guys are fast. So. They they're fast and yeah they're they're fast and they they need all the respect that uh, we can give them so yeah yeah, yeah although, no more messing around for us although you were two seconds faster than those damn euros in the third moto just want to point that out just yeah want to point just, that out. I got euroed on the start and all that yeah, stuff, yeah. I can <laughs> sit here and make excuses but whatever right uh, you right. did good man you made you made I mean yeah. I was proud that you were on our team so yeah, there, there I was, thought you did fine bud there was Don't a lot be so hard of, there was a yourself. lot of heart left on out there for sure so. I mean, dude, it's yeah, a te- it's a, yeah. this is the first, like, the only race that you could say a team, and I think you did your job hands down. So, and Jeremy Martin, if you're listening, put your USA hat on. Kenny's upset. No, I'm not. I just don't <laughs> think it's right, but just like I said, I give the kid kudos for sitting up What if you put it riding. on sideways like you wear your hats? I don't care. Is that okay? Yeah, as long as he had USA on the front of it <laughs> okay. or on the side of it. Okay. Yeah, all right. Just checking. Thanks, Tomac. Thank you. Uh, all right, guys. All right. Later. See okay, we'll see you. Bye. Eli Tomac, everybody. Why are you trying to clown me? I'm not trying to clown you. You I, are. I can't believe you brought that up on the air. Why? Because it's going to get back to him, and people are going to... Big deal. I didn't say nothing personal against the kid. I said no, I liked him. You just, you I just said, dude, I, I just think right. that if you go to an event representing your country, it's that's what you're there for. Yeah. You're, you're representing... I'm surprised you're this emo- like uh, passionate about something small Dude, like I that. love my country. It's, yeah. I don't think... If you see those guys sitting there all in a press conference, you got Roger wearing it, you got a Belgium... 
a dude that's Belgium wearing an American right. jacket, and then you have all these other guys wearing all the gear, and you have one guy wearing a jacket with with a team hat on. I just don't think that's and I'm and I'm all about the team, and I'm all about logos. And there's a perfect. So if that's the case, why don't you just get your logos on the team hat? Yeah, yeah, I guess you, know, you could do that. Just throw your logo on you the know, hat. There, there's a lot of politics with the Team USA clothing because I know certain companies make it I for get everybody. It, but he had the and, team clothing no, no, I know, on. I know, but and then some like RV wants a Thor hat with a Thor logo, but Fox makes it or Fox makes the hats. And I, get want, yeah, yeah, I get I'm, it. I get it. I get it. All that. There's a way around that, and maybe it was just bad planning. But you know what? Hey, I as. The, the job that that kid did and the effort he gave, I yeah. give him kudos. No, absolutely. I think uh, him nutting up and going out riding, nothing on a personal level, I think he did awesome. And I have no, no nothing bad to say about him, his team, his sponsors, anything. All I meant to say is when you go represent your country, represent your country. You tell me that, you know, Ryan and Eli do not have, you know, multiple millions of dollars in sponsorship that mm-hmm. they could have went. Yes. They didn't do that, and they those are not. their main guys. Devin, he's very, he's very passionate about this. Hey, he does what very, he does he best. He's very passionate. Yeah. yeah, I love my country. Man, I feel some Jimmy Johns. You feel like Jimmy Johns? Yeah. Oh, I'd be good right now. Sandwiches. Hey, uh, Vortex Racing brought to you, uh, Eli Tomac. Uh, Vortex Racing. Why you got to be that about Vortex? I was just joking. You used Vortex, didn't you? Yeah, uh, we did. We took a map on the top privateer with Vortex. Yeah. Products. There you go. They're, that's a great company. Great dudes. They're all great guys. V3 Motocross Bar and uh, VortexRacing.com. Hey, I think the Arena Cross Champion ran the bars. Yeah, Bowers. Yeah. yeah. Bars They're and champion. They are champion proven. World uh, class. Uh, Vortex Racing, 40% off. Email jake at VortexRacing.com. All right, next guest, Jason Thomas. Uh, let's ask Jason what he thinks about that. Okay. I know what his answer will be. Oh, He's ready to go out there and choke Tomac for going on the outside lines. No, not about that. Oh, no, no, but because of the, he's so upset about. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. I'm saying be, I, I know he'll, he'll, he'll be on your side with the hat because he's, he's so patriotic. Here's the deal with JT, though. He's so in you're Russia. Tell, you're telling me if Team Canada was doing an interview and they no, had every. I, I mean, look, I agree with you, but I'm not as passionate. Like, whatever, like, whatever. I agree with you. They should be in USA hats. They should be. But I'm not like. Well, that's the difference between me and you. I'm not because I'm not. A, I don't sell out my country and move. I, see how mad? See how mad people out. get? Like when you I throw, sell like, out my country and move. You did. <laughs> see how people mad get when you throw nationalism behind it? Like if it's a normal uh, race, Watson. no one cares. Welcome but. back to the studio, Watson. Selling out my country. All right, so JT's in Russia. Damn yeah. Nuts. Selling fly gear. Hawking it. Please bring up the Puerto Rican to JT about how good it looked. The slow Puerto Rican guy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so we're gonna try to call Russia on the air. I don't know if this will work. I hope so. Zero, zero. Yeah, so uh, I am sorry I got so riled up about the hat, but you know what? Like I said. Let's try this. Jeremy Martin, hell of a job. All the way. Hell of a job, buddy. Oh, it was. Hell of a job, and I hope you're okay. It was gutsy. No doubt about it. Oh, Oh, we got a dial tone. It worked. For the people wondering, that is the dial tone to Germany. Russia. Just, Russia. Just Euro. Just Euro. Oh, no, in general? I got, yeah. I got news for you. That's the dial tone for Mexico, too. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry? Oh, hello. Um, because Hello? Hello, this is uh, Steve Mathis uh, from Pulp MX. I would like room 1317, please. We calling from America. This is America calling. You want to go to room 1317? Yes. yes. Thank you. Yeah. Just a second, please, sir. Hey, to, listen. Listen to here, liver lips. Say hi to Drago for me. Hey. Stop calling him names. 
He didn't wear his fucking USA hat. That's two bucks. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, what up? Welcome to the show. Hey, world traveler. Thanks. What? Kenny Watson's in studio. What's he, up, JT? And he I, got is, no, I got no intro phone call. It's just straight to the show. Yep. No, we thought we'd call uh, on the that's air. That's the way we do it here fun, now. It'd be kind of funny to talk to the dude in Russia. Dude, we were trying to. I told Steve, I go, if you were, if you were cool, you would call and ask for his room in Russia. If I was cool. No, if Steve if was, I cool, was cool, if Steve was cool, he would figure out how to translate, you know, use the translation into Russian and, and talk to the guy in Russian. But it didn't work um, out that way. There was too many, uh, there too many words in Kenny, there. Um, ask JT the question that you've been very upset about tonight, and you've asked Eli Tomac, ask JT. Okay, JT, you were there. You've witnessed this. What are your thoughts on Team America being interviewed and one of the members – not wearing a Team USA hat with a, with a bunch of sponsors on the, on the hat. Uh, honestly? Yeah, you don't give a shit, right? I have to take a taxi like an hour to the, you know, to the airport and probably two hours and pack and then fly 20 hours. So, I got you. so someone you're not wearing a hat is really low on my list of worries right about now. Fuck it. Well, Jeremy, Mar- <laughs> Jeremy Martin was not wearing his USA hat. At all, all weekend. Yeah. F you, dude. So. He don't give uh, a shit. I don't wear hats, really, so I don't so know he, that I would have worn a hat the question. He's, he's waffling. He is dodging. He's waffling. Hey, what time is it right now? No, no, I, I, are, really, are you, I don't. Are you guys trying to sign fly? Are you trying to fly, trying to find star, uh, sign fly? <laughs> For star. For star sign racing fly. or something? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Hey, what time is it right now there? Uh, It is like 6. 30, 640. In the morning. Yeah, tomorrow. When are, you, when are you coming home, bud? Uh, Yeah, I'll leave here in a few hours. I'd, uh, my taxi will be here in like an hour and a half. Dude, how long have you been on the road? Right? Too long. Dude, it seems like months. <laughs> Three weeks. Dude. Well, at least the first couple of weeks were fun. You got to yeah, hang out with your buddy, a, go to the MotoGP. Even if it's, I mean, a lot of it was vacation. And it's still, man, it's been a long trip. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. Hey, were you at the MotoGP where uh, uh, Rossi won? I was, yeah. That, that must have been pretty cool. Then you went to his house and hang out after. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was, you know, one of the coolest aspects of the trip. Man, there was a lot that went on that was awesome. But that was the first weekend we were here. So uh, to be at, at a MotoGP in Europe is, is one thing. But then to be at kind of his home race where he won was, uh, I felt we felt pretty lucky to be at that one of all the ones we could have chosen. Can you talk about any uh, any other of the fun stuff you did? No. Or? No? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um no, we went. Uh, we went to Rossi's um, afterwards. Kind of hung out there for a few days and went riding. And he lives pretty close to the beach, like uh, maybe fifteen minutes. Uh, but so we stayed right on the water there. And did you go boogie boarding? Chad was had. What's that? Did you go boogie boarding? <laughs> no, it's Uh-oh. there's no waves or anything. But Kenny kind of went bumped. running and did some stuff because Chad started to race. But he was kind of on vacation too, <clears throat> so we were just. Uh, Cruising around, went to his offices, and, um, yeah, it's pretty mellow. You know, his flat track area is unreal. I mean, for anybody who has never seen pictures of it, mm-hmm. uh, it's one of the most impressive places I've ever been. So, And, and he's a really cool guy, awesome isn't he? To, and he's a really cool that. guy, isn't he? What's that? He's a really cool guy, Valentino. Yeah, yeah. And, and Steve, you know how, like, Caroli is. Like, he's one yeah. of the nicest people I've ever met. And uh, Rossi's similar. You know, Rossi's so famous that it's, kind of insane as far as being able to do anything like he's he's movie star level famous yeah uh, in italy so 
he can't go anywhere. You know, you can't he can't drive anywhere. He can't do anything just because he gets mobbed by people. So really, like he can't uh, he can't drive of, he can't drive anywhere. Like he has to. What is he, like he really? I mean, he, I, I guess you can, but right. Everywhere he goes, people are waiting for him. You yeah, know, yeah, it's a real hassle to do anything. Wow. So, Michael Jackson status? Yeah. It's, is what? Michael Jackson status? Well, he's still alive. So oh, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> not on that, that status. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, JT. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, uh, brought to you by Fly Racing, by the way. Jason Thomas brought to you by Fly Racing. Sweet, Western Bike, right? They got him back. They got read, him back. I read the press release. They got him. Pike said he's never been happier in his gear. Oh, I f- did he called it? He left us a great text. Oh, why? Never. This bike is insane fast. The JGR. That's bike. all he said. This bike is crazy fast. <laughs> and his, and he said his gear was phenomenal. Yeah, it, everything matched perfect in that photo that he posted. It all looked great. <laughs> Stuff looked good. Um. Brought to you by Fly Racing, flyracing.com, 2015 stuff out now. Check out the website. Go get it. And, Trey uh, Kennard wears it. Trey Kennard, Jimmy Albertson. Trey Kennard wears it and wins. So can you. Andrew Short. Justin Brayton. Okay. Where's it? So. Perfect. Oh, Brayton wears it. Oh, Kenny, he's what's new, man? How's it going over there? Uh, it's going. It's going. Busy days? So, uh, yeah. We've been busy trying to get her done. Yeah. We can't talk about the no. deal, though. Watson won't let us. No, I, I we can't. Yeah, I wasn't going to blow him out. Right. We tried to talk about it, but then he Dino, shut us Dino out. tried to blow me out, but yeah. then he blew himself out saying he was going pumpkin shopping for Halloween. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Uh, hey, can we talk about how you had the better fucking wristband than me again? What else is new? What the fuck? You know like, the program, Steve. What? <laughs> it's such bullshit. They don't like you. Europe I was does with, not like you. I was with Chad. That was my group. I was with Chad and everybody. Who gave you the wristband? Giuseppe? No one did. No. How'd you go? You no, just went. Uh, I got mine from Jamie, the uh, Monster uh, Europe Jamie. Why don't you just go? Uh, I got a. I got the rider one. So oh, perfect. You don't ride anymore. Where you went wrong? Bullshit. He rode at Valentino's house all week. That's a rider to me. <laughs> I think his wristband got him free booze. I'm not sure. But of course it, it did. I he think got it the did. Free... Yeah, you, I got. I, I got. Uh, I think the exact words were: "This will get you any amount of alcohol you wish in any place in this building." <laughs> Standard for JT. And mine, not so much. Nope. They said uh, you back of the bus. For, I had the same wristbands that Canada did. Team Canada did. So you should. <laughs> right. You should. You definitely it just, should. It was just bullshit. It was just bullshit. No, I think. I think the uh, there was. There was uh, there's three different levels in the in the place we were at. There was a like the dungeon where we were at at the end, yeah, and then the mid level and then the upstairs. And the yellow I think would get you free drinks uh, at all the different areas, and then the green one just got you free drinks downstairs. Maybe well, JT, how was the race? Did you enjoy the race? I was really bummed on my boy's performance. He they made it to the A main, and dude, he struggled out there, dude. My boy from Puerto Rico. <laughs> He struggled, dude. Alaska? Yeah, he's dude. He's getting better, dude. Oh, he was good. He was just getting warmed up. He needed dude, a couple more motos. Dude, he's getting better every year. He's getting better. I told every JT year. he should get that gear back. Take it back, dude. He's a he, no. He's going so fast. People, you know, he's he's in there. Right. He's in the shot. He was in the shot. He made a lot. He had a lot of TV time. <laughs> dude, what is it, up with yeah, that, man? You know, it's got to be like a huge deal for him to get out there and ride. But man, that what a tough environment to go out there and no. ride in because there's no one slow at that race. I mean, mean, even the even the lesser countries, if you get in the A main, which obviously he was in, mm-hmm. those guys are no joke. There's no one in that race that's not world class 
world class racer, and he's just not. You know, at this at this point, he's obviously the the weakest of the field, but it's not a, not easy competition he's going up against. Do you think he was the slowest rider? Period. Um, period. He, yeah, at the race. Oh, at the race? No, no, there were slower guys. Okay, there were slower guys, but they got eliminated. You know, so. Yeah, they were in the all in the B final. Right, right. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. I mean, Steve's uh, Steve was having a good time with it, but I will say his gear looked amazing out there, and you could really see everything. That was the best part of the deal is you could really pick out the details of the gear at that pace. JT, uh, angrier last year over the Team USA lost, or this year? Oh wait, definitely last year. It was, wasn't it? I sensed you. You were not as yes, angry. Yes, I was. Yeah. I was bordering on insanity in 2000. <laughs> why was that? Why why better this year? More acceptance, more just more what Well, I think it was because in in Germany I thought I felt like we had the opportunity to win. Uh if if Dungey had rode better, if Tomac hadn't have, you know, flown off the front of his bike. Right. There were a lot of things that that we we, we the win was right there for the taking, I felt. Mm-hmm. Uh in 2013. This year I really never felt like we had a chance at it. Um, after the first, or during the first, even the first moto forward, I, right. I really never felt that we were in the in the battle to win the thing. You know, uh, DV wrote a column on Pulp. Last year's winners had 26 points. The year before, they had 27. The USA had 24. The last time they won it, France had 17. Yep. France yep. was, you know, like that ain't like no joke. Like 17 points is no joke. Exactly. Did like they that. won two motos? Right. Yeah, they won two motos. Their their worst score was a nine. They had to drop one nine. That was it. Yeah, I just uh, all all day. Once the first moto kind of got going, and I just was like, "Well, th- this just isn't going to happen." You yeah. know, France is too dominant. It's nothing's working out our way. Mm-hmm. We're honestly not do- riding well enough to to make this happen. Yeah, they definitely even still- uh, like with Ferrandis getting Alex Martin with a lap or two to go. Just everything that could have gone France's way or that they needed to make happen, they mm-hmm. they did it. Yeah, like I always said, I love people from Europe, man. It's it's awesome. These guys, these guys are—they are your people. They are. These people from Europe and France—they—they're they, really doing it. I guarantee, it. if you showed up to the Disney Nations looking like you do right now, I'd they get, would look at you like an alien. I'd get beat up. They would look at you like you're an alien. Because um, I don't have like face paint on, I and I didn't yeah. have like my country's colors on. We but might, I would. I would show up with face paint, you and should, I would show up, and I would have my team hat on. Lame. The, the, the hat thing is really bugging him. Oh, Puerto we, Rico guy wore his hat, guaranteed. I was you know, JT. You I was more pissed off this year before the races even started when I seen the press conference when the dude didn't have his hat on. <laughs> hey, honestly, if you're willing to take time out out of your off season, keep riding outdoor motocross. There's for no money. Month There's no money in it for you. To. Right. I, hey. Yeah. No money. Get on a plane. Fly over there. Go through hell against all those guys. Keep racing when you break your toes. I I don't think. Anything his uh, his dedication or willing to race is in I question agree. at this point. I, 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 dude, I agree, and that's what I said. I said kudos to him for his effort and kudos to him for being there representing our country. But if you're going to go there and represent, represent. Don't half-ass it. That's what I say. And I, nothing against okay. him as a person because I don't think that he had one, one say in it. I don't think he had one say in it. You think someone it. told him? You think someone told him? Because he doesn't get paid by them. I don't think anybody told him. I think he just didn't think about it. Just nah. didn't think about it. You don't think he didn't think about it when he's seen everybody wearing that hat? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, a good question. I is, would hope. Did that... you see people on his team there? Yeah. What were they wearing? I did. Yeah. 
They were wearing uh, it was hats. a mix. I mean, some no. people did, some people didn't. Like Paggio never and had the a hat story. On. No, he's saying about team, about the team, the star the, team, the team that he wrote for. What were they wearing? I That's think, I think they were. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I seen I a picture, and I'm not going to go into I it. I think they were wearing exactly. Their, their, what are you doing? With whammy, the headset? I think Whammy had a hat on. Actually, I talked to Whammy for a bit. Hey, what do you have? A USA hat on? I think so. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to. We're gonna. We're gonna dig into this a little bit more. Oh, I'm gonna write a column on uh, Pulp MX. Go ahead. We need the content. Oh, please let me read it. <laughs> All right. No problem. Um, do you think, really think I'm gonna write it? I'm gonna have. No. <laughs> no. No. He doesn't. <laughs> you know what? You just lost your job. You just. You just screwed yourself getting the TV job for Feld now for Arena Cross JT for that comment. Why? Because he's trying to. Well, what are you gonna do about it? Oh, I got pull. I know people in high places oh, over there. Please, Watson. <laughs> uh, um, hey, um, JT, uh, let's do the X brand. Can you stay on for the X brand goggle taros? Hey, JT, are yeah, you coming? Are you, when you come home, are you going to? Uh, are you going to straight? You're not going to straight rhythm. Are you, you going to go to Monster Cup? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm home for uh, a couple weeks and then Monster Cup. I could go to straight rhythm. I thought about it, but I'm actually supposed to go to a bachelor party in Costa Rica. And I had Jeez. to cancel that because I have meetings at work, and then dude, you yeah, can't. I just, you cannot leave anywhere. You've gone, been gone too long. No, is it at that guy's house no in Costa Rica? Going to rhythm, honestly. Anyway, hey, is that that cartel's house in Costa Rica? <laughs> yeah. That was Guatemala. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what, JT? Yeah, was I was Guatemala. watching. Uh, you ever watch that movie, Romanting the Stone? Romanting that, that old movie when they're doing that chasing <laughs> the blazer. What the fuck is wrong with him? Romanting. Romantic, this what's it called? Romanting the stone. <laughs> no, Romancing it's the, the stone. Rom- yeah, Michael Douglas and. Do you uh, remember that when they're doing Catherine. that chase in the Bronco? Yeah, dude, that's what I thought yeah. about when they went to that cartel's the house. JT's that's play. what I was thinking. That's JT's. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get eaten by an alligator. Yeah, really. but they get the jewel of the Nile. Um. Yep. We got some phone calls, but we don't. We gotta uh, take JT because we don't have him on the long for too much longer. Uh, live from Russia, uh, romanting the stone. Uh, let's get right to it. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. What's it called? It's Romancing the, the Stone. the Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Rapid-fire. That's so gay. X-Brand Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Freddie Norn wore X-Brand Goggles to a fifth wow. in the opening MX3 moto. Ben LeMay wore him, representing the country of PR. Uh, use the code PulpMX14 to save yourself money. Hey, Fast Freddie, was that the moto he was blocking the Eli the whole time? EKSBrand.com. Wear X-Brand or you won't win. These questions submitted by Corey Moser. They're for JT, myself. What about the Fox goggle? How's that and thing? And Kenny Watson, Fox Airspace goggle. It's that's, fantastic. That's great goggle. Why are you screwing up all the sponsors tonight? Because I don't agree with you. <laughs> so sorry, Kenny. I don't agree with the way you do. There'd you, be no you show. You plug the best X-Brand goggle, period. But then there's another podcast where you say, Fox goggle. Check it out. It's good. <laughs> so I just got to be owned by one company? Just owned? Yes. Like yes. you? Yes. Okay. Go Kenny on. Kenny and I agree on this. Okay. Fox. <laughs> it's a fly show. Um, all right. X-Brand Goggle questions. Fly gear. Best out there, bro. Whoa. Oh, I couldn't have said it better. Oh, let's get, get that drop. Get that drop. Get that drop. That's fine with me. Saving it. <laughs> um, I'm, spe- I'm expecting a box, JT. <laughs> Uh, kind of like that. I'm expecting a fly box. I like that. The backpack's pretty sweet. Thank you. It's in the mail, Kenny. No problem. Yeah, thanks, JT. Go ahead. <laughs> He's in Russia. It's early. Uh, if you want a backpack, I, I don't. I didn't know what you were talking about. I'll send you a backpack <laughs> ASAP. All right, we'll get on it. Thank you. 
All right, X-Brown Goggles. Let's do it. Questions right. by Moser. All right, this first question is for you, JT. Uh, you rub elbows and literally vacation with the legends of Moto. So which rider has the nicest house? Uh, I would say Rossi's just because it got done. Uh, it's been like six years in the making. Uh, it's, the thing is, I mean, next level, you know. Like, six, I, I don't know of many people in this in motocross that could have something like that. So, six years. Yeah, six years to build sure, it. Rossi. Six years to build it. Yeah, I mean, I, if anyone who has ever been to Italy, they don't do things in a hurry. Right. Uh, and that involves house construction. So, <laughs> But, yeah, it was, uh, it was six years. It actually got finished. The weekend of that GP, where there, the first night he slept in it was that weekend. So, oh, wow. that's but yeah, awesome. it's like uh, like awesome. Iron Man type stuff. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. All right, next question. All right, Watson, this one's for you. Out of all of your years of managing teams, name a rider you regret not clipping sooner, and a rider you regret not hanging onto. Clipping sooner. I don't think Casey I've... Johnson. Plano. No. Um, shit. I don't, you know, every every rider I've ever that's ever rode for me, I've always been good with. Um, not at the time when they got clipped, but it always works out at the end. And the second part was the rider that I wish I would have signed. Yeah, wish oh, I would hang, hang on to. I got it. Or not clipped. Yeah, not clipped. Um, do, do, do. Travis Preston in Triple X when he went to. Where'd he go? Oh, Husky. Husky and won the next year. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Steve, this one's for you. If DeCoster steps down as team manager, who would you pick to replace him? Bevo. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, JT, uh, if you could get in a time machine and go back and repick this year's Team USA, who would you pick? Uh, The only guy that you could really even look at that could be a possibility would be Trey. I think think other than that, uh, I think we had the – you know, the best team available. And, and I'm not even saying we should have picked Trey. I'm just saying he's really the only guy that would be in the top, in the consideration. So Is it? I think we took I think we took the best team we had other than, you know, if, if you think Trey should have gone or not. I just think that, you know, we didn't we didn't have a better weekend than France did. They had the best weekend it, you know, they probably will will have in the next twenty years. Just for bench racing's sake, is it time to just maybe bypass Dunge? Oh yeah. I mean, five out of his last six motos, he hasn't been the Ryan Dungey that I've seen. Or give him a year off. I mean, like, is it time to be like, look, Ryan, um, you're super fast. You got first or second in the national series, but we're just going to move on. I say, I, my, my I theory. Understand, I, Go ahead, JT. I understand what you're saying, Steve. But at the same time, he got our best score of the weekend. I know. So, what do you do with that, you know? Well, but there's five out of, like, you saw that second moto. I mean, I don't know what he was doing out there, you know? Yeah, he crashed his brains out. Okay. You know, the, in the first lap. Is that okay with you, that he, he crashed his brains out and he still got up and went? Or should he pulled off? Well, I don't think he was injured, you know? No, but I, I think he, he crashed hard. I don't know if you've seen the video. I didn't see it, no. Really I, I guess, you know what, I should see it before I make a statement like that because I didn't see it. I know they took out poor Colton Fasciati. So, yeah. Um, okay. Could, could no, we, I, could... I I understand because trust me, no one was more angry with uh, Germany last year than I was, right. and how Ryan rode. But I actually felt like Ryan rode pretty well this year. Uh, the The first moto was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, a second is as good. I you know I don't think anyone had anything for Paul in. 
maybe Tomac the second moto had something for him for sure, but really all weekend Paul N was kind of the class of the field. So I thought Dungey, other than the crash, he rode much better. I think he was uh, head and shoulders better than he was a year ago. So no, I, okay. I don't think just automatically we have to say we have to look at somebody else because it's hard to not say he's the best American available. And when he goes out there and, and gets second in the first moto, and then obviously things went kind of sideways, mm-hmm. um, really the, the biggest thing we we struggled with, and I'm going to write about this, I think all weekend we struggled with putting ourselves in good situations. Our, our starts weren't there. Uh, you know, Tomac got into first turn, you know, crashes and stuff, but you can't be mid-pack and, at that race. Not enough, you know, uh, right-hand turn so everyone has their foot off the brake, 180-degree turn. Bad things are going to happen in that first turn. Uh, You know, as soon as I saw the start on uh, Thursday morning, I was like, uh, uh uh-oh, people are going down in this turn because you couldn't stop. There's no way to stop. So if you're not up front, bad things are going to happen. It's it's always the same in motocross, and unfortunately Mm -hmm. it bit us all weekend. Do you think it's time time for us to take our top three best riders and put one of them on a a light spike? That's what I'm going to write about. I absolutely think so. Well, yeah, I would love for that to happen, but just because we think that should happen doesn't mean that you're going to convince. No, no, you make it happen. I I think we tried it. We tried it throughout the years, and we're getting our ass kicked. And I think every other country is doing that. Uh, Caroli did it. Searle did it. Uh, Van Horbeek yeah, was supposed to do it. You can't force somebody to do that. Yeah, you they do. They want to do it or they no. don't. Just exactly. You give them the say, no, hey, no, you just... we wanted you to be on the team like this year. You could have said, Trey, you're on a 450. Eli, would you like to light a 250F? If he says no, I, he says no. I guarantee you, Tomac would have been no problem right away. You can't speak for him, but who knows? I, I just did. I don't, okay. I don't think that it would be that easy as you're thinking. Oh, absolutely. JT, if you were at that level, would you do it? Like if you ever got invited, it would be a tough. It would be a tough decision because you're talking about a lot of prep and changes. Oh, and here we kind go. Kind of regressing. Here well, we go. We have. We literally. Tomac have, rode one 12 months ago. Here's your bike from 12 months ago. Well, what about this? They announced the team at Unadilla. Mm-hmm. What's the time difference between Unadilla and the the race? Exactly. You got two and a two half. Months. Two so months. you can't tell me two days out of the week they could go out and do some testing and and get a setup. Lachine did it. Omera did it. Yeah, Hannah did that's, it. That's, that's decades ago, bro. You can't even say that. But those guys were big-time superstars that, that said, no problem on the small bike. I'll I know. Get, I'll get right on it. I thought that was kind of cool, too. Yeah. Like, Warner did it. You're, you're assuming that they want to do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that they want to do that. I think they want to win that, though. This is a race they have to do. No one's telling them, hey, you have to race Motocross the Nations five weeks after the season ends. No one's saying. I guarantee you no one's forcing these then guys. Then why do these guys anything. get so pissed off and bummed out when they don't get invited to go? Uh, I mean, I only know of, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure who you're referring to. but Well, I'm, I'm, I'm referring to, do you think Trey was not upset that he didn't get picked to go? I, I'm sure he was bummed, but at the same time, I, I think he's pretty logical. And if you looked at the results going into Unadillo when the team was picked, I don't know how you could argue with the results. You know, maybe after you know he could argue it, but the team has already decided by I just, then. I just texted Tomac, see if he would ride it to the F, if asked. Okay. Okay. All right, let's move on. Next question. I mean, you're talking about their testing. They're in the middle of Supercross testing as well. That monster no, yeah, coming no, up on it, 450s. Well, whatever. Just they would do it. They would have to do it. I would tell you have to ride this with the F. This is what you have to do. Hey JT, you heard you might ride. Well, I just, I'll just say, I'll decline. I'm just gonna. Okay, well then I'll put a press release out saying that Jason Thomas declined. Everybody. Okay. He hates his country. 
I, listen, I was never good enough to ever have that decision. I'm just saying that I don't think it's just a a shoe in, you know, slam dunk decision like you're making it out. Well, I can remember I you there's, running. There's probably a reason guys aren't doing it if it's not happening. JT, I can remember you riding 450s for quite a while and 250s and you dropping down to the lights class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem there. Yeah, no yeah. problem there, bud. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were all about it. Oh, I would have I would have rode a Strider out there if I had to <laughs> make a couple extra hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get going. Next question. All right, this next one's for you, Kenny. Uh, now, since we can't say who the uh, mystery rider is that you're signing, what's something RCH offered this rider that nobody else could? Uh, I don't – nothing. I mean, it was – our what we did was, you know, we weirdened – He really liked the bike. RCH no. offering you nothing else. He really liked the bike. How do you know that? I, mean, I may or may not have talked to him. Okay. May. Okay, Steve I think, answered that question for me. I think Danny. that was a big yeah. thing. I think that was a big thing. I do. Steve answered the question for me, so go ahead. All right, this next like, question's for just you. Just like if everyone wants to go back and listen to the archives. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know everything. If you go back and listen to the archives when this segment comes on, Steve will answer majority of the questions when, they're, when they say other people. You were name. sitting there not saying anything. Uh, well, I was trying to. 15 seconds. Answer the next one for me, too, because I ain't saying a fucking word. Oh. That's three bucks towards Team Canada, 2015 donations. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. No problem. All right. Goldie, there you go, bud. Goldie. What'd you, what'd you call him? Ryan. No, what did you? <laughs> call him Ryan. Romanting the stone. Do it. Stones. All right, let's do it. Uh, all right, Steve. You guys missed me, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, it's... It's already epic. Uh, all right, Steve, this next one's for you, but if you want to answer this one, Kenny, you can. Nope. Um, how much do you, or how much do you think RCH paid this, this rider? This for me. This is for you. Oh God. Um, I know everything. JT can help me here. Maybe I'm off base, but uh, he knows a little bit more about salaries, I think, than I do. I didn't do. know who they hired. How well, little and how much they paid them. <laughs> I'm gonna go seven fifty, eight hundred, thousand fifty a year. You're drunk. Too high? Too low? Too low, way too low. Way too low? Okay. Well, I'm not saying way too low, but it's yeah. too low. Okay. All right, All right 1.4. JT knows. Um, or he, he can guesstimate. Okay, next question. All right. Uh, JT, this next one's for you. Uh, will Grant riding for Team 2-2 have any amp- impact on his results, or can we expect more zebra cakes? From Grant? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's going to change anything. Um. No, I, I think Josh will still be fast, and um, it, it really depends on what what Josh does. I, I think he, this year, he almost backed it down a little bit to try to to finish more instead of pushing the pushing the edge like we've seen from him because it's a fine line there. You know, I think a few guys went that route this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Bell uh, comes to mind, guys that I think they can go much faster than they showed this year, but at the same time, they're they're probably going to injure themselves pushing that edge. So, hey, speaking that's, that's really of James is really working on his focus. Hey, JT, speaking of Zach Bell, did did he get a ride yet? Yeah, Husky. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's going to Rockstar Husky. Rockstar Husky. Wow. Okay. That he got that ride off of uh, what? Just getting good starts. <laughs> I don't really know. Wow, Kenny, what's your thoughts? I don't on know. That? I think they looked at guys who could possibly win, like have the ability to maybe win anything, and he was one of them. 
or uh, usually ends up how these kids get, you know, the, or the two wrote, guys get deals. Or he wrote for cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah, Literally, yeah. like he said, hey. Hey, I, give, I, I give think those... he wrote for cheap either way. I don't think that was. <laughs> yeah. That was a, I give those guys a lot of credit. Like, I think Dave Gallen and um, those guys over there do a really good job. Bobby Hewitt. I think Bobby and Dave, you know, we, uh, we, we talked to them a little bit about maybe doing some stuff with their shop and, you know, some stuff like that. And I really, really never talked to them and. You know, just talking to Dave and, and going down to their shop and just seeing what they got going on. And, dude, I, I'm, I'm really happy for them. I, those guys put a lot of hard work in to get where they're at, and I'm stoked to see the rewards that they're getting. I mean, I, th- I, I wish them nothing but the best. I hope their, their guys do good. Um, I don't know what to expect out of uh, Anderson, but we'll see. I think he'll, you know, do good. Um, uh, can we get a Josh Grant to CR22 take from you, Kenny Watson? Uh, I, I think JT nailed it. I think Josh Grant is is Josh Grant, and I think he's going to have some really good rides. And he might have not a couple too good rides, but Josh Grant is. I mean, he showed at Glen Ellen what he's capable of. Everyone forgets he's won a Supercross race. He has won. It's it's been a while, but he has the the you know if he's if it's all clicking on all cylinders that night, he can be up there if he's comfortable on his bike. I don't think he's been comfortable for a while. And I think in an atmosphere like, you know, Chad has, I think he's going to do okay. I think he's going to be comfortable. And I, I want to see him have a, a good, you know, year injury-free, and we'll see what happens. All right. Okay, next question. All right, Watson. Uh, what's something you will and will not miss about Baluti being gone? Oh, come on. There's nothing he will not miss. Yeah, there's nothing I'm – I mean, dude, I don't, – Don't yell at me. Yell at Moser. All right, good point. Moser, come on. What will Dick. you miss? What will you miss? Just do that. Everything. What I, what I'll miss the most is the camaraderie that we had and the, what he brings, just every day. Just his mentality, his personality, his charm at times. I had a team tell me when I said, "Hey, why don't you hire Berluti?" I had a team tell me that they thought he was maybe too intense at the races. He's only, you know, what he's he, he's not, which he is gnarly. He is that guy. Like if you're standing in front of his toolbox, yeah, you better get out of the way. Yeah, if you go in it like. If you're just a team guy and you go grab a wrench out of his toolbox, he looks at you like you're going to get freaking your head bit off. <laughs> right. I'll never forget uh, when Tony first came to the team and he always goes, yeah, whatever, man. I remember Berlut one time we were talking about a tool sponsor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, what do you think of this tool? And he goes, I'll run the box, but you know what? Look at it this way. Would you want a doctor doing open-heart surgery without something he was comfortable in his hand? That's the way I feel. My snap-on wrenches are like a glove. They fit bitchin', and I ain't going to use anything but that. If I have to, I won't even be here. This is the way it is. He's ready to quit over a tool. Dude, that's his passion. You know what? And I'm just like, dude, right on. I like like that. And that's that's what I'm going to miss. Um, you know, on the negative side, I don't think there's anything that, you know, negative about Tony that I'm going to miss. Like, he's always that that guy. He, he's the intensity that he has is what you want. He, You know, every rider that he's ever worked for on a team, that's what they love about him. They know when they show up that that mechanic is going to give 150% and stand in front of a bullet, do whatever it takes to get the job done, and that's your guy. And that's what you want in a mechanic, I think, if you're a rider. Like Steve, he was ready to take the bullet up in Salt Lake. I was ready. Um, okay, Tom- I'm, ready. I'm ready to take a silver bullet. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, Tomac, yes, especially if it was a sand track. USA would have way more controversy, though, for a 450 guy to drop down because we have more depth in each class compared to other countries. But Tomac would do it. 
God bless you, Eli Tomac. He still kind of sided with JT, though, in that text. He said yes, but then he sided with JT. No. All right, whatever. All You're right. right. Next question. Okay. And his last paragraph that he wrote was, proud to be an American. Yeah, that's what he did. He said, I, and, oh, I wore, and he said, I would wear my hat. I, I wore my hat with pride. Yeah, then there was a picture with his hat. Right. Next Did question. I, uh, Dude, I should, you know what I'm going to do? I got something I'm going to do at the break. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Next right, question. Steve, this uh, question, last question is for you. Uh, what will RV complain about the most once he starts racing the GPs? Everything. What do you, yeah, well, with RV, it's everything. But what's the one thing that everyone complains about? The food. The food sucks. The food sucks over there. Man. I'm saying it. Sorry, everybody from Europe. I, maybe it doesn't suck. The bear claws? It, those, are, those are good. <laughs> That's bakery, though. That's different. That's pastries. <laughs> that's food, though. That's pastries. Anyone can make a good pastry. JT, how's the food in Russia? Oh, it's it's interesting. <laughs> interesting. With that. He, he can't say anything because his room is bugged. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. When I when I went over <laughs> yeah. there, I had to go over there for like eight weeks on the back Europe, in the day. Yeah. And the first year I went, I didn't know what to expect. The next year I went, I brought a lot of like hungry man canned food yeah. and spaghettios and, you know, macaroni and cheese and why, crap like why that. Why can't they use ice in their drinks? Like, yeah, that's crazy. That is that blows me away. Why don't they use ice? Yeah. That's they um, drink so everything. It's cold here already. Why do you need ice? <laughs> uh, JT, so we're going to let you go or can you stay on? Uh, what time is it? It's I don't eight, know what time it's it is. It's 8.10. They don't have clocks in, in Russia. They don't want you to know what time it is. <laughs> it's like being in a casino, JT. We miss you out here, hey, buddy. JT's like Rocky. He's got that Mercedes with the flags following everywhere he goes. <laughs> I get to see him. The current time is a state secret. <laughs> what? Oh, God, JT. You're killing me. Uh, you, I go- t- I'll tell you what. I walked into the Hard Rock, and I was walking to my room, and I had a JT flashback from last time I seen you here when you were just sitting at the blackjack table just pounding what? cocktails. Um, no, it's pretty standard. It's eight. It's eight ten p.m. So it's it should be seven ten a.m. Your time, right? Oh yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay. Hey JT, safe travels, my friend. Yep. Thanks for coming on. You have uh, yeah, safe travels and all that, and uh, we'll talk to you when you get back. Hey JT. Yo, I'm gonna write about the hat, dude. I might need you to do a, a spell please, check. Please <laughs> let me. I, I want in on this. I may even like write a sidebar. Okay, it. perfect. Let's do it. All right, thanks, buddy. And uh, anybody that. Uh, to do or oh, any yeah. info on the VIP thing. Uh, it's been, I've been on the show for a while, so I wanted to drop that again. Uh, email me, whatever. Get with Mathis. He can forward it to me, whatever. Do you have but spots available VIP for the Monster Cup? Supercross is wide open right now. Supercross Monster Cup spots? Yes. I still have spots for Monster Cup as well. So okay. if you're Dude, I, we're not racing. Uh, I think I might buy one for myself and come do the VIP experience. See what it's all about. Oh, you're... <laughs> You're you're comped on the house anyway. No, no, I want to I want to I want to pay Why my way. What would Forrest Butler say? You say you got to wear this shirt. Here's your team shirt. <laughs> I would wear it. <laughs> I would wear it. I would wear it. I support that program. Uh, 750 bucks, right JT? VTOsports.com yep. v- team VIP for a day. Jason36 at AOL.com. Hey, check it out. If you're a fan and you want the full behind the scenes experience, check it out. You will not regret it. It's a good time. All right, thanks buddy. Thanks JT. Thanks, guys. See you. See Jason Thomas, everybody. Fly Racing brings you Jason Thomas all the way from Russia. Waffle, waffle, waffle. Do you waffle. want to knock down these phone calls and then take commercial? Hey, I'm, this is your time, bud. I'm here for you. Fuck it. Nash. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. What's up? What's cooking? What's we're going watching, on? We're, we've got a baseball game in front of us. That's what's cooking. What's going on, Nash? How are you? I'm great, Steve. Glad you threw in the show. And OGK Dub. Awesome Good. to have you back in the studio. How do you always. feel about the hat situation, Nash? I'm, I'm sorry, say it again. How do you feel about the hat situation? I think Kenny's hat's awesome. Why, you know, 
What are you going to do? It's K-Dub. Does no. whatever he wants when he wants, how he wants. That's no. what makes him him. Yeah, Kenny's hat's dope, dude. What are you talking about? What? Nash, you're not listening <laughs> to the show, are you? I just tuned in. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. And he's got a hat on. I support it. That's hey, Nash. No, Nash, no, no. ask Nash what he thinks. I could tell you what Nash is going to say. Kenny's very what? upset because Jeremy Martin is. There's many photos of Jeremy Martin not wearing a Team USA hat, only wearing a his Team Rockstar hat, and Kenny's very upset. How do you feel about this? That's garbage, and he needs to get a USA hat on. That's all I'm saying. Okay, all right. That's all I'm saying. Okay, what else, that's Nash? My that's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. I, this may be um, a, this may be a shocker to you, Nash, but uh, yeah. Devin wrote your email down wrong. So can you email no, me? No, 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 no. Hold on. We're gonna handle this correctly. Uh, oh I texted Nash. Tiss would never do that. I texted Nash, and the email address is correct. Mm. Oh. Nash, can you or can you not confirm this? You did do that, Devin. You, oh. your, your, your follow-up skills are, are way more superior than Tits. I went on Twitter. I'd you put some effort for work in. Did you tweet that photo, by the way? For, yes, for I Lips? did. Yeah, okay. Lips. Lips is excited, by the way. Okay, I'm, I'm going to retweet it. Um, okay. Hey, uh, I, my, my, my main reason for calling in was I would like to know, Kenny, in the spirit of Des Nations, uh, what is your ultimate Europe story, European story? A European rider that you worked with and had an awesome Blame. blowout fight? A Blame. trip to Europe? Like, are you packed food like questions. you just told me about? What do you got for us? Nash? Yeah. Kenny left. <laughs> oh, come on. He put his headset down and he just went downstairs. I'm having terrible flashbacks to uh, when he actually co-hosted the show with me. Uh, well, hey, no worries. Steve, hold on, hold on a second. Hold that. on a second. Kenny! Okay. Nash has a question! <laughs> he, said, he said email it to him. I love it. I love it. Uh, Steve, obviously you were there. You, you saw, is it true that the track was as garbagey as they said? I don't think it was. Playing. I don't think it was as garbagey as they said. I don't, I don't think it wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't challenging. Like, it was rough. But it wasn't challenging, you know. Um, okay. Everything was pretty simple. Um, I, I like to see the best riders really challenged with some obstacles or whatever. I don't. I don't mean huge triples. I just mean, you know, challenge the thing with with off cambers or whatever. Um, okay. So it's pretty, okay. pretty I'll give simple. Okay. I'll give you all the money, resources, armies in the world. Two things, three things to fix designations. I don't know, man. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty good right now. Like, I mean, you could build a special racetrack just for motocross nations every year. But geez, how are you going to do that? How are you going to, you know, how are you going to do that? Well, uh, I don't know. What was uh, I love Tom Mac's interview, and thanks for always doing the rider interviews. You know, <laughs> normal yeah. codes like me love love to start the Monday with them. Right. Uh, what Tomac was talking about people rolling the start. Did you see that going on? And were dudes uh, really building sand mounds no, and charging the gate? I didn't. I was wasn't over by the start. Um, Nash, Kenny's back, so. I know. Sorry about that. That's, that. No worries. You got to get upstairs and get a cup of coffee. I'm not, that's no worries. You got to make yourself at home. Folgers, bro. Folgers. He actually went to go put the USA team jacket on right now. Did you see this? He's yeah. representing the colors. Somebody the hats sent it on. just to you. Just for you. I don't I love it. Kenny, my, my true question for calling in is share us your best Europe story, European rider that you worked with, anything to do with Europe in honor of Designation's Pulp MX show. All right, well, if you were listening yeah. earlier, I've never been to a motocross race in Europe, ever. I've been to supercross races, and it's the fine. smokiest. Any kind, of, any kind of story that involves you being in Europe and you having a great time? Okay. Going awesome. I, I will tell um, you this one story. When I was on yeah. the Warp Tour, I was with um, the singer of this band called Unwritten Law. 
And we were in Hungary. And this was probably 1998. And we decided, we were riding our skateboards around, and we decided to get on this train. And all I had was my passport and my tour book in my pocket. And we got on this train, and we went on there for 20 minutes. We went, and for 20 minutes, and we got off. And we were in this bombed-out city with just, like, horse and buggies, people, like, poverty-struck and, like, mm-hmm. gnarly. So I was like, dude, this is not good. Let's get out of here. We got mm-hmm. back on the train, the same train going the opposite direction mm-hmm. for 20 minutes and got off, and we were deeper. <laughs> and this guy had a, he had to go you know perform at like three o'clock. We got back at bus call. We had to go to the embassy in Hungary to to get back oh to the. Oh my jeez! Yeah, so that was kind of crazy. You, you, Kenny, did you feel like you were on an episode of Locked Up Abroad? Oh, dude, it was so scary because you got to understand. Like this was before the Euro. This was when you know everything was mm. Eastern yeah. Bloc mm. countries, and it was scary. Like people were like. So poverty stricken, like in you know, it looked like they would kill you for five dollars. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you thought you were in a post apocalyptic film. Very yeah. scary. Very Crazy. Scary. Um, well, all right, Nash. Hey, hey we got to run. Thanks, bud. Hey, cheers, guys. Have fun. Thanks. See you, Ryan. What's going on, man? Thanks for holding. What's your question? Hey, uh, I was just wondering. Actually, this question was for JT, but uh, oh. Steve, you used to ride, so maybe for, you could help me out here. Four Manitoba um, titles. I was yeah. just. I was just uh, wondering whether uh, Jeremy Martin's crash on Saturday, if that was more of a mental mistake or if that was just completely unavoid- unavoidable due to the track conditions. No, there was a rock there. There was a giant rock there, and that's what happened. Uh, he hit the rock. Alex Martin almost hit the rock. If you have Instagram and Twitter, check out my po- my photo of Alex Martin, the lap before Jeremy crashed, and there was a massive rock there, and he hit it and sent him over the bars. So uh, oh, the, the Australian guy, Luke Clout, did the exact same thing later on after Jeremy did that. And I only the reason I know that is because an, Antonio Caroli told me that um, uh, there was a rock there he saw on the parade lap. So oh, wow. Yeah, so he basically hit, he hit this rock and <laughs> um, went right over. So, so did he, like, I mean, be, before, was he not hitting that line? It, was that just, like, he had moved to that line and then he hit it and it was like, yeah. oh, shit, or, like... Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Well, that was okay. my main question, but uh, yeah. um, also I'd kind of like to know, uh, which rider uh, had the most drinks at the after party? Which rider? I don't know if I can tell you because I don't want to incriminate anyone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to let you guess, though. What rider, good, what rider do you think, caller... Had the most drinks at the after party. Uh, it was probably my it was probably my boy CR two too, but well, I don't know. we'll we'll leave that we'll leave that yeah, for everyone else just, to decide for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In, thank you. All right. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, Gib, what's happening? Gib. Gabby Gib. Gabby Gib. All right, Daniel. What's uh, going? Uh, on? Daniel, what's up? Cool. So this is a little while ago, and I just want to get this out in the air. Kenny, you're a smart man. I totally agree with the hat thing. You know, it's the same thing if your team is re- representing your country. You want to see them in the in the apparel. But anyways, another thing, Steve, you chimed in earlier about it on another podcast or something. You said that uh, you think it's cool that America's not, like, under one tent together anymore. 
Like, we don't need to get into that, but I just think that's ridiculous. You don't think it. it's a team event. Why wouldn't they be under one, like, Here, one... Here's, like, well, event? actually, Gibb, I'm going to write something about how maybe they should go back to that one tent. Here is the thing, though. They used to be under one tent, and they would block it off so no one could see them. And you would have to have passes, special Team USA passes, to get into this compound. And I never liked that. I never thought that was... You know, all those fans are there to see the American Riders. They're the superstars. And for Team USA to, like, block everything out so you can't see in, I didn't like that. I didn't think that was cool. But, oh, okay. That's understanding. Yeah, but... And now, this kid... Okay. This is another thing. This happened with Ping a little while ago on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he blocked me because of it. Basically, him and Tony Blazer said, anybody look at Steve Lamps in there with his douchebag SoCal hat on. Flat beaked. I know Kenny wears flat beak hat. So ripping on him, and I said some nice things like, you know, I told. And of course, Debo had my back on this. I said, you know, like, why don't you guys radiate some positivity? Let people dress the way they want, be who they want. Of course, they think only people that don't pay their bills wear fucking flat beaked hats. And then, and then I, all I do is say to Ping. All I say to him, I say one comment about George W. Bush, okay? I say, like, oh, you must support George W. Bush. He goes off telling me I'm a fucking dope-smoking liberal Canadian. First of all, I'm in the Canadian forces, representing my country. You know what I mean? I'm not smoking dope. I'll kick his fucking ass. But anyway, like, who, who does, like, like, where does Ping come off just being a social network asshole when all I did was make one little comment about his negativity and 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 it's and probably voting for George W. Bush because I'm sorry the rest of the country the rest of the world looked at America like George Bush was a joke. Well, you'd have to ask Ping. I don't know. I mean, I can't. He blocked me, and I like following the guy. He's got insightful shit. I um, think I think you need to wait until he comes back on the show, buddy. I, I, I back you. I don't think that's right. But, but hold on, though. I've I've found in my experience because I've blocked some dudes. Also. You wouldn't block a dude like that. No, no, but I found, like, the dudes who get blocked, they don't tell you the whole story on why they got blocked. And I'm not saying you're not saying that, Gib. I'm not saying you're lying or anything. But it seems oh, like I, it seems like there could be more to this story. Do you know what I mean? Like, it seems like... Oh, yeah. No. And you know what? There's a lot of people chiming in. I get he was hot about it. You know what I mean? But I, I screenshotted the entire conversation because I'm so mad at Ping for this. You know what I mean? I want to go down to a motocross race, call it out to his face, and not get mad at him, but talk to him in like um, like an educated manner. You know what I mean? Discuss the differences here and t- and show him like you're showing a kid in grade four where they went wrong when they kicked little Sally off the swing set. You know what I mean? Right, right. I say you slap the yeah. shit out of him. Okay, all right. Hold yeah. on, hey, Gib. Hold on one second, okay? <laughs> Pingree, I'm, I'm gonna put you on hold here. Are you calling Ping? David Pingree. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, boys? Okay. Thanks for coming on short notice. Um, Gib, we have Gib on the line. He's from Canada. You blocked him um, about some flat build hat conversation. He loves following you. <coughs> he he wants to you know follow you, and, and he loves the information you dish out and everything else. And he's upset about you blocking him. Tell him um, the whole conversation. Oh, no. So, he says that you called him a liberal. Dope-smoking liberal. Dope, so, a dope-smoking liberal because <laughs> he called you out on George W. Bush. He's from Canada. And... You said you called him. What you said? Some I don't know, uh, he, but he, he's on the other line. Ping. You want to talk to him? Do you want to talk to him? Sure, you do. Yeah, whatever. That sounds about right. I, I think Tony, <laughs> Tony Blazer is the one who started the whole conversation on politics, and this dude started 
spinning off into left field, and I I went ape shit. I was just over it. I'm like, <laughs> I need this guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, okay, Gib, you on the air? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Gib, Ping, Ping is on the line. David, Gib, Gib, David, gentlemen. Gib, what's going on, David? I deserve to be unblocked. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. I figured you wouldn't be on the air, so I've been waiting for Watson to come on the air because I felt Watson would have my back. I, because I know with Kenny when it comes to world politics. Used, world politics, I'm, I'm in. I'm yeah, in. Kenny, Kenny's the answer, man. When it comes Dude, to I'm not even registered to vote. That'll tell you where I'm coming there's from. There's Wolf Blitzer and there's Kenny Watson. Hey, I'm not even registered to vote because I don't want jury duty. <laughs> right. uh, but, here. Ping, can you unblock Gib? Give him a second chance, Ping. He's a nice guy. He's, he, uh, he's, yes, he's in the, he's in yes, the circle. Listen. There you go. Uh, for the record... Blazer got me a little fired up. I don't remember how the whole tweet sequence started, but he riled me up. I was a little pissy that night. I don't remember why. I was just grumpy. <laughs> right, right. I probably, probably overreacted. But <laughs> if I didn't block you, you were going to say something. It was probably going to piss me off so bad, I was going to probably say something really out of line. And you're so probably going to go punch a yeah, dog. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's probably going to go punch a dog or something. <laughs> yeah, Pinkery's yeah, Pinkery, been known to do that. But Gib is in the Army. I'll, in the I'll, army. I'll, I'll, Dude, no worries. I, that was that's that's fine. I'm sorry. Right, well, I, at first I liked it, eh? Because like to me it was like a celebrity block, eh? But then you're kind of like, you know what? Fuck! I can't read what this guy's gonna say anymore. Like, right? <laughs> right. Then you're pissed about it. Eh? Hey, like, Ping, you guys oh, have something in common. I'm like, what the fuck? Ping, you guys got something in common. About it. You got something in common. Huh? You're a firefighter, and he's in the. Armed services, armed forces. Sorry, he's in the Canadian armed forces. He he, he, he watches our one tank. So you Canadian both... armed forces is that like we uh, have like ten man. Boy scouts down here. What is that? <laughs> Gabe says we got like ten man. <laughs> <laughs> we got ten tanks. So um... seriously, like our FATs, like you guys have thousands of those things. We have like literally fourteen of them. <laughs> we have fourteen. So what does that tell you? Don't don't fuck with us. <laughs> we have fourteen, and the USA has thousands. Uh, so, okay, uh, Gib, can you just uh, send me on Twitter, and then I'll send the, your name to Ping, and he can unblock you? Yeah, it sounds good. You guys have a good one tonight. All right. Keep Thanks, buddy. Work. Appreciate All it. Right, Gib. Hey, Gib. Go ahead. He's, he's, still, he's still listening, he's Ping. He's gone. He's gone, Ping. All right. Well, sorry about sorry about all that, dude. I, I was is I went a little too far. Here, here's the thing, though. No, wait a minute, though, Ping. Like, I can understand it because – like people, and you know, JT gets really pissed at Twitter because he's like, "You don't know me. You don't know my life." Who makes fun of his jeans and all that? He gets really bit, bitter, <laughs> bitter, and like, in a sense, like exactly. Maybe you fought with your wife, or maybe your kids are driving you crazy. Like we all have these days where we're not, but yet Twitter people don't know that. Yeah, that's you know? why. I'm, that's why. I mean, I you don't post, go on it much anymore. I, I post on Twitter, but like just because my Instagram, but I don't ever go on Twitter. No, no more, ever. I understand it. So if you're having a bad day, it's just. It's really easy to let understand. Honestly, it's the best thing I can do to just block somebody. Cause then <laughs> I'm right. done with it. Right. I never I thought I block- to delete tweets because I've I've said some, but I'm like, wow, that is really out of line. <laughs> I should not have written that to anyone. Hey, dude, <laughs> I blocked. I blocked. Forum, I blocked so. my baby's mama and didn't even know it. That's the only person I think I've ever blocked, and she's like, "You blocked me," and I'm like, "I did." <laughs> so I don't even think people would even like really care if you block them on social I media. I blocked the guy this weekend who started. Hey, you, know, yeah. you know who gets really fired up on Twitter is Hot Sauce. I've seen that guy just go after people before. 
Oh, yeah, he's another one of those guys. Having, if he's having a bad day and you blast him, on, you say something, you don't know me. You don't know what I've been through. Oh, a tough guy on Twitter, huh? I've seen him say that to like a dozen people. Oh, you're real tough, huh? Well, Here, let me give you my address. Ping, thanks for coming on with no notice. We really want to get to the bottom of this. This dude was not was very upset. So, oh man, thanks, David. Thanks, David. Hey, boys, All have right. a good one. See All right. Take care. We'll catch up soon. Yep. See ya. All right. Last call before commercial. Daniel. Yes. What's up? Uh, real quick, before I ask my question, um, I just happened to be watch, getting around to watching the press release tonight. Right before I started listening to the show, mm-hmm. and I got to say, I was watching it, and I was like, "Why is Martin?" The only one not wearing the hat, and he's got a blue sweatshirt on. Everyone else had the black sweatshirt on. Not as upset as upset as Watson was, but you know, right. I definitely noticed it. So but you I'm questioned saying. it, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start. Um, I'm going to start like turning into Jeremy Martin right now. I had a USA sweatshirt on that I had, and I gave it to Gibbs. I know. I, and he I'm going to. I'm going to. And you, I'm you gave it to him. I gave it to him. Yeah, he straight up just gave me the U- Team USA jacket. That's right, because you know what? Suck it, lips. These colors Suck don't it. run. These colors do run because I have another one. <laughs> did you uh, Did you tweet that? Yeah. Photo of him? Of what? Of lips and stuff? No. no. Okay. Him wearing it. No, no. We're not no. going to oh, okay. post okay. that. Right. Um, I'm under contract with yeah. Fly now. I can't uh, have Fly. Oh, right. you're, you're not Fly. All right, Daniel, anything else? Um, but yeah, I did have a question because I heard uh, Tomac mention it in a tonight and in another interview about the start. Mm-hmm. They have more room behind the starting gate mm-hmm. and how they're... GP riders build a little ramp and roll into it. Mm-hmm. Is that something new this year, or is there no, something they've like, always? Yeah. Did notice it? Did you not notice it last year? Did the pastor not tell them, "Hey, you guys should be practicing your rolling starts" because that's what they do over there? Yeah, I guess I don't not. Understand why yeah. it was, I don't understand why it was not a, why they didn't know about it in advance. You know, do you have to be like? Can you be ten feet out behind the gate? Yeah, wherever the back of the gate is. You know yeah. what? Then we need to take Michael Essie to the to, I, to the, the nations because that. Dude, there's nobody that – if you could give that guy three extra feet behind the gate, he is hole-shotting every single time. Probably, because he just guesses. He just goes. Yeah. Dude, and they'll have it yeah. down to a T. Yep. They'll have it down. Tomac said he was doing normal regular starts, and I'm like, well, why? If everybody else is doing it this way, why didn't you practice that way? That's a great question, dude. That's a great question. Now our chat room's arguing about George Bush and politics. That's awesome. That's a great question, dude. It is. Thanks, Daniel. Appreciate it, man. Hey, have a good night, Daniel. Thanks. All right, let's take a commercial break. I think Pookie went and got some Jimmy John's for us. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, we'll take a commercial break, and we'll be back with Kenny Watson, the Race Tech emails, BTO Sports, Gabbett Gibbs, commercial too. Okay. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks to Eli. Thanks for turning it into the Fox, I mean the uh, Fly (laughs) Racing Pulp MX Show. My sponsors are awesome. Brought to you by Fly. All right, see you, everybody. Fly. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mm-hmm. Mic check.
Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech gold valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
for over 23 years, now they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Met Show. Coming at you! Live from Las Vegas. The main event. Daniel Blair Band. Good old Daniel Blair. They're playing Monster Cup. If you guys want to go check out the main event, Big you, B and Strung Out. You saw him in Corona. Check this out. Walk off. Oh, he caught it. No, but it's only two outs, bro. I know he scored. Uh, main event's playing at the pool at the Hard Rock on Friday night. Check them out. Main event, Big B, Strung Out. It's going to be a really good how night. How were they at uh, when you saw them in Corona? I, they were awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was the first time I'd seen the main event in probably three or four years. Yeah. And, uh, First time I seen him with Mike, and uh, it was really, really good. It was really cool to see Mike up there, and Daniel and Vincent and, you know, Cliffy. They're, they're doing it, man. I wish them nothing but the best. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection. Works Connection, Kenny. You and Eric are way back at Works Connection. Eric's a good dude. Uh, us on, you know, launch control and some other things. Yep. WorksConnection.com. Been in business since uh, 91, 1990, something like that. Dude, you know what else Eric is doing? It's pretty cool. If you guys are up in that area in Sacramento or you're driving through, or you really need to go by. He has some really, really, really cool vintage bikes. Yeah, I saw the Lampson replica. They got he has one. a Lampson. Yeah. He has like a, a, a vintage YZ125, like a 1980 maybe or an 81. Um, he has uh, like maybe an 86 CR250. Really good. He has some really cool stuff. Good, and it's really cool. They 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 do everything made in America right there. They do all their stamping, their forging, everything right there in in house, um, top of the line stuff. Guts Racing official seat foam of Monster Pro Circuit with their stealth seat foam. Use the code PulpMX14 to save yourself money at Guts Racing. Mafia Moto Crew twenty percent. If you type in Pulp Crew, save you money at Mafia Moto Crew. Uh, Nick Way's uh, company coming along right well. And W Wheels. I got my brand new W shirt on right now. W Built. Thanks to John Anderson and those guys. Official wheel of shit. Half the team in the pits. Used to be official wheel of RCH, but you know. Yeah, you know what? John and I still talk on a regular basis. Um, he's uh, really, really deep into it. And uh, they have some really cool things coming. And, yeah, uh, did he show you some of that new stuff? Yeah, I, I talked to him. We can't talk about it. But, but um, uh, I, think, yeah. I think they're coming. They're coming, and I think they're going to put take, take this industry by storm here pretty w- quick. WUSA.com. 810 Solutions Official Rhino Power. A Rhino Global Power uh, supplements on the East Coast. Uh, 810 Solutions, the number 810solutions.com. Tech One Designs. Uh, Tech One's been killing it with uh, making replica graphics lately for old, you know, you want to make some replica graphics from uh, the Splitfire days or the Peak days or whatever. Uh, Tech One Designs can help you with that. FMF Racing and the Cherubies all on board with us. Uh, let's do our Race Tech emails first here. Race Tech Technical Edge Suspension Seminars taking place in Corona November 1st through 7th. Whether you're a dad, a race team tuner, or looking to start your own shop, learning the ins and outs of suspension will elevate the level of your program. Tuners on the top teams in the sport, and most of the race tech's comp- uh, competitors have all gotten their start at these seminars. And uh, also, You know what's crazy about that? What? Uh, I was talking to our suspension guy, Kaipo. Yes. And he was educating me on how deep the roots are at race tech. Yeah. Who got started there? Oh, yeah. And it was crazy because Rob Hendrick was out at Henderson. the track yep. doing some stuff with the Oshimira guys. And he, we were talking about all the names from Scott Bennett, Mike Batista, Kaipo, you know, Rob, all yep. these guys. And he, he told me Rob started there. And then I started thinking. I'm like, yeah, he did. Yep. And I remember when I worked for Shane Trittler 
I didn't even work for Shane Triller. He was like, I was freaking 18 or 19 years old. I went down there with Shane Triller and Rob, and Rob worked there and he just got here from New Zealand. Is that where he's from? Yeah, New Zealand. And it's just crazy. And I was talking to him about that and I seen Rob walking off the track and I'm all, Rob, what are we doing? What are we doing? And he goes, he looked at me with this blank stare in his eyes. He's like, well, what do you mean? What are we doing? I go, dude, you know how long I've known you? And he said, no, uh, since, you know, blah, blah, I'm like, no, right. dude. Yeah. When you worked at Racetech and his, like, his head spun around, he's like, really? I go, don't you remember I used to go down there with Shane Trittler? He's like, when Paul Donnelly was around, no shit. Paul Donnelly <laughs> was one of the founders of Racetech that passed away. He was riding a, he went for a test ride on a bike behind the shop and had a tragic accident and got killed. Really? Yeah. I never heard that. He was one of the, he was... Uh, yeah. Paul Feed's partner. His name was Paul Donnelly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, there we go, folks. Race Tech. Oh, oh by the way, they're uh, opening up their rider support right now. If you want to join the uh, 2015 uh, rider support rippers uh, of Race Tech, you, ne- you can email rider support at racetech.com or apply on the Raiders, rider support link at racetech.com. Race Tech! Some of the best stuff out there. All right, a couple of emails here. Uh, this is uh, this one's really long, but let's start with this. Uh, Javi sent this in, or Javi, or Javi R, or something. Hey, Steve, I'm a listener of the Pulp and Mech Show from Spain. First of all, congrats to Team Canada. It's been a while since Lakewood in 2010 uh, that you don't have the chance to get into the main program. Thank you for reminding me. I'd like to remember that last year there were just two Canadian riders that were trying to get to the main in the B final. My dad got hurt, and man, that was close. It looks like Team Canada needed Colton to drive the ship into the right direction this advance. It was okay for them. Good job. On the other side, Team Spain didn't have a chance to get in the youngsters and team. Uh, there was a young team and mistakes aren't allowed in this event. Uh, finally, I'd like to ask you about the rear tires these guys were using. The paddles were quite common on the sand tracks. I'd like to know if there was a Millville. If they're in Millville National, do they use those type, type of tires? They do not, actually. Uh, they do not use the, those type of tires. Um, so well, Dino said it. Yeah. Dino mentioned about he, it that he ran the paddle, the he, scoop. They call it the scoop. He'd rather have it uh, for the – well, you know, I mean, Kenny, you know, as a former mechanic, you would put a tire on for the start, the most important thing for the start, you know? Like yeah. if you if you got to pick, if you got to choose. Yeah. I mean, start. I think the start is crucial anywhere you go. Yeah. And if you could start up front, you're going to sacrifice whatever you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's he says uh, uh, the Pulp Mech Show helps him learn English. Perfect. Romancing the stone. Look at look that up. <laughs> What's it called? Romancing. Romancing. Okay. The stone. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, this is an email from uh, Matches. Uh, he's from Slovenia, but uh, we met in the 2011 at the press center in, in Motocross the Nations. I gave you a ribbon for a Krabovic press card, and you gave me your Pulpmex sticker. I don't remember that, but I do. I think I know this guy. Um, they had Tim Gasher, who uh, this weekend in Slovenia did. And he uh, hauled ass all day, and then he crashed in practice on Saturday, mm-hmm. and he had a broken back. So, and he raced. He raced on Saturday with a broken back. He went to the hospital on Saturday night. They said, oh, you got a broken back. This guy was, Uh-oh. like, really fast. He was on really Saturday good. he was fast with a broken yeah. back? Yeah. Oh, what yeah, a he had some broken Is that discs. his home track? No, no. No, Slovenia is not, not near there. So Slovenia is where the juice is from, right? No, juice is from Estonia. Ah, they're all the same thing. It's like saying you're from, you're from Nevada, but you're from Prim. And I'm I don't Vegas. think it's the same thing at all, but that's okay. I was talking to Alan about it, and he said he was going there, and Alan told me he was going to hang out over there. And I said, oh, really? How close is it to the track? He goes, put it this way. It's like Riverside and Corona. Okay. It's just different countries. Well, yeah, but that's, this is, that's, that's Estonia and Latvia. This is Slovenia. Don't tell him Estonia that. They'll whoop your ass. 
Yeah, okay. Sorry, you guys. All seven of them. Yeah, but they got three tanks. Yeah. Do you? This question is for us. Uh, do you think it is okay if the rookie in the MX2 class, with his with, with being a lower body weight, ride a 450F on an important race like MXON? Like, would you? Now we talked about going down. Would you put those up? Would you move them up? Could you move those kids I, up? I, I would if they were a team hemp. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, keep me. F- your, your work keeps me fascinated. Hey, I seen Thank Martin you. ride a 450 before. That kid hauls ass on a 450. Yeah. Uh, this guy wrote in. His name is Sergeant Michael Hoyt. He's an active duty airman stationed in Wyoming, and something occurred to him today, and was interested in my outlook. I often hear about how much a pro rider must sacrifice and give to be as great as they are, and how some of us don't understand. Now, to be straight, I would never question that they give up a lot to perform as they do. My question is, do we, do we really not understand, or is it them who can't possibly understand the sacrifices that we must make as lifelong motocross racers who never make it in the sport? My debate here is not that we, make, we must sacrifice more than them or them more than us. My feeling is what I hear is how it can be possible for us to not understand the sacrifices that pro motocross, make, pro motocross racers make. This guy's in the military. He's had his emails long, but... He's in the military. He had to give up his dream of racing motocross because he had different sacrifices he had to make when he was younger. And now he's in uh, the military. And before that, he had a 75-hour-a-week job. So his point is, is, I think his point is, is that the motocross racers, that they do sacrifice a lot, they have a pretty sweet life compared to guys like this guy. 75 hours a week. Well, you could look and, at it. You could I mean, look at he's it. in the military. I, I get it. And yeah. thank you for representing our country and, and fighting for our freedom. He wore his hat. Yes. So he, this guy would definitely wear a hat. Definitely. But I think it's like that in any sport. I think families have to give up and people have to give up a lot of different things to chase their dreams. And it's just not in our sport. I think it's on in, in any sport. If it's, you know, kids playing soccer, if it's kids playing baseball on the weekends or, you know, local families going out to yeah. the races like this weekend. Um, my amateur rider, I sponsor a kid up in Sacramento named Zachary Thanger. who's going to go race the Dodge race. His whole family, his mom, his dad, his sister, everyone supports their racing. So it's just not one guy that's, Giving up, it's a whole family. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not one guy, one thing, one person. It's not like if I was a, a factory racer, it's just me. There's a whole group of people behind it, and it's it's really tough to say what I, one guy giving it up, and I gave up my I dream. Gave up more, I yeah, gave up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no I in this. It's a support group of everybody. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. Um, this guy sounds like he did sacrifice a lot, and we know our racers that make it to the top sacrificed a lot. But there's a lot of people in this world that go to work at nine, yeah, come I home get at it. five, I get it, and never do anything. I get it, but yeah. you know what? It's just no, no, like I know I'm not saying that as a we're watching. To you. Ba- we're watching just, baseball, yeah. And look at these guys that we watch this. We're fans of sports and say, you know what? We I wish they had. You know, I wish we could do what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that in anything. You have to give to take. Right. That's what all I'm giving. Um, but hey, I understand what he's saying, and thank you again for representing this beautiful country of ours and wearing our hat racetech.com email segment check out racetech.com use the code pulp mx uh 2014 to save yourself 20 percent at racetech on suspension work best stuff out there and they got parts and well and vintage bikes and you name it racetech's got it when it comes to suspension with that let's move right into our btosports.com gabba gibbs btosports.com gabba gibbs gabba gibbs gabba gibbs gabba gibbs Gabba Gibbs, 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 Gabba Gibbs,
Are you done? Slobbering all over the microphone? BTOsports.com, nation's, nation's leading retailer for anything you need for your bike or body. Proud sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team with Andrew Short and Justin Brayton. What gear do they wear? Fly Racing. You can use uh, the code PulpMX to save yourself money at BTOsports.com. What goggles is Brayton going to wear? OEM parts, too. Are you going to get them in uh, X-Brands? Nope. They, are, they have a deal with, um, they have a deal with uh, Scott. Oh, Scott? Yep. Um, John Knowles. But I, I can't drop it right now, but X-Brand is in talks with a top rider for we'll next year. October 1st, we'll know? No, it's not done. No, <laughs> no it's not done. Uh, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> Why do you got to say that? <laughs> Because it's it's always too good too too good to be true. Fuck you, bro. Fuck <laughs> you, dude. Hey, I would love to see it happen for Rich Taylor because um, he's one of the coolest guys in this business. Uh, all right. Um, too bad you work for him. BTOsports.com. <laughs> uh, these are the questions submitted by you guys on Twitter to Devin Gibbs at Devin Gibbs twenty seven uh, and at Pulpomex Show. He picks the best ones. Uh, hey, speaking of Devin Gibbs, have you looked right in there. the back of that guy's truck? No. What do you got going on back there, bud? Oh, you got, got bags of clothes, wow. freaking leaves, <laughs> branches, trees. What, are you homeless in your truck? No, no, no. That's just my that's just my parents' way of telling me to take out the trash. They just put it in the truck and just they're like, yeah, I'll throw it away. Okay, so like, why don't you just throw it away then? And why do you drive around with garbage in the back of your truck? I'm trying. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. He's practicing for a garbage man. Wow. What the fuck I don't know. Kenny, man, you give me a sweatshirt and I got to dog my truck. Did I'm not see, dogging your truck. Did you see the I'm dog in your truck? Did you see the past? Did you see the past? Truck? What no. is going on with what? The garbage. It's in there. How long when do been, you take it out? How probably, long? Probably like after this. Now, how long has it been in there? I don't know, like a couple of days. She's <laughs> <laughs> been there. Uh, I mean, I'm t- I'm throwing it out if it's me. Uh, I'm throwing I'm th- I'm throwing it right back in my parents' car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it in their bedroom. <laughs> Here you go, mom. It is blankets. So I don't know what it was. I didn't even go. I see some rats running around there. I don't know about that. I keep it pretty much clean, other than the trash that's in the bed. Okay, so... Um, Is there the, any other questions for the Gavin Gibbs? We're going no, to send them out to you we're good. here in a second. No, you want any more? You got no, more no, we're me? good. Dude, besides that, the truck's looking sweet, bro. The 27 <laughs> sticker on the back window, you're looking pripe. Oh, I saw that, though. You're looking uh, quite pripe. You know what pripe means? Proper and ripe. Oh. Write that down, Steve. Go Take ahead. Notes. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. All right. Gavin Gibbs. Gavin Gibbs. No, I was one of those right now. Next time I'm just going to say pripe instead of killing it. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get on with this. Mm-hmm. At... Uh, 94 Mim, uh, with Steve's talk about uh, running teams and how much money it would cost, how much money would it cost to do one full season to do all the races? We've already gone through this. We've answered it a lot, and and Kenny Watson's answered it for us before. Uh, Without salaries, Watson, didn't you say it was $400,000 to do a season? Expenses? Are you talking about just just to put a truck on the road? Just expenses. Well, you you can do it a couple ways. You can do it Alan Brown style. Where you're just rubbing nickels together and just going racing and hiring, you know, guys mechanics that you know are not that you know expensive, or you could to do a top level team, or you could do enough just to get by. There's a couple different ways. How, give us you a could do it. You could do it from 150 to 200 grand for us for a whole season. Yep. Or you could do it with the proper technicians and everything for seven or eight hundred thousand. Okay. All right. There we go. All right, uh, this next question is from uh, Brad MX 95 uh, It's a two-point question for you, Steve, and for you, Watson. Uh, Watson, what's a key, or what's the keys to attracting outside sponsor uh, support? And Steve, uh, what's some key steps on building a race bike? Go ahead, race bike. You don't go ahead, mechanic. Project, Project 90. Project 90? Yeah, exactly. Speak, say no more. 
Right. Restech.com. I haven't even seen it. I want to go check it. Yeah, before. Yeah, maybe next commercial break. Can I pop a wheelie on it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah let sure. me ride it with flip flops. Last time I rode flip flops yeah. and tank top, I looped it. Right, that's what you told us. Um, the key to building a race bike: just take your time, just look at everything over it, do it once, check it twice. Checklist. Yeah. All right. Question and for you, Watson. Uh, outside sponsors. I think the key to it is show them a, a valuable, a value, a return on their investment. How you're just not going to throw a sticker on and say, "Hey, uh, you're going to be on TV." Um, show them how you can give them a value and how you're going to drive customers I, to their business. I know you guys do this, but I'm asking if you do this, but I know other teams do this. There's other teams in our sport that watch every race from Supercross and Motocross, time how long their rider is on there. No, we don't do that. Okay. And then they do a ROI to the sponsors. No, we don't this do that. This is how many minutes and seconds you're we don't. We don't okay, do that. Okay. We, what we, the way we do it is if that – we don't do that. Okay. We don't do it that way. There's – but well, you've heard of doing it that way. Yeah, that's that doesn't work. Okay. That does not work. Why not? Why wouldn't it work? Here, it here's what your TV work. time was. Here's it does not work because how do you justify that to your sponsor and say, we can't, you can't guarantee that. No, but you just said, look what I've delivered. Look what we've delivered for you. you. you yeah, but it's, they want to see a guarantee. They want to see how they can get a return on their investment. You can't guarantee that. But what you can guarantee is you know, everything that we have done in the past, how you could prove in accurate numbers – and, you know, blah, blah, blah. All right. And you guys do a good job at that over at RCH. You having another rig this year still? Uh, don't know oh, yet. Man. Don't know yet. Okay. One, right. one, we'll have one for sure. Yeah, yeah I hope so. All right. <laughs> All right. This next question is from Frederick Olson. Uh, with Villapoto going to the GPs, do you think this is going to start a new trend of more top U.S. riders? Is that done? Is that stamped, Steve? Stamped. 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 CLS? No, KRT. What is that? That's the factory Cowie team. The CLS is like a Mitch Payton team, like an offshoot of Factory Cali. Is it Monster? Yep. Full-blown? Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't think Feld's too happy about that. I, I don't think anybody over here, promotion-wise, is happy about it. No, but who cares? It's yeah, it was crazy. It's I, was, I was watching uh, a couple weeks ago. I was watching on, down south in California. I was watching. They had the Monster Energy Cup commercials going, and they had Villapoto on there. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh. And see, they had other guys on there, too. And I was like, hmm. These guys aren't even going there. See, I saw a commercial up here in Vegas. Yeah, it just dropped Reed and Dungey, and maybe Barsha, but it didn't say. It did not say Villapoto. It did didn't not say, say Villapoto's name. I don't think it said Stewart either. It said it just had. Uh, it just showed him, and it said champ. You know, passing and just showed. If him. you had to bet money that Stewart would race the Monster Cup, would you bet yes or no? Where would you put your money on? Uh, I don't think we know yet. But at least I don't. I, I don't know you. anything about it. But what would you bet? I, w- I I'm not going to bet either way because I would be surprised if he does, and I won't be surprised if he doesn't. Okay, so you're fifty fifty. Yeah, and I mean, all, all right. I can say is, uh, you know, that I I hope he does. I would like to see him out there. Yeah, I would like to. Suzuki. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, I know what his t- all the hard work that his team puts in, and f- I would love to see a yellow bike out there. Uh, as far as that guy's question, uh, no, I do not think um, other riders will head to Europe. I, d- I do not think so. I, th- I think that uh, RV is going there to fulfill a contract, and he wants to race um, something different to get him motivated, to get him going. And, and uh, Do you think he's going to go there halfway through and go, what the fuck did I get myself Yeah, I already told him that. Because, dude, I mean, this I told a, him that. like Eli said, these guys are no joke. Dude, you have to give the sand and the mud races to Tony. Just give them to him. Like, I love RE. He's badass. Well, how could you say that when you had Paul Lynn just freaking 
kill those guys. And he's not even their best guy. You got to Caroli was on a 250F. I, I don't I and know And he was that. coming. And he was coming until he crashed. Like, he was going to – I don't think he would have caught Paul in, but he would have got close. I, I agree. And, I and, agree. And, and they raced this year. And if my Paul, if Paul my aunt had ball, she'd be my uncle. Paul in and AC raced <laughs> 17 rounds of the World Championships. Antonio's got the title. I, I understand. He's had a lot of titles, but I'm just saying. Eight of them. DeSaul's right there. Yeah. How many does he have? Eight? Corolla, yeah. Good for him, man. Antonio. Okay. Um, I'm just saying, I, 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 I just like, uh, dude, I hope RV goes over there and crushes those guys. Oh, but it's realistically, it's, it's awesome. Realistically, I mean, dude, we haven't had an American GP champion in 1994. Bobby Moore? 1994, Bobby Moore. I mean, we've I would never had a, We've never had a guy at the caliber of RV go over. Never. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. That's going to be really, really awesome to watch. It's big. Yep, exactly. It's legendary if yeah. he were to go over there. Um, I would almost ass. say that I would go over to watch a race to hang out, but nah. <laughs> no, I don't think you're going to go. I'm going to have to go, though, probably. Yeah. Why? Why uh, do you have to go? Oh, i got to see this. It's going to be awesome. Super great. I have the utmost respect for Antonio Caroli. I wish all the dudes – well, he's won flat – well, not counting this year. I think he won four straight motos at this yeah. nation, so – Everyone should respect him being a badass. I, you know what? I, I've never, like, I've followed his career yet, and I know, but I really, because, you know, the TV package isn't that great, and I really mm-hmm. didn't know much about him. I kind of watched some of the teasers about his movie, and it really made me interested in his career and what he's, what's going on with him. Um, yeah. I think no, it's absolutely. cool. And even, like, Everett's, like, Everett's was, like, you know, it's the same type of guy. Like, yeah. I knew he was good. Yeah. But then I started to watch old video of him, like, how fast that guy was, how yeah. he would go through ruts standing up. Oh, yeah. You know, just how gnarly he was. And I'm just like, man, it seems like the detail these guys, like some of these riders have. Yeah. It's like, I don't, what, what was the deal with, uh, with, with Tony and Stefan, with, with Tony and uh, um, Purcell? Did they have like a big battle or a, did they have some I think like. They respect each other, but I don't think they're buddies, yeah. Okay, because there was something in one of the teasers about, you know, they didn't see eye to eye and they yeah. were on the podium one time. Oh, and yeah, kinda... yeah, yeah, back then, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, next question. All right. Uh, there are rumors that Alessi may be going to the GPs for 15. What is your guys' opinion on that? Never happened. No, I heard it was from some good sources. Like, so they, oh, really? You're gonna like, he's going to ride for a, like, they said he's going to ride for an Italian Honda team and everything. Hmm. Supercross? GPs. So, we'll and that would make sense in this way. There was talk in the Canadian series that MCR, Motor Concepts, wasn't going back to Canada next year. They're going to support Mike for Supercross. And there was talk that Mike was saying, hey, uh, to Canadian teams, I'll take you Supercross racing, Canadian rider, if you take me Canadian motocross racing next year. So maybe there's something there. I'm, mm-hmm. It's all rumors, but maybe there's something there to Mike being over there. What if the 800 and Villapoto line up again? Oh. Rivals, GPs. Oh, awesome. Villapoto's going, I can't shake this guy. <laughs> He's everywhere. He can't get... okay. you, know, you know what's crazy is that, you know, Tony and my, like that whole program is just so weird to me. Like that whole deal, like, you know, I, I respect Mike for what he does, Mike Genova, from like supporting Michael Essie and supporting the sport and doing that and going racing, but. Mike going to Europe, unless he has a solid ride, like, I I talked to them before, like, about going over there and, and just their experiences they had. They oh, when had, they weren't KTM. Yeah, they, they, didn't, whatever, yeah. they haven't had great luck over there. They haven't had no, great no. experience. It's not like they're a fan favorite over there. It's not like it's all going to be. And, and then especially 
to go ride for an Italian Honda team? Yeah, not Martin Honda. I heard it was something. Okay, else, by the way, yeah. well, it's probably that team that. Um, what's what's his, what's uh, Ronnie Mack rode for? No, that's Martin Honda. He rode for Martin Honda. Yeah, yeah, he rode for Martin. And they gave him the. Uh, well, I don't know if Ronnie did, but Jimmy Albertson did. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just think it's kind of. I know, think Mike, heard Mike the... Genova is awesome, and he's a good asset to the sport. He just needs to get the sh- get rid of Tony, but he yeah. won't, and he can't, and that's the end of it. Yeah. And then when Mike he's... Genova gets out of the industry, he will tell everybody the industry fucked me. They wouldn't support me. Yeah. No, they wouldn't support you because you have Tony Alessi. He's drinking the Kool Aid for sure. He's drinking that's, Tony's That's Kool-Aid. the bottom line. And, and, and you know what? I, used, Dude, to have, I, I saw... used to have a so much respect for Tony, and I've always been there. But the last year, I just kind of, eh. And I, I wish him nothing but the best, but at this point in time, no. I'm just like. I, I gave the guy a chance to. I, I, but I, so. I, I respect Mike, what he's doing, and I like Mike Genova. I, I think he's a really good man, but I, I just, sometimes I scratch my head and go, why? Well, again, if, yeah, whatever. I've, t- I've talked about it enough. All right, next question. All right. Uh, now, with RV going to Europe next year, regardless if he wins the championship or not, if he is healthy, do you think he's a, can- a candidate for the USA team? Definitely. Yeah. He has the tracks. He knows yeah. the conditions. I mean, no, it, it didn't matter. If RV doesn't race all year because of an injury, but he's healthy in September, Yeah, he goes. You know? Here's something I'm going to write in my column. And Why don't sneak, you tell me about this? A sneak preview for you people. Remember the whole jumping down, jumping down to the 250 thing? Like, part of that, I agree with that. We should look at that. We, should, we need to change things up. We've lost, I don't know if it's we or they. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm confused as fuck, but either we or they. I'm Canadian, but I'm going for my citizenship. I've lived here for 20 years. You live in the USA, it's we. We have lost for three years in a row. We need to look at the way team, the, I agree. the rider selection. I agree. Why does Roger not ever even look at James Stewart anymore. Now, this year, I understand lots of issues. Can't go this year. And James went in the past, but in the last three, four years, there's... Uh, Let me ask you a question. Granted, only James has only been healthy, a couple of them, but Stewart has no chance of getting on the team. Let Zero me ask you chance. a question. And he is the fastest exactly. man we has have. Has James ever been there and not won? No. I rest my case. Yeah. I mean, you put... You send RV... Dunge and Stu. One of them rides a small bike. Is but, it Roger's decision? On yeah. Who, yeah, okay. basically. I okay. mean, I think he consults with people, but... With, with, when we were talking about how Roger... It, the team didn't lose because of Roger the same way the team didn't win because no. of Roger. But with that argument of Roger choosing the riders and not choosing Stuart, don't you feel he's somewhat at fault? I mean, obviously this year's different, but in the past three years... No. No, no. no. I, I mean, we need to look at things. Roger's still the man. Yeah, but we okay. need to look at things differently. And if one of them is looking, putting James Stewart on the bike, if he's healthy and ready to go, then that's one of them. Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, James Stewart, healthy, is one of the best motorcycle riders in the world, hands down. Yeah. So why wouldn't you have he was that, the, he that was... guy on the team? Why wouldn't you have that guy that had an undefeated season on the the, anybody that he's, has an He's not that James Stewart anymore. He's not that fast. He's not that dominant, but he's still pretty freaking okay, good. Okay, he won an outdoor national. He won four yeah, supercrosses. Yeah. The guy on any given day can beat anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, anybody. Right, right. When he when he's in his zone. And you know what? I guarantee you when he goes there and he flies those colors, 
He is a team player, and he wants to win, and Will he's he going to win. Would he wear his hat? He might Damn wear it backwards, right. but he would wear it. <laughs> All right, next question. All right. Uh, this one is from Jason Poulsen. Uh, are the Americans at any disadvantage taking their product-based or production-based bikes against their quote-unquote real factory bikes? Heck yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, sure. the, the Europe bikes can be better. They can do anything they want. But, I mean, what are you going to do, jump on a, a bike that you're unfamiliar with? No, you, I'm, you know he's asking, bikes. are the bikes better? Are the Euro bikes better than our production bikes? Um, not production saying our guys bikes. can our guys do better on yeah. their same equipment. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think that gap is closed from, you know, full work stuff. I mean, I think KTM runs different frames and swing arms and everything, but yeah. Hmm. Interesting All question right. for sure. Uh this one's kind of for you, Kenny. Uh it's at for uh, at a, I don't even know how to say it. A L B I D P. Uh, do you? How do you feel about, or how do the outside supporting sponsors feel about the motocross of the nations? Are they for it? Do they not care? Um, if you uh, if your rider went, would they give you any extra money or help or anything? No, probably not. Hmm. Probably not. But you know what? As as a team, that's something that you know you if you have that caliber of rider that you need to put a line item in just in case you do go. You're gonna end up going next year. So if that's the case, you need to figure out what it's going to take to get personnel there, what it's going to take, and you need to add that. So if it does come up, you're not caught, you know, Freaked with, your, with, yeah, with yeah. your pants down. But I, I'm a, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to, you know, keep bringing this up, but I don't know what the situation is with with you know other sponsors and other teams what they do. But if that is the case, and let's say you had like Team Canada, the Pulp MX helped out. I saw that shirt they did. That was cool. Yeah. That so was pumped what, on. I didn't so expect that. If it's if it's a, a hat, okay, great. If you have sponsors, put your logos on the side of the hat. Make it a, a collab of He's getting back to the hat again. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that's what I'm saying. It's right, just like right. if you're outside sponsor, if you know Martin's sponsor wanted him to wear the hat, great. Okay. Yeah. Make a hat that has all the logos on it. Right. It was funny because he said, like, I don't want to keep bringing this up. And I was like, where is he going with this? And it just somehow went right back to the hat. Um, I was like, oh, okay. And I'm not, and I'm not, I mean, like, I'll say it again. I've said it all night. I'm not trying to beat Jeremy up. I'm not trying to beat his team up. I'm not trying to beat his sponsors up. But I look back at it. This is the biggest sport, I mean, biggest race of our sport when all the countries are combined. Mm -hmm. It's the Olympics of motocross racing for us, for for a fan, industry, whatever. You represent your country. You wave your country's flag. You wear – I mean, look at his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It's red, white, and blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everything, his gears, red, white, and blue. Okay, why? I don't get it. If, if we were at the Olympics, you know, the Olympics, you would not wear any sponsor hat. And I, I like the way Dungey did it. Dungey went on the podium. He had a Dunlop hat on, and he had his Red Bull hat on underneath it. And he took the Dunlop hat off halfway and, re- and ran his Red Bull hat. And then he ran his USA hat. He got pictures in all of them. Yeah, probably a good idea, right? And you know what? This it's is, B, it's I'm going to leave yeah. it at this. If I'm Rockstar, I'm pissed. Because if you go back and look at the press conference when they're interviewing Jeremy Martin, he's sitting like this, doing his interview, and there's a monster can right in front of him. Oh, yeah? The whole time. Yeah, yeah. So... If you're a rock star, why wouldn't you just go, hey, Jeremy Martin, you're wearing a rock star hat. Pull the rock star can out and put it right there. Riders have done that. James Stewart. James done it all the time. And when Ricky went, when Ricky was, you know, if it was Red Bull, 
his people had a monster bottle right there. You know, there's a lot of confusion out there about if you were to hire this one rider that that runs Red Bull. People are saying it's a monster team. You are not a monster team. That is Ricky's I, personal I sponsor. It's all speculation right now. But, it's, but Monster is a personal sponsor of Ricky. Monster is a personal yeah. sponsor of Ricky right. Carmichael. Okay. I will say that. Right. That's and, all we need and to all I can, And all I can say is that is it. Right. Next question. All right. Last question. Uh, it's from Tyson Stegall. Okay. Uh, do you think the top guys do enough to promote the sport to the next generation? Do they care or and should they care? I think the guys coming up right now are doing a better job than some of the guys in the past. I see more guys hanging out, more guys talking to the kids. Um, I, I, I think the guys are doing a better job. I think the dudes that are coming up right now are a little bit more, I don't want to say grateful, but are a little bit more respectable and proud of what they've earned. And I think they've realized how tough it is to get where they're at. I think there's still a few prima donnas out there that think, you know, that they don't need to do that. But I think that uh, it's definitely important. Yeah, I can't really answer it. I mean, Kenny, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I respect your opinion. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. How did you feel when you went and tried to get Jeff Stanton's jersey back in the day? Yeah, good point. Yeah, I thought he was going to beat me up. Exactly. Yeah, I did. But, I mean, that's not to say that these guys nowadays don't do that, right? Oh, they wouldn't. I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, You know, I mean, the, here's the thing. Those guys sign and sign and sign, and they do a lot for the fans and this and that. But there's still somebody pissed off every race because they were – you know, these guys got practice and meals yeah. to eat, and, and everyone gets screwed every race. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember back in the day when, you like, know? when we were at Hart and Huntington, and we would sit there and sign for two or three hours. The riders would leave, and then Kerry would sign there, and everyone would come up and go, man, you guys are the coolest. You hang out, and you sign, and you don't give away tickets, and you don't do this. But a lot of these people got to understand that these guys aren't there just to sign autographs all day. They're there no, to, do, to race and do their job. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's, you know, if you, even if you just watch videos and watch stuff, how cool the riders are with the fans now. You know, yeah. even when they're in line, you know what I mean? They, they give, the, you know, give them a minute or two, talk to them, and, hey, man, how are you doing? And I, I, I think, think that's cool. I think, too, uh, there's, there, you know, everybody's got a video camera now making videos, and these riders yeah. are doing them. There's shows like this. There's the video shows. There's there's more websites than ever. More interviews, like like Jimmy Albertson is getting a personality out there that you might never have known. Yeah. Ten years ago, you have no idea. You know. So I think that that's positive. Like, I know sometimes like I, because when you talk to a Villapoto or a Roxon or a Stewart, you're not getting really everything out of them because they. I mean, they're you know they got a lot they, they got a lot they can't say and this and that. Although Villapoto's pretty good at it, but. So, like, for me, sometimes I like talking to Jimmy Albertson over a top guy because Jimmy will just say whatever. I could tell, tell on your pre, your after-race podcast you had the same dudes on every week. No, Andrew I didn't. Short, Jimmy no, Alberts. I didn't. Devin? Oh, I don't listen to his shit. I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, you've had Andrew Short on at least nine or ten times. Out Super. of 27 races? Mm-hmm. I bet you he's been on more than half the shows. I want to bet you $100. What's your checklist no. as you're leaving? No, I don't think so. Want to bet $100? Yes. I bet $100. They just Swiss, shook hands. Swiss Corps, look it up. Swiss Corps, look it up. iTunes, post-race interviews, look it up. Andrew Short. 27 races. 27? No. 29 races. Sorry. 29 races. I got good odds, bro. Um, 
That's good. I got. Well, really you know good. what though? He gives a good interview. He's honest. He's I'm not saying guy. he does right. or he doesn't, right. but you know what? He, you have him on every week. You had Jake Weimer on a lot when he was there. He's a good interview. Yeah. I, I like there's, to listen there's, to Jake's interviews. Oh, I know. He's good. He's so bummed. He gets so pissed. I oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Did you hear all those dudes that are going for that job for the for the fell? I was giving JT crap. He didn't really talk much about it. I think he was mad. I bet you I guarantee you he's mad that you busted him on that. <laughs> Dude, you know, it doesn't matter. You know how many people are up for that thing? Okay, why would Will Hahn and Jake Weimer go? That's a good question. Why would they go? Dude, they had Daniel Blair there. They had Ivan Tedesco. And Tedesco as, did it? Oh, yeah. And as soon as they told me JT's doing it, I go, JT has it. Dude, he is so much better. I told Ivan, I said, dude, he goes, yeah, he is. He, he gets it. He, he, Why would dude, Ivan want to do it? He has nothing else going on during guess, the weekends. Yeah. He, has, he don't care. Yeah, they're, I mean, looking, they're looking for a new color commentator people for Arena Cross because GL's out. I think JT so. will do a great job. But why would Will and Weimer go do it? I, I don't know. How could they go do it? Fly back to Atlanta in the middle of the Supercross season? Chicago. For two, it's not in Chicago. Sh- but yeah. Chicago, wherever they had to go film it? Yeah. Like two days a week, whatever? I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I, and I don't know. Very strange. Is that it, though? Yeah, that has been the Gabba Gibbs segment. Gabba Gibbs, 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 Alex Martin, Ben LeMay. Chisholm? No, the Puerto Rican. Oh, Alec Mar- Alex Martin. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Chiz didn't race. He yeah, probably would have. He would have if he got offered. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe, right? Um, all right. Let, hey, let's... Uh, let's do the third commercial. Commercial? Yeah, let's do hey, the third Nick one. Way, wrap. Nick Way wants to come on. Do you want to wrap with Nick Way? Sure. After the commercial? You call it, producer. Yeah, after the commercial. Let's do a commercial. Okay. Let me just wrap it up. We're going to commercial. A third commercial. Because I got I to gotta go home, dude. Okay. Third commercial break of the night. Paul Pumek Show presented by BTOsports.com. We'll come back with Nick Way. 12% off BTOsports.com. And Check gr- it out. And the great Kenny Watson. Stick around. Why don't you? BTOsports.com. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserved nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority, and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. 
Pro-Prime-X show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Fly racing. Undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today.
Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech gold valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California. The nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. 
Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Everybody, Paul from Next Show presented by BTOSports.com. The great Kenny Watson from the RCH team. The great in studio tonight. You missed this show. I hate to say it, but I kind of do. You you can come back, okay? But I need some strict conditions on your return. Strict conditions. Do you agree to these conditions? <laughs> no. What do you mean no? I don't work well under conditions. You don't, do you? No. <laughs> hey, BFI guy. Do we have NYK on? Oh, he's on. Okay. That's his new name. BFI guy? BFI guy. Oh, you guys don't have BFI down here. Down where? Down in America. Do you have BFI? The fuck is BFI? Dude, what are you talking about down here in America? Dude, you lived here 20 years, bud. I know, you but... You are just saying we. Yeah. You just saying we. Do you, yeah. do you, do you, ha- do you we. have a garbage company called BFI? No. What should I... What, what's his name, then? Waste Management. Wait, Waste Management guy. <laughs> this is fucked up. How long do I have to deal with this? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to get him Take off. a photo of it. Oh, dude. Take a photo right. of it. <laughs> put, put, put your headset. Put your mic on. Mic check. Nick Way. Check two. Hey, 20% saves you, uh, Pulp Crew saves you 20% at MafiaMotorCrew.com. Welcome to the show, buddy. What's happening, guys? Kenny, the great Kenny Watson's in studio. The great Nick Way. 
Can you believe it? Yeah, K-Dub. What up, dude? How you doing, Nick Way? Uh, steady grinding. Steady grinding. <laughs> that a boy. That a boy. Just looking for those two clicks. That's a boy. That a boy. I wouldn't expect anything less out of Nick Way. Straight rhythm, bro? No, you got to go to Costa Rica. That's right. Yep. And then, but Monster... Well, I don't, but, but Monster I don't got him. Too. Monster Cup? Of course. Yep. You're, you're in? Easy money. Yeah, yeah uh, dog. Uh, thoughts on the Motocross the Nations loss? Anything about that? I watched it on TV. Pretty good coverage, I will say. Mm-hmm. I thought Fro did a good job. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I like it when he, like, I, I, the one thing I remember is him talking about, well, you know, it's hard not to be biased, you know, talking about our guys. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean that, that's I like, a that's a guy that raced his nation so many times. I mean, you you know that it, where his heart lies, you know. So, shit, you know damn well he wore the hat every time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if, he should, here we go. I didn't again. know if he wore the hat because he wouldn't want to mess up his hair. But. Nyk Watson is very <laughs> upset. Um, very is, is an understatement. This has been an ongoing thing all show. Jeremy Martin wasn't wearing a USA hat at the press conferences and things like that, and Kenny thinks he should be wearing hey, the hat. He wasn't wearing – he was wearing a different hat. That's why I was pissed, Nick. He was wearing why, a – Why, because he had to wear, like, a team hat? I, I think so. I think he had a team – he was wearing a team hat, but everybody else was wearing an American hat. And I just – it's an American – it's you're there for your country, not for your team at that point in time. So Well, not, every, not everybody's got team managers that are, you know, sticking up for the for the good cause. Who who does, does the, the – like, the America doesn't pay for the team to go, right? Yeah, the AMA pays. No. The AMA pays for a rider and a mechanic. Okay. The AMA pays for it. Yeah, yeah. Out so, of like donations and such. Yeah, who knows? Whatever. So they, the AMA paid for him to go and his mechanic to go. So yeah. f- saying that, he should have had a fucking hat on. <laughs> Bottom line, yeah. his bike is done up. His gear is done up. Right. Let's like icing on the cake. It's like making a cake and not yeah, putting icing on the I, fucking thing. Kenny hasn't been this passionate about anything since uh, it's my country, bro. Since the glitter days at, at Motor Triple X. It's my country, and I'm not talking crap on you know Jeremy Jeremy Martin. I right. think he he did a great job. He manned up and rode hurt. That's awesome. But I just don't like. That's just my thought. It's my theory. It's <laughs> his thought. So I don't know. Did did uh, did Frederick Noreen? Pretty much leading Tomac around for 20 minutes the first motor. Does that does that go unnoticed? People pumped on him. No, we were just talking to Eli about. We that. had Eli on the show tonight, and like we love Fast Freddie Norn, X brand goggles, clear vision. But when's the last time Tomac even saw Frederick Norn on the track? He right? was pissed. He's like, man. So this guy couldn't even get. I didn't even see this guy all summer and long. Not, and I'm not saying that in a derogatory manner. No, Tomac by, by any means. Like, of course he, not. I'm sure he he rode great all weekend, like for sure. But I think Frederick Norn, obviously, because like. When I first came back to racing from when I broke my back, I went to a Transworld race at Glen Helen, and mm-hmm. Fred was there. Oh, boy. And, I, and did we battle Royale, and um, the last moto he passed, like, I think we rode two classes together, and he beat me, like, three of the three motos. I was, like, getting closer every time. Mm-hmm. And then I think I, I think um, the last one he passed me, was like, two turns ago because some squid was in the way or something, but. I was like thinking at the time. I'm like, you know what, dude? Maybe I need. Maybe I need to hang up. Like this guy is. This guy is working me right now. You I know what? Like three weeks until the first race. So I've paid attention to him like closely since then. But dude has got some skills. I mean, in Supercross, not so much. Eli, but outdoors, yeah. got some skills. Eli said he pumped up really bad. You know, he moved quickly to the back of Leoc and and uh, Norin, and he pumped yeah, up. Yeah, no, really- and I figured that was the case right. because 
it's not like a normal schedule like for our dudes. Like they don't they didn't get too I don't know what the schedule was there, but it's just not the same. So no, it's only forty. I, I know for me, like yeah, it's only forty minutes between what did, motos. What do they have for practice? One twenty one forty minute session on Saturday. Oh well, so was, they rode quite a bit then. And then there's a warm up on Sunday morning. So. Hey Nick, do you think that those guys? Can you put your headset closer to your mouth, please? Hey Nick, do you think these the the Europeans had the advantage because they rode works bikes than our guys just riding production bikes over there? Uh, I think that's zero percent helpful. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't think. You don't think it made, that met that big of a difference? Um, no, I don't. I don't. But I mean, I've never ridden a full works bike either. I do think that, like, say, most of, like, say, say, most of those tracks over there are pretty unique to what we see, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even think of a track here where you'd be like, you know, what if the European guys came here, they'd be like, you know, fish out of water. Maybe like when we had Kenworthy's, right? Yeah, yeah. Look at the nations at Kenworthy's and see what goes down. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, no, right? Yeah, I'm with you for sure. No, definitely. Well, um, I mean, Glen Helen's probably our most unique track, I guess. Um, Pookie, not, and it's not even because it's that different; it's just because of the hills. Pookie said to me, "Hey, the motocross nations are are in America, right? In 2017." I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "Anaheim." <laughs> That's swear, what I said. I swear she said that. That's what I said. I said we should do, we should do one race after the Supercross series, bring them over, and then do one after their motocross series, mm-hmm. and then combine all the scores. Let's party. I well, would. that's what that's what this whole Monster Cup was. They were they were trying to do from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, they like, were. Obviously, it hasn't panned out, but that was like that was the goal is to right. have like the top Euro guys come, and then obviously leverage Monster and the other folks to get some of their guys from Europe come over here and do it. But and if you, it hasn't worked out. And if you notice, the first year at the Monster Cup, the track was more motocrossy because that was what they were expecting some Euros to come over. Has one Euro ever raced the Monster Cup? Like, came Zero. over here just to race it. Zero. 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 Uh, Zero. Paul Lynn was supposed to, but he got hurt one year or something. But, uh, yeah, zero. Who's the only? Who's the next Euro phenom coming over from super, for Supercross? Like, the guy that has the skills, do you think? I, I don't know for Supercross. I mean, I, I've seen, like, mm-hmm. it was like two years ago, three years ago, I've seen Hurlings on the freeway when I was driving home, and his bike was a huge hot mess. Like, yeah. it was obvious. He, he wasn't. He rode Supercross, and you know, I had just a little bit of dirt on it. He, they said that if he was, if he turned out to be okay, he'd maybe come to America. And he got a week on a Supercross track, and they said, "Okay, you're probably never going to come to America." Oh, really? Yeah, because it was rough, you know. So what about out of what one about week, out of one week though? I mean, well, I don't know that's what they're saying. What about who's the kid that's running for Mitch Tonus? Tonus. What do you think is going to happen no, there? He, I, I've seen him at Bur- he was at Bursley the last time I went to Masses, and he rode a four fifty. Yep. Yeah. And I, re- I remember him because we would sit there and do that like hot lap thing, and dude, dude, scrub on the finish line jump was next level. I'm yeah. like, wow. Yeah, no, he's good for sure. He's actually, he's probably, I don't know. I mean, I only saw him there. And I, right. I'm, no, he'll be good. I don't, I don't, I don't ever remember racing him. Like, I think I beat him pretty easily there, but that yeah. was years ago. But yeah, Mitch- he obviously he showed like he had like some. He he definitely knew what he was doing. I mean, I I, I, I remember him because the scrubs were just sick. Are you guys worried about Mitch's team next year outside of Adam Cincerello? Am I worried about it? I haven't lost sleep over it. Yeah, I mean, Nick, lost have one you? Link. Okay, no, no not thank, one. Thanks, guys. No, I think he's jerks. He's, he'll he'll be all right. Okay, 
right. Seems like he always Wait, pulls who? a rabbit out of the hat once. He hasn't done it in a while, but Bowers, Tonus. Bowers is pretty, Bowers is pretty determined, though. Like he's a pretty determined individual. I'm thinking he'll be just. I fine. think he'll be okay indoors. Outdoors, outdoors I'm like eh. outdoors. But still, I remember him riding outdoors on the T50F. He seemed like he did okay. But I think the starts are going to get him. Yeah, you think? Dean Wilson complained yeah, about I mean, starts. Right. He was I mean, he's, a pr- he's a pretty big dude. He's, he's like, he's honestly, I don't know. I, Dean's probably grown some, but he's he's got he seems big, bigger than Dean. Yeah, sure. he's he's yeah. a lot thicker than Dean. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. I you know what I mean when Bowers rode for us for a little bit. He, I don't think that he's probably. I don't think I've had a guy that's been more determined, and you know mm-hmm. wants it and works hard and right. you know. I mean, I I I think he can do good. Nick, wait, what's happening with the Jake Weimer on the Team Two Seven? Uh, no progression. I I love the hey, I love the fact that we had it. We had him on the show. Remember, we were kind of jokingly setting it up or whatever. And then now, there's people on the internet that are like, Jake Weimer is riding for Nick Way. Like it's a done deal. Like I I rode with him. We rode together at Milestone last week. We did like laps together there, and then we did laps together yesterday at Elsinore Supercross Track. So like. Obviously, he's a friend of mine. If I can help him, I will. Yeah. I mean, and but like, it's far from been being done. Together and it's, stuff, but. Yeah, it's far from being done. Hey, Nick, how is that? How is that track at Elsinore? Is it good? It's like it's the same layout as Anaheim Three, that had like the. I guess there's like two finish line jumps on the layout, pretty much. But there's like two decent lists. It's not bad. I mean, it's Elsinore, but the layout's pretty legit. It's pretty good. Who built it? Peters. Is this a supercross track at Elsinore? Am I missing? Yeah. It? Oh, okay. They built yeah. supercross yeah. yeah. They charge twenty five bucks or fifty bucks or whatever. Oh, it's sixty five. Ooh, sixty five bucks. No shit, really, sixty five bucks a day to ride it. That's how much. That's how much it is at Milestone too, bro. Damn, that's and you don't going, get that's the going right these days. Hey, and you don't get a break on that. Well, I mean, I'm going to work on it later, you know, <laughs> a little bit later. See if they got a monthly rate. Or, but you know, you know who you know, does get a rate? Who? What? Milestone Assassin. You think? Oh, you think yeah. he does? Zero percent chance he's paying. Oh, really? No. He, it's, oh. Why would he get a break? Because he put milestone on the map just to ask them, not him, them. Really? Are you being serious? Yeah. No, he's paying, dude. He's not. He's a privateer. He's paying. No, he's not paying. The seven deuce deuce pay. Yep. Oh, okay. He, he's he's questionable, but <laughs> he's questionable paying. But dude, like just out the out of straight frequency in which you see milestone assassin there, mm-hmm. I'm with any like. <laughs> He's not paying six five dollars. Well, they see guys like Nick Way, Josh Hansen, Josh Hill. They're all they got money. Why should they get a break? Like, what? How do you know what they have? They right. don't, you know. Is Hanny riding? Is that done? Two fifty Supercross. I D- think so. Done he's, deal. He's, yeah, he's, ri- he's riding. He's going to be doing. I think he's doing the straight. I'm not sure. He's doing straight rhythm. Yeah. Okay, he's doing straight rhythm. I believe he's doing Monster Cup. He's doing two fifty yep. West and something else for who? Himself. He's got people. I heard he's Kyle on Nick Sonny's. Way's team. Kawasaki's helping him out. Monster's helping him out. Where do you see this? All over the. Is it in one of your garbage bags in it's the back in of your truck? It's in one of my garbage bags. Yeah. Uh, no, look all over. Hanny said dude. that himself. Okay. He has a video series of his progression and training and stuff. Oh. How do you not know this, dude? You you boasting about how I've been Albertson, in Latvia. I've been dude, in Latvia. You, yeah, but you're boasting about how like Albertson's got a web series and he's got the same thing. Okay. okay. I think Josh is what it looks like, and he talking can win. To him is putting in the work. Like I think he's putting in the work. He could win. That's kind of what the series is hinting at: is how much hard work he's putting in. I mean, 
Okay. They're not just following around with cameras filming the stuff for no reason. So motorsport's a big part of this program and uh, yeah. shift and, and Monster. whatever. Monster. Monster. Oh, Kawasaki yeah, gave him a couple bikes, I think. Every time I talk to Eric Johnson, he's in or out with Hanny on the relationships. They're very rocky, those two. Well, I know that he's been doing a lot of riding at the Cowie track with those guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Do you know where the Seven Deuce Deuce rides? He rides at Castillo Ranch. Good for him. Chad Reed built a track there like three years ago. I know. Still there. Rides where he rides. Hey, Nick, have you, uh, have you seen Josh ride lately? What are we talking about? Josh Hanson. Have you seen him ride? Uh, I, was, I rode the outdoor track at Miles the other day, and those guys were on the Supercross track. Okay. And so Hill and Weimer are going to ride for Mitch for the Monster Cup on 450s. One race deal only. So, just for FYI. Okay. I don't know. There's some, there's some, there's a bit of issues there with Weimer on that too because he's got obviously his own gear deal and all that stuff. Ooh. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So maybe so. Well, I heard that from Aaron this weekend. So. Yeah. But Aaron Johnson. Um, motocross and nations, Kenny, where, where where all the industry was, but you. Do you think you talk to do you talk to Aaron Johnson more than Kenny's lately? More than Kenny does. Yeah, you talk to him more than Kenny lately. Easy, know. Dick. Easy. <laughs> I know what you're getting at. Um. Anyways. Yeah. So how was it over there? It was. It was good. I mean, the like, city. Like, break it down for me. You get off the plane in Latvia. Like, where you at? Like, hey, I'm gonna I break mean, it down far, for you, bro. Nick, I'm gonna break it it's down far. for you. Steve what? has that cloud over his head. He gets there. He has no rental car. They charge him. 1500 bucks for four days. He's pissed off about that. He goes to the track. He doesn't get the wristband that JT has, so he can't go over where JT goes. No, so no, he's, wait a minute. He's salty right now. No, out of the no, gate. wait a minute. I get better access on the track than JT, and I had to get JT my access, okay? So they yeah, but re- these are kind of details that I, like, whatever. Like, that happens. That can happen every time. But, like, I'm well, saying, like, you get off the plane. No, but like, at the look, monster. It looked, like people, it looked like people were, like, in, uh, Beanies and jackets, like I'm talking, like it was like 45 degrees. Hey, dude, you seen Rocky when he went to Russia, bro? It Remember was, when he got uh, off the plane? It was, you know what? I've been living yeah. down here for a long time, but I still have trouble with Fahrenheit. I still don't really understand Fahrenheit and the numbers of Fahrenheit. But it was, I'm gonna say, it was about 75. Dude, were you 65? Were you in shorts? I was in shorts. Hey, that doesn't matter though. He'll wear. He, he would need a winter jacket and shorts. I, That's not an issue. Well, yeah. he, you know what? Look, I got I got an app on my phone right now. You've lived in America for twenty years and you still can't get. There's Fahrenheit no way down? it's seventy five. It looked like it was like mm, fifty, maybe. Okay, 50, wait. Like tomorrow's tomorrow's high in Latvia is fifty seven. Close. See what, I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Okay, all right. So it was fifty. It was a little chilly. People were a little cold. JT was cold, but I mean, these designer jeans probably were weren't built for. Did he have a poofy jacket of, on? I thought yeah. of. I thought of that too, though. Like, say for our riders, because I mean, obviously, like at the nationals, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but I can't go as fast as I can the whole time. I mean, I know like dudes who are winning probably are, but a lot of that has to do with the heat. You know what I mean? Like, um, so, so I mean, those guys. Like, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that those guys are just like sprinting and they're just killing it. Like their speed, we can't handle their speed, but. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a little different because when I went to Australia, it, shoot, it was like end of May. It was it was about that same weather there. It was like fall Michigan weather, and I was mm-hmm. like, "This is weird. This is weird." Like I haven't ridden outdoors right. 
like in some cool weather where I could potentially need like a t-shirt under my jersey. Right, right. I, in, I like, don't know. Years. It, it was okay. I was just pissed because at the after party on Sunday, JT had a wristband that got him free booze everywhere, and I didn't, and free access everywhere, and I didn't have that wristband. Yeah, but they know you're a lightweight, so you kind of like you don't want to waste them. No, bro, I was I was mixing no. my own drinks and everything. I was pounding drinks. Hey, the soaring eagle, you didn't have a uh, a, a shirt underneath. Uh, no, I didn't even think about it. Actually, there it was pretty. It was pretty nice out still, dude. You fucking ripped at that race. We didn't dude. talk about that race on the show at all. But yeah, that, that, he rode like Nick Way rode. Good I there. heard Nick Way was two laps short of winning it. Nick Way was definitely two laps short of winning. He was on yeah. the move. And the, the worst part I, I of had, the, I had fun there. I had fun there. Hey, the worst part I like, of that I felt whole, like I rode good. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I'm stoked to hear you tell me that I, did, I was that good. Thanks. Dude, I was super stoked on you until you freaking got me with the freaking champagne, dude. I was not into that. I'm not into that shit. And I you didn't could, get you very bad. I got you. You could have got me enough. way worse, but I, I was not expecting that. Enough. I got you just bad enough to ball you up. You did. You did. <laughs> just enough. To piss me off for thirty seconds, but it was all good. And then, I, then all my guys were that, all pissed. That was maybe the highlight of Hearts night. He thought that was awesome. Oh, he got yeah. <laughs> he, and then, then I had to hear from everybody else, like, well, why would that guy give his trophy away before the photos? Like, he gave his trophy away. I go, wait, he gave his helmet away that was painted with a number three on it or a number two on it. Sorry. Well, I didn't know there was going to be like photos. I mean, I wouldn't. What happened? What did, what did he do? Dude, they had helmets painted oh, okay. with the like yeah, trophies. And Way got his helmet and he just gave it to some kid <laughs> before the photos. <laughs> Dude, but the the kid almost got like he like, did. I had to save the kid. Oh, he did. Almost like, got beat down he, for it. No, he was getting pushed like a concert, like against oh, yeah, the fence. Yeah. And wow. Nick was he, Nick he, went he out was, there and was, was like pushing all the kids. He was like Jam Paul Allen. I thought he was hurt because I heard him yelling, but he was like he was yelling to his friends, "No, it's mine!" <laughs> yeah, that was all. That was a good. But check it out, Nick. Next year, we just got confirmation that uh, they're in. They're gonna make. They're gonna make the purse. A lot bigger. I don't want to say how much bigger. So you're going to pay. And they're going to do it. They're going to do it the week yeah, after the last national, yeah. and they're going to have the track built all week, so people could go there and camp and ride all week. So you're going to hold a race the week after the last national with a purse that is larger than all twelve rounds of the nationals. Yep. Okay. Well, that'll work though. But that'll work better too because isn't the last national next year in Indiana? Yeah, it's in Indiana. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's only that's only about four hours the most from there. Yeah, so we're not going to go up against the Baja Brawl, so the, the, it'll be all good. And the, the, the... Yeah, Nick, how was that, them going against the Baja Brawl? It wasn't a good thing for anybody, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the Baja Brawl is a pretty big race. That's what yeah. I mean. Like, for, like, re, like, the regional, like, you know, mm-hmm. obviously. But there was, a like, say, that many bike kids, like Joey Crown and this Chase Sexton, I think they went to and from. I mean, if you really wanted it, you could have went to both. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I heard that they were announcing that our race was rained out and it's done and blah blah blah. So it's uh, all right. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, like I, like I said, I don't really know that much. You know, like I mean, dude, we did those guys a favor. These... They were talking about Soaring Eagle was talking about ha- hiring a plane to fly around with banners mm-hmm. and shit about our race, and I'm like, nah, don't do that. Right. You know, I mean, they were it was starting I'll, to get stupid. But I'll I'll cover the the race next year. I need a room, a good room. I need a buffet certificate. I need some gambling money. <laughs> Can't afford it. You're out. I need All gambling right. money. I need slot play, and I'm in. All right. I'll, I'll send you to their uh, marketing department. <laughs> Jerk. Kenny, next year I'll cover it. Just a sandwich. I'll, I can do it. Stand-up show? Some garbage yeah, bags. I'll make Some garbage laugh. bags. <laughs> yeah, you already got the garbage bags. <laughs> no, that's cool, Nick. I'm glad. I think next year it'll be way better, and it's cool that you know the first year went good. They were all happy. Eight grand for 20 minutes? 
bitch. <laughs> hey, there was a lot of dudes who drove, like uh, that Heath Harrison. Like I, cause he came and rode with me before Redbud and stuff. Like he's just a uh-huh. privateer that drives around his van. He he drove to Utah. His bike blew up in Utah in practice, so he didn't make the motos. Right. And he'd been getting points like most of, most of the the last quarter of the nationals. So he, yeah. he missed the motos at Utah. Bike yeah. blew up. Yeah. Was it the next weekend, Kenny? No, it was two like, weeks. You're, no, it was two weeks. So no, it was the week after way. Utah. It was? The week after, oh, yes. okay. My bad. Yeah, because yeah, so, so the dude, that guy, Heath Harrison, drove from Indiana to Utah, back to Michigan, and all in that same week when he drove from Utah back to Michigan, he had to fix his bike. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, bro, crazy. I mean, I was, look, eight grand. I was like, wow. I was like, wow, you really want it. 12 grand for first? And then, right. obviously, Albertson drove a decent bit, too, because he went Utah back to Oklahoma, back to yeah. Michigan. Yeah, he drove from Oklahoma by himself. Did yeah. they get, but did they lose money on this though? No. How did they make money? There was five thousand people showed up. But okay. they paid for tickets. How many? How much for tickets? Twenty five bucks. So you don't really want to start doing that math for outdoor nationals for purse money. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to start breaking this math down, right? No, I mean they they did it, and they were they were, and it's just not about how many people went through the gate to the race. It's how many people I, stayed at the hotel, it, okay. how much gambling, how much revenue the casino yeah, made. Yeah, I'm just wondering how they how could much make revenue money on this race. And you got to understand, that town, Mount Pleasant, Michigan, is pretty much owned by that casino, oh, okay. that tribe. So all the surrounding hotels, all the grocery stores, the gas stations, all that had a, you know, they have a they, you know, they way they to trace it. Yeah. And like we were talking about earlier, there's an ROI. And they seen a return for what they did. They studied it, and they said, yes, this is definitely something we want to do again. Okay. Right. So they're well, going to do like a big like... concert series behind it because what they're talking about doing is having people camp, and then right on the other side of that hill is a huge amphitheater. So every night they're going to have huge bands. Like the night before the race, or two nights before the race, the Georgia-Florida line played, and then the night before that, Fallout Boy played. So they're going to do like a whole concert series where big bands play every you night. You get Halen, I'm there. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, they they pay a lot of money for bands, a lot of money. How long before Pink plays there, though? Uh, and it's all tied in. I don't think so. Okay, all right. Um, Kenny, uh, it's two hours to midnight. Are you are you gonna go get Tickle's bike at, two, at midnight, or when are you gonna go get it? <laughs> no. <laughs> we were saying about what we're we talking. What we talking? Well, about? Tickle's riding an RCH bike right now, which is really nice of these guys to do that. But his contract is up, and unfortunately, we know how this works. You know, insurance reasons and. Things like that. Brock may not have a bike tomorrow, which sucks. You know? But, and we're not saying we're doing that. Yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah, don't know what's yeah. going to happen. We're, we're, I mean, we're he could be on the team. Who knows? You you cannot go into 2015 with one rider. You Nick can't Way, do it. Nick Way does it. It's a good point. But he doesn't have your kind of sponsors. Sure he does. He doesn't have he doesn't he has, have he has his Michigan yes, he mafia. He does, but he lives. He he's not taking a pay cut like you guys are gonna. T- you gotta have two riders. Why don't you stick to the keyboards okay. and we'll we'll okay. keep to what makes you on the keyboards. Okay, right. hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with some real truth right now. Like I would like to see Tickle like get a, get a back on Soaring Eagle team mm-hmm. with Watson. Mm-hmm. But this this day and age, dude. For how many good dudes there are versus, like, good spots. Yeah. I mean, at any point, if they need a dude, they're going to get somebody pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we were kind of talking about. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, they pulled pulled Weston Pike out to get a sixth or seventh or whatever, sixth or seventh overall. So, the the Brock's, like, I talked to Brock. He has some stuff in the the works that he is going to be able to go racing with or without us. So, 
He feels comfortable. He's not as stressed. We're not as stressed. We just want to make the right decision. Like we said, Nick, we don't want to say, oh, yeah, you're in. And then in November, say, oh, we didn't raise your funds. You're clipped. So that's where we're at. What's wrong with you? Cut the hiccup. Okay. Get hiccup. No, I got a hiccup. <laughs> got the roach. <laughs> right? <laughs> got the roach. Here's the water. Um, I'm just saying, Kenny. Crap. If I own a team, I'm not going in with one guy. But the difference is you don't own a team. I should I own, own a team. team. I should own a team. But, but from a rider's standpoint, though, too, like, I mean, with, a, with, a, with, like, I mean, with some preparation time and such, I mean, you can do way better, obviously, than just, like, being a fill-in, dude, which it sucks. But, yeah. I mean. You know what? I mean, you yeah. got Jake Weimer, Brock Tickle, Josh Hill, Kyle Chisholm. Nothing. Malcolm Stewart. That I know of. What is Malcolm Stewart up to? I have no idea. Yeah. No rides. I, I know he bought like two of the Honda 450s from uh, the Honda from Troy Lee. Troy Lee team, yeah. Yeah, maybe he's doing. Um... I seen him. He we were up at the track the other day, and he rode up with his mechanic. He's riding. He's riding straight rather than that's yeah. it. Hmm. That's crazy though, man. These are these are freaking legit dudes. Well, you I know? just don't understand how Malcolm Stewart can't get a 250 deal. Like the dude. Is probably going to win this year. Like he'll win a race for sure. I can't. He has believe... a good bike, like a competitive bike. He will win a race, guaranteed. So let me ask you a question. If let's call the Husqvarna Rockstar team, if you have to pick between him and Zach Bell, who do you take? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't even want to say it out loud because I think I just told you. Okay, but I'm, I, I think mean, I'm in the same I have respect for all these. Dude, I have respect for all these riders, but I mean, if it's my decision, I'm taking Matt Stewart. But well, at the same time, like I don't, and as like a well, you are a team dude owner. Who's trying, yeah, dude is trying to make a business out of having a team because I'm like looking to expand my team so it's not just myself too, and I'm trying to make it make sense. See, he knows. I understand that there's a lot of things behind the scenes that make huge differences. Like who knows how much Chase Bell or got paid? Who knows if Chase Bell brought a sponsor to the team? Zach who Bell. knows the real? Yeah, Zach, whatever. Zach Bell. Hey, I'm glad he's still alive after that Dallas crash. Let's be real. He didn't that, get knocked out, guy. though. He that did guy. not get knocked that out. Guy. Let me. Uh, he did not get knocked out. Knocked out of him. Uh, let, with that, let's move into our last segment of the night: the NFAB question of the day. The NFAB question of the day. Is dress, that bacon dress, burning or something on that? Dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories from NFAB. Proudly built in Houston, Texas, NFAB offers uh, much more uh, than what I just said. Learn, learn more about their products. Visit n-fab.com. Proud sponsors of the JGR NFAB Yamaha team with Justin Barsha and Weston Pike. And Pike is loving his bike right now. Loving it. So, do uh, they got like a, a brush guard for your ridgeline? If they don't, they should. They do not have any Ridgeline parts as of this moment. I understand, though, it is, they're working on it. Here's the NFAB question of the day. Real simple. What's Nicoletti doing? He's going to ride. He's going to do the same deal. NFAB. NFAB. Here's, oh, here. he's, doing exact, he's doing the exact same thing? Yeah. That's bad for him because they don't have Josh Grant and Justin Barsha. No yeah, one. no. They or don't jo- have, uh, sorry, yeah. Justin. And Brayton. Brayton. Yeah. And uh, those guys, I know one guy that's Pike. pretty solid. Pike. <laughs> Pike's going to take a hell of a hit if he's going to miss a race. And uh, I don't see. Well, how does, that, how does that work for him? Because I was kind of bummed for him this year because sometimes he'd be on a roll, dude, then he'd just like, not be at like, he, was, know, he did really well at Bud's Creek and also he didn't show up the next week. And he was, like, guaranteed, he was guaranteed six races this year, and he made 13. So six races total, Supercross and out. Yes, yes. Wow. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. So he doubled it. So he doubled his money worth. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of so injuries. He's not, so he's not bummed, but. No, Dude, I think yeah, he is uh, bummed. He's always bummed. He's Nicoletti. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, here's the question. Does Josh Hansen win multiple races in 250 Supercross next year? Nick Way. What is, does what does Hansen win? What multiple more than one? More than one race. I mean, I don't see it happening. Okay. I mean, he has the he has the potential, which is the reason why he's going to be racing in right. general. Okay. But I, I I mean, like I like the guy. He's a friend of mine. Right. Okay. I respect his I respect his riding ability. I just I mean. All right. Yeah, that's kids, fine. Those like Cooper Webb and such and such and such. Those dudes are like living it. The last like right. However long, you know, it's just it's tough to be mm-hmm. whether you're injured or just not racing to but be right in. Then again, the class is losing Sealy. It's losing Jason Anderson. You know, I mean, I guess there's always new kids coming. Yeah, up, no, but, I'm totally yeah. with you. I yep. haven't really, I haven't thought about, I haven't thought about like who's in the class or which coast. Mm-hmm. But like, is Hanson capable of winning four races in the series? Yeah, but like, how his from me knowing the experience of like knowing what goes into doing your own effort. Yep. And it it you it, it takes a bit of practice, honestly. Is is his mechanic uh Mohead? Yep. I see that on Instagram. I was figuring it was done. Kenny, does Josh Hansen win multiple races? Uh, I think Don't dance around the truth like I did. Hit hit us with it. I you know what? I want to believe he can. Just because the reason why he's putting more effort, I want to believe he can. Like he I wants want, to believe in a ghost or whatever. No, I I want to I want to say he does because I think he is putting more effort in than he's ever have, and I think if he doesn't, he's in, it's can it's not going to be successful for him. Like he's in. The I front. don't know. I don't know, dude. He he downplayed how much work he did. Like, dude, when he rode for you guys, he would burn it down in the afternoons when no one was around out there. Dude, I'm talking about off the bike stuff. I'm talking about cardiovascular. I'm talking about him training. Him. I mean, I I I see. I've known Josh a long time, and I see a different person right now. I think something. I don't know what's going on with him because he came on the show. He came on the show. He re- I think so. Like he, that's a perfect example. He realized things in his things in his. He's turning his life around, and he's being. You know, I, I hate to say it, but it seems like he's growing up and he's taking this seriously because I think he knows this is it. And I think he needs to put every all his effort into it. I mean, Nick might know more than me, but I'm just seeing from the outside what – I don't go to the tracks every day. I don't see him at the tracks. That's why I asked Nick if you saw him ride. I see what I see and just when I talk to him mm-hmm. and – I see a different person. Like I, I don't okay. know what's going on with him, but I really see that. You don't know what's happening, but it's different. <laughs> yeah, it's something's different. It's just like when you watch James ride, you're all something's different. See? I don't know what's see? different, but he's riding different. And I was right, wasn't I? You nailed it right on the head, Thank my you. friend. Thank Adderall. you. Thank you. I know everything. MX Sports is what? Uh huh. Hold on. Yeah. MX Sports. Uh huh. What do they do? Uh huh. MX Sports is done. What else There's do they a do? Drug ring inside of MX Sports. There is a drug ring. That was funny. I was talking to DC the other day, and we were talking, and I'm like, I thought you and DC were on the outs. No, he's cool. We're there cool. was a big fight. We're cool. Okay. He came out to support of the event. He, oh yeah, the the he did come out. Yeah. yeah, he came to support of the event. We've talked. He's doing his thing. Okay. 
doing a big He's feature. doing his thing. I'm doing my thing. I don't He's think, doing a big hey, feature on the hot sauce, 14 years in the game. I don't think Jendro uh, and Prater really appreciated what I had to say in the on Saturday, but I don't really care. I was making, You know me, I'm Jokey McJoke. Mm-hmm. What did you say on Saturday? I saw them in the press tent, and it was the, uh-huh. the FIM had just finished doing a press conference. You know, because um, they do press conferences and awards like no other. That's what they all do all day. So they just finished. Oh, really? They just finished the press conference, and I'm like, I sure wish that press conference was for the fact that they were dropping out of Supercross. And I said, is that one of your meetings this weekend? And they're looking at me. I'm like, did you just tell them like, hey, we don't need you. We don't need all this gas and and rules and 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 we don't need to go to Canada and we don't need um, Jam Sports is long gone. And Prater was kind of smiling, and Gendro was not happy. <laughs> so, do you think you are getting a press? I think I'll still get a press pass, but I mean, I do feel like FIM should just beat it. You I feel what? like I feel I feel like Prater's going to ask you for your pass back again. Yeah, again. maybe. I love the it. first time was like kind of like a you know, what, but this time you're jacked. But. Listen, I don't really care. I, they they don't need the FIM around. They, they don't need to do it. What happens if they pull your pass? I guess I go to every race and and get a ticket with a sticker on it. And just you know, go how about if they just say you can't? You're not, we're not letting you through the gate. We're not giving you a. Standard. You know what's going to happen if they take his pass? I get a mustache. He's going to go in the industry seating and just sign autographs all day. <laughs> I don't know if you've hung around him lately at the races, Watson, but he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. Um, I, I don't want. Did see you guys that. ever see? Kenny will know this. Did you ever see when Bobby Valentine got ejected from the Mets and he came back to the dugout yeah, with, with a mustache? Yeah, with the glasses and the mustache. That's me. <laughs> glasses and a mustache. Hey Nick, did you watch that baseball game tonight? Will Vincent? No. Nick, Nick doesn't know baseball. No. He does. His kid I was, plays baseball I was actually now. picking up parts and all kinds of junk. Some study hustling. Like <laughs> as usual, as usual, hustling. Um, mm-hmm. uh, hey, are you going to come out and ride Project Ninety? What does that mean? My Project Ninety bike. His nineteen ninety kick. You going to come ride it? Uh, I feel safer now that Berlut did some work on it. <laughs> wow. Hey, wait. Speaking of Berlut, what? That's a match made in heaven. Oh, that'd be that'd be that'd be good, but Berlut might be a little off his range, money wise. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Flying well, I don't know. I don't think Berlut's going to get behind the wheel and drive the the mafia mobile. I don't know. Nasty drives, <laughs> nasty drives. Berlut flies in works. Nasty's probably not driving this year either. Your dad, you your guys, dad you drive? guys, relax. I got, I got it under, I got it under control. Nasty's mechanic. I'll- what? Nasty's gonna be the mechanic then, just mechanic. Well, I mean, we're in a he- we're in a heated uh, contract negotiation currently, <laughs> as usual with this time <laughs> of the year with right. Nasty. <laughs> I canceled his order on the cycling kit the other day because I was not happy with him. <laughs> You're all pickles or tea handles. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I'm available if you want to get the magic back. He might be available if you want to get the magic yeah, back. I, I need I need all of the Team Mafia Moto Crew supporters to get on MandingoPickles.com and buy some pickles. To uh, alleviate a little bit of my budget, let's say. Let's, <laughs> let's just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, funny. Okay, well, uh, hey. Good times with Nick. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. Always funny to have you on. And uh, good luck. Did you see any? Did you see any commies? No, I didn't. Yeah, you hung out with JT all weekend. <laughs> well, oh, you didn't like that one, did you? What? I called JT a commie. Oh, I don't care. He probably wouldn't like it. Oh, yeah. Really he's, he's, he's already he, – he's, he's taking a fan. He's already he's, – he's, he, he, he knows, already he knows what that you. means exactly. Me and you just think, yeah. Yeah, he's uptight. I, he, he's super uptight. I he's gar- more uptight now than he is when he raced. I guarantee you he's really bitter about you dropping that bomb about the arena cross thing. Oh, that's all right. What about the arena cross, dude? I feel like I need to listen to the show. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm uh, I don't know. We can't really say anymore. Dude, is it that big of a deal? Really? I, I think he Dude, everyone and their mother knows about it. Okay. 
Watch and just hit me with it, because I mean, I, obviously, I would have looked into it. Okay, what did what did Weimer? What did what's Weimer, Han, Tedesco all go do? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What what did I turn down? I because I, I you you wish. Oh man. Okay. So oh, you're you're another one that they got a hold of. There's like 18 dudes that went in red for this thing. Yeah, I don't. And JT I don't was one why of them. Those dudes went. I don't understand why those dudes. I went. don't know either. JT went too. Will Hahn has a job. Why is he going? I don't know that's if JT went. At. That's what I'm getting at. Dude, Daniel Blair Dude, went. That's fine. Daniel Blair, I get it. I get that. He could but use I, a gig. Yeah. But, uh, like, Why is I, Jake Weimer going? Daniel, I think out of all those dudes, JT should get it. Bottom line. So he well, could be JT mad at me. Went, that's, J, JT went too. That's Not yet. He's going, but Kenny busted him on it. Oh, really? He's, like, going, he's going next week or the week after. He should I get would, it. Uh, I think I think Langston's racing that straight line this weekend, and I saw him at the milestone the other day. And he is. And Dude, why are these, why are these people calling about the arena cross job? What's the deal with he, you? I thought you, I think you do a great job. He can't. And then I got the yeah no. Then I got the, then I got some details. Right, there's politics, bro. Feld does not want MX Sports people doing their races. It's the way hey, they work. So did make, you hear? Did you hate, hear? They hate each other. I don't know no. if they hate each other, but look at I I I hired Jim Holly from Montreal Supercross. I was doing the play-by-play. Holly was doing the the, the color. I hired oh. Jim Holly from Montreal, which is in what September, October, and Feld put, tried to put the brakes on it. I'm like, why, Jim? You they got nothing going on. They don't care. They don't. You're not an employee. They pay you per race, and they just did. He he got to do it, but not without like some major wrangling. Like I think they think they kind of own you. You know what I mean? You're you're their guy. You're the yeah, Feld me guy. Me and Watson. Me and Watson. We renegades. Yeah, that a boy. But you know so I mean? we do what we want. That's bottom line. I mean, I think JT'd be great at it. I really do. So he, do I. He'd be good. I, I think he's really he's, educated. In he's the raced sport. a series before too. Yeah, I think he's can, really can educated. JT go, can JT attend the outdoor nationals if he announces the arena cross? Yes, he can attend it. Yes, but I, I would not look for him in the booth anytime. I, I think that's a good good deal for him. And I didn't mean by calling him out like I was being a dick about it. I was just like, you should send him a text tomorrow. He's in Russia now, but you okay. should send him a text to say, "Hey, dude, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I'm right. sorry if I hurt your feelings or I called you out on something." Right. Yeah. What's JT doing in Russia? <laughs> good, good question, dude. That guy's been on. He's been on the European vacation. Him and Chevy Chase. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Selling fly gear. Right. They, they sell it in Russia. I mean, that, yeah. that guy who wears the all white helmet who almost killed Roxon at the last national. He. He's he's probably not going to buy any gear. He runs you know, he runs fly. That guy runs fly. Mikhailov. Oh, so he's making it he's making it big over there. Yeah, he's making it big. They he's got blowing the blowing it up. Get... He's got to service some dealers because dude, they can't off, even flying off the hangers over in Russia. They can't even pay attention, but they're going to go spend money on gear. Uh, he says they're big helmets. Big helmet guy. Yeah. The, oh really? Yeah. The soldiers probably wear fly helmets. <laughs> right. They probably do. Wow. Good for them. Good for fly. That's awesome. Well, hey, listen, if you want to put some leverage on Nasty, tell him I'm thinking of coming back with my T-handles. Perhaps his price drops a little bit. <laughs> just saying. Project. Clearly, we're not really – It's not this, this dispute is just not that heated. Honestly, I would – for the right job, what, what I would love to do is own my own team because I'd be the best owner in the sport by far. <laughs> if I couldn't own a team – I would run the team, TT manager. So you're going to be a better owner than Nick Way and Chad Reed? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you hear that? That, would, that, wouldn't be, that wouldn't be hard on my standpoint because I'm really uh, running thin, in the, and I've decided that the one thing that I really care about doing a good job at is going fast on the track. Yeah. Everything else, no. I could give an I'm done wiping off the. I'm done wiping off the skirts. I'm done buffing the truck wheels. <laughs> I'm done washing the 
the awning. You know what I'm going to do? Rip some knobbies off and slam some dudes, dudes that they ain't covering the inside. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> that a boy. Hey, and you know what? I guarantee you Mathis is in the same boat as you, but he's not going to be ripping knobbies or slamming dudes. But I guarantee you he ain't going to be washing tents or polishing wheels. Guaranteed that he would never do that. Because if you seen well, the ridge I'm line, full, I'm full of shit because I get way too ADD and I can't sit down. Yeah, so you, you, I'm you're not done doing you're that, real, but I'm really going to put less focus on it. Yeah, I'm going to put less focus on it for yeah. sure. But I'm gonna it rip, ain't over. I'm gonna rip I down, wish it was. But I'm going to rip down a Jimmy John sub after the show. So yeah, we're good. That's Call them up. Get me one cent over here too. That's what I'm talking about. Watson, give me some gift cards. I heard you got an in. What are you talking about? Why it would Kenny have an in? You have the wrong guy. You're out of your mind, dude. Hey, um, okay, so you're going to Costa Rica, and then you're doing Monster Cup, and then... Doing upside-down push-ups and hill, hill sprints in the sand. I think, hey... Do you, you need me? Hey, Bercy might, might, might have a spot open. No? Who? Bercy. Oh, really? Yeah, get me in there. I rip. That's what I do. I race. There you go. Good job. You got any other overseas races planned? No, not yet. I was supposed to go to this race in Italy this weekend that actually canceled like yesterday, but somehow oh. I made a little bit of money on the deal. That <laughs> a boy. That's my guy. Nick so, whatever. Making, so, so whatever. Making deals. Doesn't he have to get his? Doesn't he have to get on a plane? He's making dough. <laughs> I'd you know be the mean? best team manager ever. Dude, make up your mind. You're gonna be the best owner or the best. I can't team be manager? an owner. I got no money. Who'd you learn? Who'd you learn your trade from? Like being a team manager. I just like, who 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 are you trying to emulate? He was a mechanic for all, all those years. Favorite so. of all time. Well, okay, I'm not emulating Salvaraj Nariana. Well, you got something in common with him. What? You have bad breath. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't. You're not nearly as nice as him. You're not nearly as nice as uh, that. He is a nice guy. He's a pretty nice yeah, guy. He's a super nice guy. Sal is a super good guy. Yeah. 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 Um, L- F you, dude. Listen, I've, I've done Larry it all. Larry Brooks, one of your mentors. Larry Brooks, I've, one of your mentors. I've done it all. He's, he's, he's into it. I've raced at a high level. I've mechanicked. I've been in the media. I've been working. I worked for Parts Unlimited for a year. The goggle guy. Don't forget a that. Goggle guy. I've been a goggle guy. You're a great husband. <laughs> a great husband. Great dog owner. You're on. <laughs> and you're on Strava now. And I'm on Strava, dude. You have all the credentials. I can train you. I can work on your bike. I can tell you how to ride. I can build your goggles. Dude, you're, you're, you're in. essentially awesome at multitasking. Thank you. Thank you. All so, right. Uh, sounds got, like he's in. We got to go. I love this guy right here. Thanks. Sounds thank, like you can do it all. Hey, thanks, Nick Way. Always a good time. Right now I'm looking at my bike contemplating if my chassis height's too high. I look tall in the back. <laughs> of course. I'm going to go take the trash cans out and go to bed, though. See you guys later. Later. Bye. See ya. Peace. Hear uh, that? He's taking his trash out. I was going to say something. You could just dump it in yeah, and truck. No, fuck you guys. Dude, he's a – he, Dump he, it in – Nick dude. Way. The guy – it's. Freaking been racing and is doing very well. Takes his garbage out. Yeah. <laughs> Come Gibbs can't even do. No, it's out. It's out. Oh, it's out. out of your truck. It's not in. It's not anywhere near in the house. The house hey, is spotless. First we had tits sleeping in his truck, and now we have a guy who drives a garbage truck. <laughs> yeah. What is the deal with the truck? I don't drive a garbage truck. There's this garbage in my truck. <laughs> no, that's a garbage truck. <laughs> the inside is spotless. There ain't nothing in there. Truck. Uh, and the bed is a little bit different. We're going to go inspect that shit. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Kenny, thank you for coming in. Always a good time. My pleasure, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, Got to have you up here more. I know you don't live up here anymore, so it's tough to do. But love no to get you in some more uh, if whenever we can. And uh, uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, 
Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Cherubis, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Mafia Motor Crew and Guts Racing, Nick Way, Dean Wilson, Eli Tomac, David Pingree, mm-hmm. all on board tonight, and the great Kenny Watson. Thanks for RCH having me, buddy. Racing. Ryan Galdi. Ryan Gold. Oh, shit. Oops, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Gold. Team Canada, bro. Team Canada, team manager. Ryan Gold. Is it we or they? Make up your mind. I don't know. I'm so conflicted. Gibbs, thanks for uh, coming in. I don't know if we'll be back next week or the week after, but we will be back on Mondays coming uh, coming back for sure. So this is All right, cool. a rare Tuesday show. See you next time. I'll be here after uh, things get rolling. We'll talk about everything. and uh, We're sending your stuff, Lips. Lips? Lips. It's on its way. Did you, did you post it? Yeah, we, t- we tweeted it. Are you all, I hope we're all right now. You gotta sign something. Okay. Sign that. Key you for, need to sign something. Sign the check to get me here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, Gibbs. Thanks a lot. Thanks everybody yep. for listening. We appreciate it. We'll see you soon. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho.